Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. It's Monday, July 1st, 6 p.m. Pacific. Happy Canada Day, everybody. Oh, Canada. Our true north, strong and free. Thanks for listening. It's been great to have you people tonight. Show number 391. Public Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and uh, Fly Racing. Great show tonight. Uh, Dean Wilson will be on. Brandon Hartraft will be on. Jeremy Albrecht will be on. Uh, we'll probably um, call Jason Thomas at some point as well. So, yeah, it's going to be a great show. Looking forward to it. Southwick is in the books. Lots to talk about when it comes to the Wick. Red Bud this weekend. Lots to talk about when it comes to Red Bud. We're at the halfway point of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships, and there is a shit ton uh, to get to and to talk about tonight. We want to thank BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin, Starcross 5, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains, EVS Sports, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA, always on board with us for, for many years now. LA Honda World, Eagle Grit, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Ride Engineering, Works Chassis Labs, and Intense Cycles, all on board with us. Sponsor deals on PulpMexShow.com to see the codes to save on many of our sponsors. Uh, absolutely fantastic uh, to help you guys out who listen to the show, and we want to uh, help you out by giving you some codes to save some money. And uh, and with our great sponsors, so you can always do uh, get the Pulp Mex app on iTunes and Android Store. You can listen to the show live on there. It's got all of our podcasts uh, archived on there, so you can search uh, any person or any uh, writer or whatever and uh, pull it up that way. We're on Spotify now as well, so if Spotify is your podcast player of choice, we're on Spotify. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, get the uh, Amazon banner on widget uh, Amazon widget on pulpmex.com. Click on that. Takes you to Amazon, make a purchase. We get a small slice of that, so you can. That's one way to support the show. So if you're making purchases through Amazon, just click on the uh, little widget there. Go to Amazon, order your lube, your doghouse, whatever it is, and uh, we'll get a small slice of that. All right. So thanks to those uh, people who do that, we really appreciate it. And Patreon as well. Patreon gets early access to podcasts, and as well as uh, free T-shirts and hats and things like that. Uh, we do a Patreon-only podcast every now and then, so. Yeah, if you want to help out every next week, you can go to go to Patreon. We have the BTOsports.com tweet at Travis segment. We have the X Brand Goggle Tariffs. We have the Race Tech Rant all coming up tonight on the show, along with Dean Wilson, Brandon Hartraft, Jeremy Albrecht. Maybe we'll call Will Hahn. If you're on uh, Racer X Facebook page, what's up? Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Appreciate it. Check out the new Get Jump Starter I just got. It's got a, a energy in here and that can charge your phone or if you kill your battery you can uh, actually jump start your car with this thing it's phenomenal check that out and any kind of phone you want to charge or whatever it's it's amazing all right so thank you get for all of that fantastic uh, with me in studio formerly transworld motocross now swap moto live uh, it's been a long time since he's been in studio but we're pumped to have him here 
Michael Antonovich. What's up, Anton? What's going on? Thanks for bringing me in. Thank you for coming in. Appreciate it. Of course, it. of course. Uh, always fun to have you on board. I love coming up here. Did you order some Mac and cheese pizza? No. I've learned my lesson. Buffalo chicken wing pizza. Do we have anything like that showing up? No. All right. Fantastic. No. No. Uh, you went to Southwick? It was sick. Yeah. Dude, it's so sick. Uh, 702-586-7857. If you want to uh, talk to Anton or myself or any of our guests, 702-586-PULP is, uh, is the code. Producing the show, taking your calls, coding, playing Excitebike, working on Pulp Mech's fantasy website, or all of the above. It's Mark's dog. What's up, bud? I, you forgot to mention how early I was today. You were early. You never Thank mentioned you. that. Thank you. You Only were when early. I'm late. Yep, and I did make your second half payment for the year. That's why I was early. So you're, all the incentive to come in early. I'm is showing gone. my appreciation for you. Uh, you know, honoring our contract. Did so. Did you go riding <laughs> on the weekend? You and JT currently tied uh, at two, which we have been for uh, seems like forever now. Apparently, neither one, no, neither one of us wants to win. No. We're, we're crawling to the no. finish line. That or somebody is pulling the ribbon away from us as right. we get to yeah. it. Yeah, so no riding for you. No riding. Mark says a sweet 08, 06. So I've 06. heard all rebuilt. Oh, it's brand new, dude. It's sweet. I like it. It, it looks good. The wheels are sweet. W Dodge. So, Race Tech did your suspension. Oh, God. Wrench Rabbit. The motor's good. <laughs> yeah. If only the rider could uh, yeah. live up to those expectations. Yeah. That'd be great. That's okay. Yeah. Hey, you got to look fast. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah, he's got his fly gear. He's looking, looking like good. fully so. out. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, speaking of fly gear, we're going to give away a black uh, and... Uh, is that teal? Black and... Do they have a black and teal forming a helmet? Did I write the word down wrong? Hold on. Great radio. I'm sure they do. Black teal formula. Great yeah. radio, yeah, yeah, yeah. bros. We're giving away a formula helmet. This is good the latest helmet. greatest from Fly Racing. Fantastic Still haven't helmet. worn one yet. Uh, we're giving away a black and teal helmet from the folks at Fly Racing. This is their high-end helmet. Uh, we'll do the draw like we normally do because people who listen on the archives get pissed when live, pe- mm-hmm. live people on the phone get to listen. So contest at pulpamexshow.com. Put Fly Helmet in the subject line. We'll do a draw next week on the show. Uh, Kenny Watson, Kyle Bentley in next week. We will uh, do the draw contest at pulpamexshow.com. And, uh, yeah, for the for Fly Helmet, flyracing.com, please check them out on the web. Also, uh, if you're in the market for a pressure washer, Karcher has a Pulp MX code. The folks at Karcher, uh, they like electric ones, they got gas-powered ones, they got all sorts of cool shit at folks at Karcher. Uh, Pulp MX code, that's it. Just Pulp MX code saves you money when you check out a Karcher uh, website. So the, everyone has pressure washers, right? I mean, mm-hmm. pressure washers are good. So yeah, I don't have one, but yeah, pressure yeah. washers are great. Yeah, pressure washers are great. So uh, there we go. We're going to give away some other stuff, too, as well as we go along. We got some people on, on hold as well uh, to talk to. Um, there's lots to talk about when it comes to Southwick. But first of all, Anton. How long have you been working in the moto industry for? Since 2009. Okay. So 10 years. Never been to Southwick. Never went. Just for whatever reasons. Just never gone. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think? Well, how was it? Amazing. Like, location-wise, it's weird that it's in the middle of a town, and you park at a high school or whatever that yeah. is. I tell people, have you ever been to Fenway? I drove by Fenway. I've never Okay. Been. But when you go to Fenway, you're just walking in these uh, restaurants and bars. That's what it sudden, like. All of a sudden, boom. There's a ballpark there. Mm-hmm. It's the same with Southwick. You're like driving this little town, mm-hmm. and then boom, there's a huge motor track. Well, and it yeah. was like, I saw the American Legion sign. I'm like, oh, okay, I think I must be yeah. there. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, you just turn right there. I'm like, oh, sick, and just drove in. Yeah. And then seeing the pit area where I parked at, I was like, oh, okay, this is just kind of standard run of the mill. Uh-huh. And then when you walk up to the top of that hill, and then you look out, and you just see everything, yeah. and it, it looks amazing. Like, that's one of those places that 
Red Bud gets all the hype. Mashugal gets a lot of hype. But, like, if you can go watch a race at Southwick, you really should. Because you can pretty much see everything from a few key spots, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, it's smaller than you thought? You no. Think? No? Okay. All right. To me, it was smaller when I first went there. Uh, I, I mean, was, I guess we're, maybe. We're, but, I mean, it's even smaller now than it was when you went because yeah. the frog pond's gone. Mm-hmm. But even with all that other stuff, it still seems pretty big because okay. if you look at, like, watch old races, the track only looks like it's two feet wide and all those tires that are sticking out of the ground right. and all that. It right. looks... They've done a really good job since they re- rebuilt it and yep. brought it back in. Uh, hard to take photos or running around no. in sand all day? No, but I meant, like, nah. it's hot, you're in sand, you're walking around. But the light because of all the trees so there's always like little pockets everywhere okay. and then yep. all that spray flying around yep. that makes it really good just follow buckley around just sit behind eh. buckley. He, 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 i didn't want to do that like i saw him a couple times but i didn't talk uh, to him i'm like uh, well he has a turn named after him i'm good like <laughs> sick but i don't want to yeah, just there like was, there was no anton turn that no, I no 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 um so you liked it you enjoyed it you thought yeah, it, was cool. it was cool yeah ah it's good um now after that i've gone to every one of them i didn't go to texas but that was only around for like three years so yeah I don't, like count that you didn't miss much I never got to go to Troy. You I never went. Nope. Okay. I mean, you got to think when I came in in 2009 when I went to Red Bud that summer. That was the first national I'd ever gone to. Yep. We always just went to Supercross races. So in 2009 we went to Red Bud and Millville back to back, and uh-huh. I was just like, "This is a whole new world compared to Supercross, which was all I had seen yeah. before. I had watched outdoors. Yeah. We just never went wonder, to them. I wonder how many national tracks I've been to. I never really thought about it, but you've, um, probably, you've probably been to a, like a few dozen at that point. I would how think many have so, gotten right? cycled in? Yeah, how many have been gone, come and gone, or whatever? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, shit. Yeah, Freestone was two years or three years and done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wasn't that place wasn't anything spectacular, that's for sure. Like I tried to think about all of the races that I've gone to just to have a, an idea of how many it's been. I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, it's. I mean, and that's a fair number for I, some guy that's been doing it ten years and for how long you've been around. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I've never, never done a complete year. I want to do a complete year. I've never done a complete year. All the years is wrenching. Either my rider got hurt, mm-hmm. or my rider was on one coast, or or as a or as a media guy I would skip some. Or mm-hmm. I've never done every single race. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I mean, that's not really a goal. That's not really a goal at this point. Oh no, I'd love to do it. <laughs> I'd love to do all of those and like go do all the off season supercrosses, yeah. donations, right. hit a GP yeah. here and there. I want to right. go see everything because. I'm at a good point now that I'm still young and no kid or anything. Yeah. So I can go do all that without feeling like I've missed a lot. Yeah. Uh, I've done 27 races. So it's 29 in a year. I think I've done 28. I think I missed one Supercross one time. And then I've done 27 a few times. So I mm-hmm. missed one outdoor and one Supercross. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's about it. But then there's nations I think I'm on 12 years in a row. Yeah, that's where you make up for it, like that. Yeah. And then you go to all the off-season yeah, races think, that Eric takes think, you to. I think Paris, is, Paris Supercross has been... Yeah, nine years in a row now. Bulgaria one time. Bulgaria. Yeah, <laughs> Bulgaria was great. That was rad. That was fantastic. Um, All right. Bigger story here. Marv wins his second 450 national, year, national of the year. Or Osborne wins his first career 450 moto. Both expect, in impressive fashion. I expected both at some point. I expected Marv to win Southwick already. And I, I think, honestly, if there was two more laps at the second moto at Florida a week before, Zach was going to win that moto. He would caught. He cut Eli's lead like a second and a half. I always felt like Eli was just managing that, but maybe not. Yeah, I think a little bit more time, like Zach yeah. really laying it in. Yeah. Um. I mean, that was all coming at some point in time. Um. Marvin, I really thought he was going to win Mil- or Spring Southwick, wherever the hell we were. I thought he was going to win that going into it. Like when yeah. I got on the flight, right. Thursday, I'm like, yeah, Marvin's yeah, Marvin's going to win this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Funny because Tomek does have a bit of reputation as flying at Southwick, and he does. And I mean, his practice he, he track in Colorado is a sand track. Yeah. 
But Marv's now won two years in a row. And so. Marv is good because he's real light. Marv's second practice, he's set down fastest time. That was Which never happens. Me. No, that never happens. So Brandis was, did the same thing, though. I was very impressed with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of was like, oh, yeah, Marv's on it. Um, Osborne's going to have the first of many, probably an overall at some point. Really soon, think? I think. Yeah, by yeah. the end of the year. I, I would think so. I wouldn't be surprised if he's like slotted top three at the end of the year, like in the championship yeah. standings. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. going to have to yeah. happen. Yeah, well... Rocks with him. Kenny, yeah, R- R- and it's terrible. I mean, and today's like Honda press release explained a lot, and it doesn't seem like that's going to get any better no, before it gets worse. No, I mean, I don't. I haven't. We JC, JT will be on later to talk about the weather, but I don't think it's going to be a cool one this weekend again. Eighty, not yeah, too bad. Okay, but I mean, I, I we talked about this in our review pod. Like, I don't think you can't keep doing what Kenny did this weekend and keep showing up. I just think it, that it's not good for anybody. And so. he doesn't seem like he's panicking, and he's not like using it as an excuse. Like he could totally be like, "Oh no, dude, I like I have these issues," and he's never tried to use that as an excuse. He's just like out there doing what he has to do. But yeah, I agree with you. Like at some point, they're just gonna have to go. These were our expectations coming into the year. Now yeah. we have to change them into this. Yeah, I think if you're Honda, you're like, "Look, Kenny, you're not feeling great. We get it. Mm-hmm. Rack up some podiums if you can. Sick. Uh, and if not, yeah. you know, whatever." Yeah, but you can't go to 10th and, and fade like that. And, and, you know, John Short passes you late yeah. in the race. So he's got to get that figured out, or he shouldn't race, in my opinion. Because the next two are not equally rough, but they can have the tendency yeah. that they could be pretty brutal. Yeah. You know, and then you go into Washougal, which is a technical one. you you got to feel for him, man. you just got to feel for him. Mm-hmm. He's, got, he's probably so frustrated. He knows what to do. He knows how to ride. I mean, he knows what he's doing. He just can't. He has no energy. He has n- nothing going on. Yeah, and I think that it's one thing that's out of his control now, too. Like, when, when it was his arms, it was visible. Like, yeah, we know yeah. what we're doing. This, yeah. There's no progress yeah. you can make on well, this. Well, that's the funny thing. Like, I don't understand. Like, again, I'm no doctor. Far mm-hmm. from being a doctor. I didn't even stay at a Holiday Inn last night. But um, how do they not know what's going on? How do they not? I, I, Kenny was on the show. He mentioned that he thought it was antibiotics from mm-hmm. his from the Lyme gate that broke down his system, and now he's vulnerable to all sorts of viruses. Mm-hmm. And okay, that's that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I read a little bit about it. Somebody tweeted me a link about that kind of stuff. Yeah, that makes total I, I, sense. It does make sense. But like, he doesn't seem to know that, or they're not saying that. So do they not know what's going on? That's the scary part. Or do they know and nobody's saying anything? I think they would have to know, considering all the doctors that he has at his disposal. Yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely. that whole Red Bull facility is next level. Right. So I'm sure they have something, but what can they do now? You just have to manage well, it. Well, wouldn't rest be ideal? And but how much can you rest and not lose the edge? Well, dude, scrap the outdoors. Go rest. I think that this is more of a, like, he has to get through a full year without issue to build into 2020. Why? Why does he have to? Why does he Just to break that stigma that he has well, he, become like but, some injury prone. Okay, like, but what's he doing now? That ain't going to work uh, for anybody. That's not That's not anything. That's not That's not worth it for anybody to show up, Kenny or the team or anything, if he continues to fade like that. Yeah. If he I, can get on the podium or win a moto here or there, then great. You know, but... And like looking back at Florida, you know, I think second moto aside, what did he do in the first one? Like uh, before the crash? In the first moto at Florida? Yeah, second. Yeah, second. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I think that maybe that was. Yeah, Marvel was just great. He rode Kenny rode great, but Marv was just a little just bad. better. Yeah, and so I think that maybe that's just three poor motos in a row. So maybe it's not time to panic yet. Let's get through this weekend and see what happens. But maybe yeah. it's like. But that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not panicking. I'm saying if this happens again this weekend, and then you have to be concerned. I think you got to be just hey man, this ain't going this way. Mm-hmm. Like you were winning, you had the red plate, everything was great. But this... and why risk this next three year deal that we already yeah, have yeah, on the yeah. table? Go get rested up. 
and come back in September. And let's make sure, like, okay, if you're not on the track, we're Honda. We have a ton of things to do. We'll go put you in something else for a little bit just to oh, keep Oh, that really works with these riders. He would do it, though. I mean, he did their, their side-by-side thing. True, true. He's smart Ken, enough to do that. Ken, where Kenny's he's... probably a little better than most guys. Like Stu? Mm. <laughs> um, hey, so uh, Tomac got third. Nothing wrong with that. He extends his lead. Mm-hmm. But I was surprised in that second moto. He didn't have it. He ran out of juice. He admitted it on the podium. Yeah, he yeah. even said, like, in, in my interview, and I'm sure he said in yours, yeah. he's just it wasn't there that day. Yeah, yeah, it just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And, and I was surprised a bit to see that. A little bit. Yeah. But, like, when you and I watched from the manager's tower in that second moto, yep. he had great lines. You know, he yeah. he was doing that section after the finish line past the mechanics area yeah. better than anybody yeah. was. Yeah, he was There flying. must have been something else somewhere that was just falling apart. Um, yeah, he was great. He was outside railing the turns outside and just going the way visibly th- faster than everybody. And then in addition to that, the bike was just perfect. Yeah. Like it wasn't hopping around or skating everywhere. It just plowed right through everything, yeah. super connected. Yeah. He did really well on that set. Yeah. They have the setup of that bike dialed in now. Um, so he extends his lead anyways. I was, Which is the yeah. most important um, part. And Zacho, yeah, good, great job for Zacho. Just mm-hmm. rode, rode amazing, got the lead, very determined, charged hard the whole time. Mm-hmm. Marv really couldn't do much with him. A couple nope. seconds, I think, at one point, but then... Next lap, Osborne pulled it back out. Pulled it back out. Yeah. And I think the big thing on that, too, is now that Zach knows he can do it, he can replicate that over and over and over again. Yeah. Well, and his starts have been good. Is This is opening laps haven't been Mm -hmm. good, you know, and I think he knows that. So he's got to fix that a little bit, but he did this weekend. So, uh, yeah, I'm really really happy for Osborne to get that win, obviously. And Marv is back. Marv had an inconsistent sort of start to the season. We didn't talk about him much. Crash it. A lot of crashes. He might have crashed more than we've seen him crash. I mean, even that high point crash was pretty brutal for what it was. Yeah. Yeah, you never sure. want to crash in front of forty dudes. No, and then he crashed in practice at Hangtown. Hangtown, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Marv doesn't isn't a crasher, so it was odd to see that. But he's been on the edge this year. Yeah, there have been a couple races, like Supercross races, where I was like, "Oh my god, he's gonna die!" <laughs> like late in the moto, he'd yeah. go for something, and yeah. then the bike would just fully get away from him, and then right. he would somehow bring it back. But he's like a cat. There have been a couple he times where cats. He's got cat-like reflexes. True. There's always cats on the helmet. Cats on the gear. Cats on the helmet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. AC, mm-hmm. 14th, 9th, and 10th at three previous visits to the Wick. And I think a lot of pressure after a so-so Florida race. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a big He turnaround. answered it, man. Yeah. And I think that that is going to be another one of those things like Supercross Championship aside, this is a big learning year for him. You know, he's going to yeah. take all of the stuff that he's learned and then apply it in the 450 next year. It'll be – look, I, I mean, I, I – yeah – I was saying to Wygant, like, this is his title. He's got this. He's got yeah. over a moto lead. I don't know how this kid – he's just – he gets a bad start. He can get third. He can win if he gets anywhere near the front. Uh, his weakness was sand. No, it's not because he won this weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you can throw me the Supercross Vegas thing as your counterpoint. But and even I don't then, ha- I don't have much for that. But but even then, that's, that's racing. You know, that just happens. That's not an Adam – melted down yeah. and then as soon as the gate dropped he was in 22nd he was doing well and then he made a mistake and he didn't see that element in the track uh, listen, but it's it doesn't matter now you have the race tech rant later on tonight we'll talk about but, that but but i'll have a mini one right now okay let the fucking kid go to blink 182 concert yeah come on and you don't think he that lo- adam's gonna get a chair dude so blink 182 was playing at hartford 15 minutes saturday away. night kid loves blink 182 granted it's not the original lineup Granted, but mm-hmm. still, he loves Blink-182. And his trainer, coach, Nick Way, mm-hmm. who we know well. I did and by not... the way, 
By the way, I worked for Nick Way. I would think I, I Nick know him had well. some fun. There were times where Nick Way was out, okay, after a race. Mm-hmm. Let me just put that in perspective. I, I was there with him drinking, so I know this. So he was saying to Adam, no, you can't go. You're, You're going to be on, on your feet. feet. You're going to be on your feet. So no Blink-182 concert for poor Adam Cincirillo. And like I said, you don't think Adam, who knows all, a lot of those people, would get a chair? He's standing next to the stage. Hey, man, do you have like a chair that I can just sit on? Whatever. I don't know about that. I think There's he just, I think he No, but I think he would just be a paying person in the public. I don't think he's getting backstage mm, or anything. He knows. He has a full tattoo on his arm for one band. He knows enough people that he could get some passes. Yeah, he, he likes Neck Deep better than he likes Blink. Mm-hmm. What's up with that? I, I didn't know I, any of this. I don't really like Blink that much. Okay, but he does. He does. Yeah. It's like Van Halen for me. And then you would just all of a sudden like bail on Van do you Halen think and get I, like a Depeche Mode tattoo. Do you think I'm at Southwick if Van Halen's playing 50 minutes away? That you're just like, no. Nah. I'm like, yeah, I'm out of here. I would probably so, leave the race early. Racetech.com, rant of the night. The guy who's out after races when he raced many, many times doesn't let the guy go out now. That's bullshit, Nick Way. <laughs> bullshit. So yeah. let the kid go to Blink. He'll get his chance. Who knows? Anyways, I couldn't believe you didn't let him go. Uh, all right, let's get us some phone calls here. We uh, we got um, uh, J-Bone coming up here at 4 or at uh, 6.30. I was wrong about Freddie Norn, uh, by the way, and so we'll get to that. Uh, speaking of Freddie Norn, Jeff wants to talk about uh, Freddie Norn. What's up, Jeff? How are you? Hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Yep. Um, yeah, so with Freddie Norn, uh, it kind of ties in with Jason, uh, Jason Wygant's uh, thing between the motos on Racer X today. You know, so I was reading that today, and it was looking like he was getting ready to kind of hang it up and everything. It was a pretty telling interview, and um, you know, it's pretty good seeing the guy come in, come racing for JGR. Uh, had like his best results he's had all year long, one week on the bike. And what I thought was really cool, and what I wanted to ask you guys was, as a fill-in rider, does he get the same type of bonus structure as like the normal guys? Mm, probably not. He does have a bonus structure. Here's the little-known secret about fill-in rides. They don't pay shit. No. So like Dino and Fast Freddy at Honda and Fast Freddy now and Travis Preston at Cowie that years ago and you name it. They don't pay well. No. And the other thing on that is too, like the whole bonus structure thing of that that's probably set over a full period. You gotta do twenty nine races for him to come in and adjust all that too. It's not gonna get the same he, publicity or anything that, that Hill would have had or whoever. He does a get a bonus program. But not to the same but level. But not to the same level. And salary, no. Like the big thing, the fact that they're just paying for flights is a huge help. What you'll do, what what they'll do is they'll give you a set amount. It's usually fifteen hundred to two grand a race, and you get yourself there. You get a hotel. You get the car. Mm-hmm. Whatever you get under that, you keep. Or if you spend more, then it's out, out of your pocket. So they'll give you a two thousand dollar per diem per race. Um, so you can make money if you drive there or if you, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. But basically... But you wouldn't even want to do that anyway because why would you put yourself in that same position to struggle to No, but let's say you live near High Point or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? You're driving to High Point, so you're good. So you can make the money, but then you've got to spend a little bit more to go to those far-flung races. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it, Jeff. So that's, that's, that, that's the deal with those fill-in rides. No, that's, that's cool. I appreciate the insight on that. Uh, I, the way I was kind of thinking of it was like, you know, it's a very stacked field, but, you know... I think he's got the speed with one week on that bike. Dude. I was thinking if he got one third place, he'd make more money in one race than he would all year as a privateer. Oh, so. well, no, oh yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he's already getting everything paid for, plus probably taking home a little bit with the expenses. And if he gets the bonus yeah. money, then great. Like, before he was paying 250 to race, mm-hmm. you know, now JGR's paying that, you know, so, 
Yeah, two fifty yeah. plus mechanics pass plus plus, plus gas parking, plus, food. plus yeah, 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 yeah. wear and tear so, on the bike. Right, right. Yeah. No, he's still coming out ahead for sure, and and he killed it, man. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. I I I was so surprised with Norn. I I, I don't know how he rides a I Honda. I think you're for, top ten. Yeah, I would. I, I, if you told me top ten, I'd be like, okay, maybe. Mm-hmm. But to get on a Suzuki that he hasn't ridden from a Honda that he's ridden forever, mm-hmm. and do that. Well, did you see Barsha hit him in the first moto or no? No, I didn't see it either. He told me Barsha hit him so hard. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it happens. Right. <laughs> but like, for him, all that stuff. He wasn't even a good sand rider. He'll even admit that a few he years ago. He skipped his nations. Yeah. For he skipped for Lomo. Because yeah. he was like, I, I can't ride the sand. Don't I, don't pick me. And a lot of guys that have like spent time at club or whatever and that have watched him, he's progressed a lot in the last few years just yeah. because he has to ride that stuff all the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh he 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 did great, man. Uh let's go to Dylan on one. Dylan, what's happening? Hey, hey Steve. I uh just just some questions with uh I don't know. It seems like since Supercross this year and then now coming into motocross it seems to me like it just like you guys have taken all these shots like even even the worst the worst thing we've seen from Eli this year in motocross is a seventh place and that was last week and you guys even at a fourth or a fifth you guys make that seem like you know he just he just fell apart you know he's you guys will sit him down on your armchair and diagnose him when it, it was it's quite clear as day what happened he got a bad start in Florida and it took. A good, a good what? Ten okay. laps, probably okay. ten right. minutes Dylan. to get in. Dylan, yeah, Dylan. I don't know how old you are. Were you around Ricky Carmichael days or Villapoto yep. or Dungey? Yep. Okay, all right. yes, sir. All right, yes, okay. Sir. So, how often? Okay, first of all, Eli Tomac uh, is yep. is going to end up in the top five all time of AMA wins. One hundred percent. He's going to end up. So, so he is going to be with Carmichael, Stu, Dunge, Villapoto. He's going to be right there with all those guys yeah. when he hangs it up. Yep. Okay. How many guys that he's going to be listed with would get a start like he did and finish seventh? Uh, okay. None of those guys. None and of those guys would do that. You're, you're absolutely right, but can I ask you at the same time? I was young. I'm 26, so I was young watching Ricky. I loved Ricky and I loved Bubba. But other than them two, yes, we can say Kevin and we can say maybe Tedesco or Nick Way. But other than those two... If Ricky did get a bad start, who who was Ricky having to fight through? And I'm not I'm I'm not saying that those riders aren't weren't okay. as talented as the riders today, well, but that, that's, wouldn't you admit that the the lineup today, at least the top six, are a lot more? No, no, I would not. Every year, okay. Every okay, year, understood. every year, there's national and Supercross champions and regional champions and everything else on the gate, the very best of the best. Now, you know, if you want to argue particular years, whatever, but that the competition is all relative. No. I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard the Carmichael had weaker competition, and some I, and I just, seasons he did. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. not much. Not yeah, much. No, but there I'll, were a couple. I understand. I get you what you're saying there, but I, I just feel you know. Prime example. We will look at Cooper. You know, a lot of heat's coming down on Cooper about people getting mad at him, and you know he's not doing good in motocross. But if we go back just to when Daniel was back on you, it was Supercross, and he was saying, you know, he thought that there was no reason that. Cooper Webb wasn't going to be the hot shot coming into motocross. He was going to be the, the next one. But then, you know, he does bad in the first couple rounds, and you come on and you say, well, you know what, he won the Supercross champion, so it's okay if he's not doing great here. And that's fine. I get you that. But how come the last two years Eli has 
destroyed outdoors, and he's done amazing, amazing in in, in indoor supercross. Yes, he hasn't got the championship, right. but he has been darn near the best guy. But you guys don't give him that break. You know, you, if he, he does have an off race in supercross, you guys crush him, man. Because you again, guys, because again, your your apples to oranges. Like Cooper Webb is a great rider. He is not, yeah. and if and I could change. Cooper is he, not going to be on the level. Okay, of I, Eli Tomac. Absolutely, and, that, and that's that's honestly that's so all I'm trying Eli's, to get. So Eli's up and downness is judged by it being an all-time great, which he's okay. going to be. And yep. it's weird; it's the same thing every time. It's not that he has one issue and then it's a different issue and then it's a different issue. It's either a mechanical that's pretty rare, or he has some kind of in the middle of a moto something goes amiss, and then the rest of the race is spent trying to okay. overcome that. And that's well, strange well, because well, not a lot of guys have that thing. And the fact that you see the same thing happening repeatedly, we, we, and there's no solution to it. I, is the question? I that think we're holding to Eli to a higher standard than we should because of his wins. Yeah, you, I think you, so because no, of his speed, because of his wins. You guys absolutely should. And I, I get. I just. I, mean, I feel. And and you know, he's he's in that conversation. To me, he's in that conversation. He's LeBron. He's Brady. You know, and they take the most heat. But I, I just feel when he does make. Okay, sure, he falls back a little bit, but he's still like even at, at Southwick, he fell back in that first moto and on the on the broadcast there, how's he falling apart? Have you ever seen these many guys pass him? But then if you just, guys, if you wait, you know, that's what we've seen all year. At 15 minutes, if he does fall back, he'll come back up. He drives back up through the field or back through the field and gets the second. And, you know, and then that's just like, well, okay, so he's supposed to do that. But if he falls back to fourth, well, this guy, I mean, he's well, just falling just, apart yeah, again. It's, it's, it's just because just because crazy. we're because we're holding him to that higher standard, man. That that's no, the bottom no, line, under, you know. So understood, understood. Yeah, so. And, and one more, one more, one more thing. I'm sorry. The thing with NBC, you know, you you guys, I have a feeling. You know, Daniel came on last whatever, just a couple of weeks ago, and admitted, you know, hey, I don't, you know, I didn't even watch the the outdoors last year. You guys go to the tracks, and I, I went to High Point this year, and I went to High Point last year, and Buds. It is, you can, you know, you can see a lot at the track, and I'm sure you guys have much, much better vantage points than me. Mm-hmm. But how many of you guys in the industry, and I, I'm sure you do, Steve, but your other guest members, how many you think come home after they're at that track, and they sit down and they watch, rewatch the motos? Like, honestly, not, not the highlight, not the five-minute right. reel. Yeah, I don't know. But, I can't answer that. I have no idea. Yeah, I do. Oh. Yeah. You have yeah, to. Well, and, and, and I appreciate that. I just, I just, I mean, for Daniel to come on and say that, but you know, and then to act like, well, he's not doing anything any better this year, so it's, you know, who cares if I didn't watch it last year? It's not a big deal. That's crazy, man. Yeah, that's how. How in the hell could you do that? And, and last thing, and I'm, I promise, I'm off. I'm off. But Steve, what about you know? I know we go after the same guys, Daniel, Chris Kiefer. I, I don't know how many times you've been on Michael. But what about if you, you know, you just had Will on. I think Will was awesome, but I feel you guys need to go after your NBC partners bigger. You know, go after Will. Go and try to get AJ Allmendinger to come on the show. Try to get Ricky Stenhouse. Uh, dude, I don't know how many. I don't know how many times I've railed on Supercross in my outdoor broadcasts. I mean, I yeah. literally it's the race tech rant of the night, and uh, almost every week. In well, Supercross. that the other I'm, thing. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying rail. I think they're doing great. All I'm saying is to bring them on your show because oh, I feel oh, okay. if you can get on on to NBC. I just saw a couple weeks ago because on Thursday night NBC does motorsports and they cover all the motorsports. And Weege was on that show with AJ Allmendinger yep. covering flat yeah. track and motocross. Right. I tell you, I almost got a tear to my eye because it was. I'm telling you, that's what you guys need. 
Steve. What, what do I need? I don't need that. What? Why do I need that? What do I? No, no, I, I know, Steve. I gotta get Agent Almondinger on my show. No, 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 no. I don't think. I don't think you need that at all. I'm just saying. I feel if you would try to open your door to them a little bit, I'm telling you, I feel you would slide in on the NBC. Oh, and, and stop I, it. I know, stop I know that. It. I know. Stop. I know. Yeah, I listen it. to I, you guys every week. I, I know I'm, you I'm think too, there's no possible too, way of that. I'm, yeah, I'm too tubby. But I'm not, not real Christian. That. Yeah, I know. Wygant's hideous, I, but he lives in Charlotte, so that how, that's how that works. Yeah, but but yeah. I, I think I think that's I I have, honestly I listen to you every week, so I know that Thank you're you. good. I I feel okay. that's I feel you're just. You're, you're taking the low road because I'm telling you, I feel if you okay. would have not buttoned up, but if you did everything you could to get them in there, I feel within a year you would, you would be leading no, Supercross. They, they hate me. They hate me. No, no, yeah, no they're they, not. They, they may hate you, but they, they, but they need hate ratings. Me. At but, the end of the day, they need ratings, and you could bring ratings. That, that, that's, that's plain and simple. They uh, need ratings. Thanks, At buddy. I appreciate, day, I appreciate it. Bring them. I, I appreciate it. Thank you for the compliments. Uh, yep, thank you for the time. Uh, Have thanks, a great day. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Passion. I like it. I like it. I like it. But you don't need to be big. You need to be underground. Yeah, I'm underground. Yeah, I'm like we're like taking posters like, and just sticking them on the telephone poles to tell I'm people uh, to come to the show. I'm like Supreme, mm-hmm. underground. Supreme, that's owned by the Carlisle Group, who finances wars. Yeah, just like them. Oh, okay. All yeah. right, no, scratch <laughs> that. Uh, hey, I want to thank the folks at uh, Vortex. Obviously, they've been a big part of our show for a long time. Bars and sprockets, the V3 handlebar, 29% stronger than the competition. Oversized bars, 7 eighths bar. They've got it all. Monster Energy Yamaha using their sprockets. So Barsha and uh, Plessinger using their sprockets. Thanks to Jake at Vortex Racing uh, for dialing us in, and uh, they can get your deal on bars, sprockets, tie-downs, brake lines, all sorts of things. Vortex Racing, you need to email Jake at VortexRacing.com. Mention Pulp MX, mention Pulp MX Show, mention uh, Anton if you want, whatever, and uh, they will give you a deal. So thanks to Vortex for coming on. And Vortex brings you our first guest of the night. This is the manager of the JGR Suzuki team. We're glad to have him on here. He, they had a fantastic race with, with Freddie Norton. And, hey, Troll Train was pretty good, too. That was good. Troll Train was pretty good, too. Uh, Jeremy Albrecht, what's up, J-Bone? How are you, man? I'm good. How are you guys? That other guy was passionate about Get me on NBC. Yeah, he J-Bone. likes you a lot. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, you think I, I can get on NBC? In there, right? You could probably stay at Jamon's house, go to the studio. Yeah, can I get go? Yeah, stay at your house you and go, go to the studio that Wygant goes to. Yeah, um, let's do it. Hey, uh, the NASCAR team's doing pretty good, huh? Yeah, they are. Yeah, so doing really well. I read a story. Uh, I read a story today. Me. I read a story today about them, um, and I don't know how much you know about this, Jamon, but they have figured something out with Arrow. Or power or something that no one can figure out right now. That that this this story I read that's was NASCAR said, though. Said that's NASCAR. They all when someone's winning, they all figure something out, and then it's just like our sport. Then people figure it out, and then they start doing it, and then okay, so even again, and that's the game is to figure out what whatever it is. You you find something that you have a little edge, and this, that's what NASCAR does. They change the rules all the time. Uh huh. So that so you can't keep doing that. Okay, so they'll they do something at some all point. The time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do it all the time. When they were too fast years ago, they did restrictors on the Toyotas only. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, they so, do all kinds of weird stuff. So this pains me to say this, but perhaps Coy Gibbs has smarter than the average NASCAR <laughs> crew chief yeah, owner guy. Honestly, well, I mean, he has a whole team of people. They have. I know he's not out there aero- specking it up, it. but they have, you know, yeah, they have tons, tons of engineers. I mean, Coy is super smart, like smarter than people smarter than people give him credit for. He actually uh, 
He's really good. He was good even on our team. He's always thinking outside the box. I think it's because he's done so many different things. Right. Wow. I think when you grow up the way he does, you you just think different. Wow. For me, I think the same thing everybody else does. What I know, what I've done. Right. Wow. Not you know, I'm trying more and more to think outside the box and. Yeah. Tell, tell Coy I said good okay. job. Tell Coy I said good job. I will. Okay. Yeah, I'm happy they're doing good because for a little bit there, like anything, you know, it takes time. Right. You can't always win. Right. So they're definitely on it right now. Um. So I'd like to publicly, I've said this to you personally, but I'd like to publicly apologize <laughs> for my. You don't have to. I told you. I know. I know. Um. I told you. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And that honestly is why I didn't do it the first time and I didn't take a risk. And that was, for me, wrong. I should have took the risk the first time. But that is always the challenge. Do you get somebody that's doing good and then risk looking bad? Because it is, it is difficult right. to so do that. So for our listeners. And I, did, I, did the other, you know, I did do Chisholm because I thought it would be easy because he was on a Suzuki. Yes, yes. For our listeners. So that, I, was the, I, that was the whole purpose. I said last week that I thought JGR should have stuck with Chiz a couple of weeks and he would have came around with results. And I said I can't yeah, see how Freddie's. I, I, I said I can't see how Freddie's going to do better because he's been riding a Honda yeah. so long and he's not going to have any time to ride the Suzuki. And then when he sucks, everyone's going to pile on JGR. Mm-hmm. And is because they already were. Yeah, because this is a this is a terrible idea. And then Freddie goes out yeah. and go, gets fifth in the first moto, crushes it. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, those I mean, are, it's definitely yeah. our team needed it more than Freddie. Yeah. Honestly, like it was good for us. <laughs> right. Um. You know, I, I this sport is so hard, and it, and it's easy to Monday morning quarterback it. Yep. Even for myself, things mm-hmm. we should have did different. But you know, at, at the time, you have to just make your best decision and live with it, and watch everybody pile on in a recce all week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, and everyone's yeah. all you you hung on to this guy. You know, I saw comments where, you know, why would they get rid of Chiz when they hung on to. Uh, Hill all year. Why well, a contract with Hill? Yeah, it's not yeah, that that's, that's, yeah, sorry, it's not that's the, the difference, right? Those people are moral. There's a lot of things. Yeah, there's a lot of things that people don't realize. And yeah, just go get this guy. It isn't that easy, right? Even if you did, you know, they have to agree to do it. You have all these terms. You have all these agents. All this stuff. It's not as gear deals, gear deals, helmet deals. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, I used to right. think. I used to think the same thing. Oh, how hard is it? Just if the guy wants to be there, just get him here. It isn't that easy, right? Because then there's barter. You know, there's they're working this company against that company, and you don't know who really wants to be on your team. They're just using you for the for the leverage money up. Yeah, like it's yeah. yeah, it's hard to say. Um, so, so you, Freddie, from what I understand, so Freddie joins the team. Rides a bike yep. and he has his brings his Honda out and then he's still faster on the Suzuki than his Honda. Privateer. Yeah, because what I didn't want to do mm-hmm. is exactly what you wrote. So <laughs> I'm like, I mean, honestly, you know, it doesn't help us if you don't do well. Mm-hmm. But really, for me, why would you do it if you're not faster than that? I even straight up told him when I went over there to first ask. Because I just wanted to know what is what I didn't even know what his contract obligations are. Yeah. So yeah. I just went to figure that out. Hey, what what is you know what is your deal? You know, I would have talked to you before, but I didn't want to have you burn anything till I knew we could do it the whole year. So yeah. you know, I did Chisholm. He was on a Suzuki already. Rode with the HEP team. I know him. I like him. I still like him. I just thought it'd be simple and yeah. he'd get you know good enough results. And he was having a harder time than I thought because. Maybe, you know, he's used to a whole different bike, different setup. He's yep. been riding a stock bike, and ours is completely different. So he was 
it wasn't as easy as I expected. So, and and I just felt like Jacksonville didn't go. The first moto was good. Second moto wasn't great. And right, I felt like I Freddie did great, and I'm like, screw it. I always <laughs> honestly take the. I usually always give the guys the chances, and this is the first time I didn't. Yeah. And it paid off. So what that tells me is I need to take more risks more often. Yeah. And quit being so loyal. Wow. Maybe that's my problem. That's you, what I decided. Ah, uh, you had to have been right? stoked with Norris. What do you think? Um, well, <laughs> yeah. I'm always loyal. Yeah, no, yeah, you are. And what sure. does it do me? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard no, Jake on this negative, <laughs> ever. No, I, I usually like them all backing the guy up, right, you know, but right, I, right. we took a risk and it worked and I was pumped. And honestly, the biggest thing for real is I think all these guys need to go get a job for a little bit or go <laughs> do like Freddie and tow their own trailer around and do it all on their own. Yeah. And realize how, how like appreciative everyone should be. Even myself, everyone on the team, we should all love it every day. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Freddie woke up happy, pumped, happy to be there. Like made everyone excited. Doesn't make excuses. Knows what he wants, what he needs. It was easy. It's honestly one of the easiest he, races we've done. He he was great, man. He w- he held it strong. He said Barsha hit him so hard in the last turn in the la- first moto. I didn't see it, yeah. but he said he knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, of course, right? It's <laughs> bam bam. It's, it's bam bam. But um, and, and yeah. then second moto, he was again fighting. Uh, he he was in shape. He charged. I, I was so impressed. To get on that yeah. bike and do what he did, set a, he tied a career best you know, on a factory Honda years ago. I'm blown away. Yeah. I really am. I, I can't believe yeah. how, how well he did, and, and that's got to be great for you guys. He, hey, listen, he skipped the, the Nations years ago because he's so bad in the sand. You know, like he, well, yeah, that's what, that's, what, uh, so that's what made me even more nervous. Right. I asked him if he's good in the sand. He's like, ah, I never was. Like, I think I, well, he watched some videos and he feels like he's better now. And I'm like, all right, well, we're going. And then I had it's funny the VP of Suzuki emails me, Graver emails me, and he's like, hey, how do you think Freddie's going to do in the sand? This is on Friday, and yeah. I'm like, I don't know, it's not really his thing, but he definitely feels good on the bike. We did everything we could do to be prepared. Yeah. So I I feel like we have a good shot at doing at least what he's been doing. Yeah. But. It's racing. Like, you really don't know. Like, if he would have went down in the first turn, no one would have saw anything. Right. Well, so we got, yeah. you know, we got lucky, made it through the first turn. You got stars. He rode well, yeah. confident, all that stuff. And nope. and honestly, I think he was so appreciative for the opportunity Yeah. that he, he really tried extra hard there, too. Right. And I, you know... It was good for all of us to see the excitement that he well, had, really. And then it's a sen- it's a sense of validation for your motorcycle as well, the horsepower and getting the starts, the suspension well, on a rough track. Like, it's a sense of validation for yeah, everybody. Yeah, that was the hardest one to go to, too, to be honest. Yeah. Like, that one in Uni- that one in Unadilla are the toughest ones to go on a, on a bike, a new bike, because yeah. I've tried that before. Unadilla is tough because it's a little t- high-speed chop. It's different than everywhere else. Right. And then this one, so deep and gnarly and yeah just totally yeah. different so, uh, but I, and we didn't really test on a lot of sand during the week because we did our track right and then he did go to club on uh thursday and felt good but that was the only time he rode sand was well, thursday keep, keep him away from phil at club 
Yeah, right. You know, uh, yeah. 70- we had to make sure he was obviously doing it before yeah. we uh, yeah, had him out go. in public. Right. right. <laughs> 702-586-7857. If you have a question for Jeremy Albrecht, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Hey, J-Bone, this has been a big yeah. year for you guys, um, especially in this last few weeks of the summer. How's everything going now that you guys have brought Teasdale in, two two fifty guys? I mean, is everything going to plan, or has it been a little different than you guys maybe expected? No, it's it's going to plan. I mean, I I haven't got a title sponsor yet. That's the only thing, but we're obviously working on that. So that's the you know the biggest thing to go back to exactly how we were. We just need a little bit more money coming in. But as far as like. You know, we're still developing the bike, still doing all the things we're doing. We're just doing it with less people. But we didn't really – the people that we had to get rid of um, were, were basically extra guys from not having so many riders. And and all along, we were only going to have two and two anyway. So right. we weren't going to have four 250s outdoor. We didn't do that last year either. Yep. We just kept the mechanics in the shop because they helped during the week going helping like there was more help mm-hmm. so it was a lot easier to manage so i wish we still had all the staff so it was easier during the week doing going practicing and if you uh, for sale bikes ready and all that stuff it was nice but did you, you tell know, those I guys it was tight did you tell those guys hey if we get a sponsor if we expand our program we'll hire you back on is that a possibility yeah and actually uh one of the guys so brad that worked with us that worked with uh hill he got hired by our nascar team so he works for koi Again, uh, mm. last week he got hired. So mm-hmm. his first day was today, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. That's good for Brad. Yeah. Yeah. So Brad's doing that. So, I mean, Coy was cool when we did it. He offered to pay, you know, all these guys for a while. And yep. um, we did say we'd try to find them jobs. Rabbit got a job pretty fast. Uh, oh, what's he doing? Off-road. Oh. Off-road team. Oh, okay. For KTM, actually. Oh, okay. Oh, that'd be good so he's doing Brad. that. But Coy did get him a job with his best friend jay that hooked him up so he had a job right away hmm. and he was still getting paid from us so he was right. doing good <laughs> and then uh and then mikey he's the only one that's oh yeah souls went home and then mikey he's there waiting for a job so he's right. been helping teasdale though on the weekend so he's still i saw that coming to shop and yeah yeah he's a good dude Mike, we gotta Mike we gotta get him sorted out he's really good yeah right. he's you, you can't that was say- the hardest part is they're all good guys yeah there was no one that deserved to not have a job but i just I just couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't do it. You can, yeah. You guys can't. Nobody could discredit JGR and say that you guys shafted everybody or left him out in the cold. You guys did a really good job and and pushed that off as long as you could until you had to make that decision. And even when you did, yeah, make really, it, you I made sure everybody. Boy, was we needed of. to do it in November <laughs> before the season started. Um, but we wanted to. We wanted to go as long as we we could, and we wanted to get through Supercross and you know have all those guys in Supercross, and then yeah, we're. We're good. I mean, obviously, you know, you all, you want to win everything, but we're, um, we're working on that. I feel like, I mean, honestly, after watching Freddie this weekend, I think he can keep improving. It's not impossible for him to win a moto or win um, with a little confidence. Wouldn't that be amazing? He, cool. Even even Amart, he's been getting better and better. Like, I, I think with a good start, I mean, we're racing with people that have won. Yeah. I think – I mean. Uh, well, you know? I think one of the things to getting back to Freddie, and, we'll, and we'll, we'll move on to Amart in a second. But getting back to Freddie, underrated uh, for Freddie, uh, helped with the new Honda bike. Mm-hmm. Did a lot of R and D for Honda with the new bike. Tested with Showa a lot, a lot. Tested with the race team a lot. Over like the guy knows how a motorcycle works. I don't know. I like Freddie. 
I don't know if he's the sharpest knife in the drawer. That doesn't matter, though, if he can tell you what the bike is doing underneath him. Do you know what I mean? So, Yeah, Johnny J-Bone, said he was great. Yeah, J-Bone, that for helped. you, you might have gotten a rider that can be, maybe be the best tester that you guys have maybe ever had. Yeah. That's you know? possible. Yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah, so far he did a, he did a great job. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Um, I mean, he did it. You know, he he came up with something he was happy with in in two days of testing. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of guys we test a lot, and we haven't got anywhere. So, so I mean, on I that, think that, that you know the credit goes to him. Really, mm-hmm. the on, team did it, but he helped. J Bone. On that note, then would you guys try to steer him away from? like diving off the deep end and be like, hey, this is what we know works, and we'll just fine-tune a little bit here and there so you guys don't go down some rabbit hole of chasing some perfect setup that might not even exist. Other riders, you mean? No, I mean of a setup for Freddy, of like trying to maybe overload him of like, we could try to do this or try this setting here, and then that doesn't work, and it actually makes you guys go backwards. Um, We're not really going to go far from where we were this weekend. The only thing... um, Johnny felt like there was some just some small things he wanted to work on this week, and mm-hmm. then uh, Freddie had a couple things also, but nothing major. He just wants to work on a shock a little bit, hmm. and uh, he wants a little more uh, mid range, and that's really it. So those, that's pretty good from coming off the first weekend. So there, we're going to test tomorrow with him, and yeah, get it dialed in. Um, troll train. Um, look, crash in the first moto when he was right up there on the start. Rode great to come back to where he was. Second moto was good. Two good motos at the ranch, WWE ranch. Um, coming around, I feel, I mean, again, like I'm an Alex Martin fan, so, you know, maybe I'm biased here, but I like what I saw the last four motos out of Alex. Yeah, he, you know, it's, it's, uh, he's been, you know, he came into it, I think, thinking because he got second last year, he's going to get second again. And, I mean, there is a lot of fast guys. It isn't easy. So I think that he hasn't been riding bad. He hasn't been riding exceptionally good until the last couple weeks. And we've made some changes with the bike also that have helped. And he's been learning mm-hmm. more and more, I think, how to explain things too. And I think that's the biggest piece to all of this is getting the riders and the team to understand what they are saying. Because mm-hmm. they all explain things different. Sure, yeah. And and some know some know what they want, some don't know what they want, some explain it wrong, some are confused. But in the end, you know, it, it comes down to what they're picking some of the time. Mm-hmm. So with Alex, actually, uh, starting at Jacksonville, we did a new engine setting, okay. and we just went with it. We just did it. Hey, J-Bone, so then... And, and I told him we're bringing you a new motor this weekend that's different. Yep. And we're just going to go... We're just going to change it because you say you need something else, so we gave it to him. Yeah. And then um, he just started practicing with it last week. So he's he needs to ride with it more and more to get used to it. And, and he's not a guy that likes to change. He really fights change, so that's what took a while. But we ended up just doing it anyway. <laughs> and it, I'm glad it helped because... Hopefully he'll start that's ballsy. up and letting us do it more. Dude, if, yeah, I, like, if I did that I to Tim Ferry, if I would have did that to Tim Ferry, like, he would have freaked out. No, that's what was hard, though. Right. He'd, he'd, that's the way it was. He wouldn't let us change it. But every week, it's the same thing. So, oh, okay. I called, so we called right. and told him we did it. Yeah, we didn't yeah. say, we right. did not tell him. We right. said, hey, we changed it. Okay. And we're going to do it. Well, otherwise, it's going to be the same. Right. We're going to tell us the same thing again. <laughs> <laughs> Stop right. telling us the same thing. We're going we're to help you. <laughs> yeah, so. but, you know, it, it doesn't have – you have to, like, 
you know, every week, you know, we talk about what we want to change. It doesn't happen just because they say it. We have to work on things, especially right. engine stuff. You can't just do it without testing it properly. You yeah. dyno it, put yeah. it on a bike. Sure. You can't, you know, Suzuki wants it to be proven before it goes on, which makes sense. So, yeah, we just got to do things the right way. And, yeah, mm-hmm. we're getting definitely getting better. He's he's getting more confidence. You know, it's a new bike for us, actually, this year, the 250, chassis-wise, and engine's a little different. So, you know, it's us getting to know it. You don't know till you race, no matter how much you think you're ready. Um, he it's, He's new to the team. He's new to the bike. Supercross came a little easier to him, he felt, than outdoor. But, you know, outdoor, you got to hang it a little more out on the edge and I and he, you know, he's ridden lots of different bikes lately, and right. I think honestly, competition is tough. And I'm happy that we're the last two weeks. He has had the speed, which he didn't have that before. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he finally he has the speed and with some good starts. I I think he can do good now too. So we're pretty pumped. So J Bone, all that said, it I think a lot of people we had you know not maybe expected him to be a title contender this year. Mm-hmm. From what you're saying, you guys kind of didn't either, in some ways. Uh, no, I did at first. Like we all came into it thinking we could win, and then when we it didn't go, I'd say after well the first round we were pumped because he got a second, the second moto. He just crashed the first one, and then and then we went to Paula, and he had one he had one good moto, but he just wasn't as fast as he needed to be. But I think he struggled with the bike at that one a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we just been working on getting him comfortable to be able to go the speed he wants to go. Um, I would say try, just trying to get the balance right chassis-wise, then needed a little more motor, and mm-hmm. now I think we have all of that now, and now he can. But I, I think that there's faster guys in the class than there was, which, you know, going into it, I'm like, oh, he got second twice. We should be right in there. Mm-hmm. Then when you go there and you see how many fast guys there are and we're not qualifying top three every week, mm-hmm. you, you don't have the speed. I so, think I think if he starts up there, that's what's hard. he'll figure it out. He'll work it out. He just well, has to start what, up there. That's I do think, good. Yeah. He needs to be there too. Yeah, because he does kind of like sandbag a little bit. Right. When he's, even when he's uh, at the track, and he can go faster if he's with guys that go there. Yeah, I, I he heard he's be comfortable to be willing to go there. I heard so. during the week he's not very fast. Even last year in the KTM and all that, he's not. I think lately he's all happy because he's been doing that oh, okay. more and more during the week. Sure, he's been getting better at that. So okay. he he comes in pretty pretty happy so definitely i'd say the last two weeks he's getting more confident with the the bike and what he can do on the bike and what he can do against these guys and right you know i think it's tough that cooper kid was a rookie last year and he's riding great and Mm -hmm. no one would have thought i don't think amart thought that kid would beat him right Mm -hmm. and then you look at you know you know you know ac is going to be good you know sexton was a rookie but he's riding good um hampshire is riding better than he has brandis Good. I mean, there's yeah. tons of guys that are good. Mm-hmm. So you got to you got to be good. You got to be great to beat these guys, which he can. Um, he just I, needs to believe it. And you're not going to get that confidence until you do it. That's the hard part. You guys are close for a title for 2020, from what I understand. I, we've been talking about that a little bit on our shows, and I've been really depressed that JGR can't get a title sponsor for our sport. That doesn't. That doesn't. That's not good for our sport. In case anybody's wondering that. You guys who can get your meetings with almost any Fortune 500 company out there because of what you've done in NASCAR and all the wins you have and your program's prestige and everything else, and you guys can't get a title. That's depressing. But I understand that you're working. So you feel good about your chances for having somebody for 2020. Yeah, we have we have more stuff that has come up possible in the last month 
Cool. Good to hear. Um, yeah. Obviously, until it's signed, you yep. don't don't have anything. But right. you know, for a while there, it was depressing. We were. Uh, I mean, we had we have a whiteboard and we have names on it and we're calling and people sound interested and then you, you don't really get past that point of the interest. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, you at least want to be able to get to the meeting to, you know, tell <laughs> yeah, them to, to get shot down. But they just right. say there's, they say there's interest and then you never get any, any further. Right. And, you know, even originally when Chad Reed came on, you know, he thought he had some stuff that he could help with and it right. sounded, well, we thought we were going to be great. It, you know, we had Chad Reed, you know, wanting mm-hmm. to be on the team, and he had connections. We had connections. Yep, we both need stuff. Let's work together. I thought it was gonna, we were gonna be killing it. I mean, who knows? We could have had three semis if it went how I was thinking. <laughs> but it, but it didn't work out. And yeah. you know, not from anyone, not you know, not the effort. We definitely put in the effort. Um, it's just, I don't know. I don't really know why exactly. It's not. I don't think it's anything with us. I don't think it's anything with the sport. I think it's with maybe people not knowing the sport and people not knowing really the future of things. Mm -hmm. I think social media makes things very easy. Like we've had a few sponsors change what they do because they can, they can just do things on, I mean, it's no different than a magazine or anything else. The bummer is the social media has taken ads and money away from Everything. People that have had it in the yeah. past, and it's, you know, you, you just have to, we have to think different and do things different, and everything we're doing sponsorship-wise has really, honestly, not a lot to do with the, with the just, it used to be, yeah, you get your logo on and we're going to help you promote it. Now it's like we have to figure out what we're going to do for these people to make them yeah want to spend the money. It's not about being a sponsor of our team. It's like, what can we do for it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have to do more than just sponsor our team. It isn't that anymore. Yeah. Even, yeah. you know, NASCAR still is cause they're still, their TV still is really big. Mm-hmm. Um, they do still have tons of fans, even though it's getting smaller, they're still way bigger. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, they're, they're down, but they're not like down so far that it changes it that much. No, not yet. Jim, and we're, you-, you know, we're actually growing as far as fans, just not people riding. But we're in a we're not in a bad spot. We're just in a we're just in like a in between. I think I don't I don't think we're going to stay stay like this. I think the sport will get sponsors. It's just that once people figure out honestly that we are a good deal and yeah. that it is young demographic and they they show up like even the, some of the sponsors that we're talking to come, came to some races and they mm-hmm. can't believe how big it is. It's not what they're expecting. Right. right. Every time it's never what they're expecting. It's always way better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, always better. And that's even outdoor. Right. They came to some outdoors and they're impressed. So right. when they go to Supercross, they really love it. Right. Hey, Jay Bone, do you guys see like what F1 teams or anything does for social media activation for sponsors? Like what Renault did for a couple people to maybe get ideas? Or is it, hey, we're really trying to get the most improvement up? out of the bike right now before we have to go chase that because that's not your specialty. Yeah, I would say, I mean, we obviously pitch every idea and if we get this one title we're working on, there's going to be tons of things we're going to have to do for it. Mm -hmm. But it really, you know, every sponsor needs something else. Like we're doing some different things with Pirelli than we've done with others. Um, Toyota wants things that are, more social media, different things than everyone wants their own twist on it. Mm-hmm. As far as us doing it for our team only, I think we need a little bit more funding so we can have people do things to help us. That's the problem with us right now is we're just a little thin on staff. Yeah. 
so we're we are right now just trying to get the you know we want the guys to start winning and doing what they're capable of so that's really what we have focused on lately and still trying to fix this title sponsor things have been mm-hmm. our biggest deal i mean basher's been doing the social media which definitely got a lot better our press releases have gotten you know better yeah. um, just because that's what you know he came from magazine world so i feel like he puts a good little twist on everything on yeah. you know, yeah, i, yeah, I feel good. like all that yeah. has improved and you know on nascar i mean that's all they do all the time is keep doing more and more uh i think they have like six people that work on that side just to do videos and social yeah. media and just yeah I mean, that's what the, that's what everybody wants and you know we'll We'll, we'll, you know, we'll get there, but you need money to get there. Right. I know. Yeah. yeah. I'd uh, uh, let some people go, so I don't really have I know. that spot yet. <laughs> so, uh, Vortex so, yeah, Racing. We're trying. Yeah, Vortex Racing bringing you Jeremy Albrecht on the show. Email jake at vortexracing.com for a good deal on bars and sprockets. Uh, Jay, before we let you go, what what went wrong with, jo- with Justin Hill and, and, and that deal? Uh, I don't look for him to be back on your team next year. Obviously, anything can happen, and nothing's official, but um, what, what went what went wrong? Why didn't we see more Tampa out of Justin Hill? I don't know. I I honestly was so excited after that Tampa race that I thought we got a steal. Uh huh. I was super pumped. He obviously was really confident. Even through the whole off season, he rode great, um, faster than anyone at our Supercross track. Yeah, we heard right. Yeah. I mean, I we I had Suzuki. They they do bonuses. So I talked them into buying. Uh, insurance for the bonuses because i'm like man this guy's gonna win a lot of races <laughs> and Jeez. i was yeah, uh, yeah. proven wrong there yeah i was i was uh i don't know really i i don't i don't know what it was i mean my you know i have my thoughts i don't know if it's it or not he hasn't really i've talked to him i i don't really know nice guy every week i think yeah. that he thought he could turn it around honestly yeah. um he didn't feel like he never really he never really says really what's wrong. I think he just needs, yeah. you know, needed the confidence and he needs to figure it out. He's, you know, he says he's trying to figure it out and he, I, I've tried to talk to him more than most right. writers have had. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say the only one I probably talked to, you know, Pike, he was, he was easy to talk to and Hill's just as easy to talk to. Right. We, we brought him in and, Wheeler, myself, and Buddy have talked to him quite a bit, and you know, try to help and try to give ideas. And yeah, yeah I, I I knew I obviously, if if it was all something I can say or do, it would have happened. If it's something he could do on his own, it would have happened. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. I hey, wish I had an answer. Sure. Did Weston's crash have that big of an impact on him? You think? Like because that's he was there, I, I kind of think that that's I think what it is. My ideas, I think that's what it was, honestly. But he doesn't. I ask him, and he doesn't say that's it. Mm-hmm. But that was when it all, to me, turned. That right after that, he went to he went to California to start riding. So I didn't get to see him ride after the crash over there. Mm-hmm. And Weston fell right in front of him, and and really it was on a start. And I feel like his biggest downfall is riding on the edge and, and getting good starts, and he doesn't push on the start. So that's when I asked him if it had anything to do with that, and he didn't think so. Mm-hmm. But just because, you know, maybe subconsciously it's yeah, there, I don't know. But I, I, that's the only thing I can think of. It's that. I don't know. But he doesn't, you know, he doesn't said that. He hasn't really, um, yeah, he's never said that. So yeah. I don't know. 
yeah. I ask it. I asked that question because that's what I. The only thing I can see that would make sense because he was riding great. The kid has talent. Yeah, I we. Just, I don't know. We had some moments in practice here and there where he was Daytona. great. Yeah. yeah, where he was amazing. I mean, the bummer is honestly, right before he hurt his shoulder recently, he went the fastest I've ever seen him at our track on that Friday, and then he hurt his shoulder on Saturday. Oh, jeez. Like we were all excited. Yeah, yeah. Going hmm. into uh, the hmm. next race, and it, it. Yeah, I think Mount Morris, and then. Yeah, he, he got hurt and then had to get uh, right. sh- shirt surgery on his shoulder. But I know. yeah, I yeah, don't, I don't, I don't. I kept thinking honestly that it's going to turn around because he does have the talent. Yep, and you know I have my heart to heart. I'm like he's got this. And Paula was good. Paula was weekend. a Paula was, a was an indication weekend. of what he could do. You know, outdoors yeah. and so yeah. Yep. I don't think yeah. that everybody like no matter what he says that I don't read the social stuff and I don't hear everybody bagging on him. It has to wear on you at some point. Yeah, and I don't think that that well, helps. It has to. It wears on me, and I because I don't he, see it, all. <laughs> it wears on me. Because <laughs> I think he's gotten. I mean, it wears on me what they say about him. It wears yeah. on me what they say about our team. Right. Yeah. Right. In the end, no one knows how hard you guys are doing it. Yeah. Everyone's trying. He yeah. is too. It's easy to say. Oh, and and the, the hard part with me with him, he'll do the right stuff and then post him riding doing something, like like a good example. He went testing at Paula when everyone went testing at Paula. Right. After he rode at Paula, he left and went to Deegan's. He posts a video about riding at Deegan's. He didn't say he was at Paula. So then I get pre- I get heat. Why wasn't he doing his job at Paula with everybody else? But he when did. he was, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like you don't, no one sees everything. So they just go directly bagging, and you know, like it's it's. Yeah. Like, I actually blocked some guy yesterday. I usually don't do that because yeah. I let people say whatever they want, and I just don't respond. I don't usually care. Right. But this one guy, I'm like, over oh, this dude. I'm like, I'm blocking him. Why? You you don't really get to say whatever you want unless no. it's your real name. The guy didn't have his real name as the mm-hmm. thing. Like, when you're making stuff up and making fun of things, I feel like you shouldn't have a voice. Right. But you, no. But- put your name out there. Have your photo. Listen, no, I, and but here, last thing before we let you go, like Justin pulls out of Nashville and then goes to, goes out that night, and tons of people are sending me photos yeah. of it. You got to be smarter, man. You've got to be smarter. Yeah, no, that that you, was you can't yeah, do that. I was surprised on that one. You, I had to talk to him about that one. That one yeah, wasn't a but good choice. I just like, dude, you can't do that. You cannot go out. I'm sorry. I know it's Nashville. I know you want to go out. You can't. You didn't race that night. You didn't do your job as a professional. What you pay for? If you yeah. go out and, and have a good night, go out. But mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. So it's not a good yeah. look. And if know? it was that one thing, I would say that was the problem. But right. I don't, you know, I was bummed about that. Obviously, it was not good. Right. It was something we had to talk about. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyways, I don't think he does that all the time. No, no, no. I know. I don't it's just... think that's the. You know, it's not the. If it was that, it'd be easy to fix. That didn't. That didn't only it. No, no, for sure. I just like you got to make smarter decisions along the way. Like you know what I mean. All for sure. That. You're just like, come on. Yeah. You know. Help, well, the hard part, you know, the hard part in all of this is you have to be professional at what you do. You have to think what other people, sponsors, are watching and thinking. Mm-hmm. And everyone wants to be who they want to be on social media or when they're around their friends or whatever. And, I mean, you and I can't go act how we want to act all the time. No. You got you to, gotta, like, you have to realize you're, you're representing somebody and you have a job. So you got to be professional. I've did things earlier in my career that I won't do now. Yeah. Just because of yeah. what job I have. Yeah. And if you're going to be a professional racer, 
and that's your job, then you have to act that way. And when you when you don't, then you're going to have a different paying job. Yeah. Well. So I, yeah, I'm I'm surprised, but you know they're they're young. Mm-hmm. A lot of these guys are young. They get advice from different people, and it didn't. You know, he it's not even just him. It's oh, a lot of these yeah, guys. Yeah, no. They, they yeah. you know the bummer for me. All all these writers. They want to tell social media. They feel like these are their all their friends. That they feel like they need to tell them stuff before the team. Yeah, really, right. Like I've had writers that do press releases on social media, and I don't even know that anything's happening yet. <laughs> they they're like, oh, I got it. What am I supposed to tell my people? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, writers writers do it in on from a hospital bed. Oh, got hurt. They haven't even told the team yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's uh, crazy. Like they they all think the social media people they that. That's what I mean. There's, I mean, the, the magazines use social media posts now for press releases. Yeah, yeah. We got really this do. off of this guy's. Yep. This guy's social media. It's like, yeah, that's fact now. That's. Yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. It's a, it's a different world for sure. Um, yeah, things are changing quick. Yep. Thanks for coming on. Just go with it. Really yeah, appreciate the it. time. Congratulations on the Norn deal. Uh, couldn't have gone any yeah, better. Yeah, very happy. Yes, you absolutely yeah. killed it. Good job for you and your guys. You needed it. Yeah. Amart's been well. Um, and uh, good luck, and we'll see you this weekend in, in uh, Redbud, J-Bone. Thanks, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah, talk right. to you guys later. See, see you, J-Bone. That's Jeremy Albrecht, everybody, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Great Fucking interview. Great interview always. You can't fault J-Bone at all because he's honest, and he really cares he's too about honest. his guys. He's too honest. He, yeah. gets, he gets in trouble from people because he's too That's honest. That's fine. Yeah. We need that. Yeah, absolutely. Because in what he said, like, if it's going to grow, they mm-hmm. have to be open about stuff. You can't hide yeah. things or be... Yeah secretive like you have to tell your sponsors what you're going to do and at least they've acknowledged now like hey what we've been doing to pull sponsors in doesn't work anymore yeah. and i don't think a lot of teams have noticed that and no. that's kind of why we've stalled out so much in the last five years i think there's some of that for sure and i think some of the way that they this is a larger topic we got heart wrapped on the phone but some of the way that these teams treat some of the media like with doesn't this, help with disdain it's like, guys, we're, we're trying we're to, help to help you. We're here to help you. We're here to help you. Yeah. Uh, brought to you uh, by Roost MX. Uh, Pulp Nation code saves 20%. Get your equipment looking fresh visiting RoostMX.net. They got a whole Pulp Nation section of Pulp MX swag. Uh, follow them on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. 48-hour turnaround. Choose from a huge selection of graphics online or make yours one-of-a-kind. Roost offers a wide range of custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, and more. Uh, they're pleased and proud to bring you our next guest on the show. This man rides for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. He had a great race in uh, Southwick and a good race going at WW Ranch. Brandon Hartraft, what's up, man? How are you? Not much. How are you guys doing? We're good, man. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, yes, thank you. We kept you a little bit because J-Bone was, was, was going on, so apologize for That's that. That's all right. That's all right. Um, <laughs> hey, nice ride, man, Southwick. You had to be stoked with both motos up front, uh, um, charging, look good, two consistent motos. you got to be stoked. Yeah, it's like all the hard work finally coming, and uh, I feel like I have a lot more in me. But uh, no, it's crazy when you when you get some good starts. What what it can do? It's like, especially the second moto. I came out second, and uh, I mean, I tried my hardest to stay with them. And props to those dudes because those. I mean, the front runners are. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're hauling. But uh, no, I mean, I dropped a little bit, and I turned around. And I'm, I'm in fifth place, and I like turn around and see who was behind me. And there's nobody. I'm like, I'm just like, wow. Like, <laughs> I'm like, normally I got a, a pack of buffaloes behind me, but like nobody. I was like, all right, I can do this more often. Yeah. Yeah. It helps so much, huh? The start. It just, yeah, it just helps so much. Um, yeah. You've been working with our buddy Seth Rowe. Uh, you're, again, you lost a few spots in the race, but I mean, 
for the uh, for the bike you're on, I think, and for for how little you've been used to running up front, I think that's understandable. To me, I thought your fitness looked fine. Uh, obviously, you got tired. Everyone got tired, but uh, it's Southwick and WW Ranch. But I thought your fitness was pretty good all moto. You got to be stoked on that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just not used to running. Obviously, yeah, second place. So I uh, about after halfway, it, it hit me pretty good. Plus, track wasn't smooth. It was pretty hot and. Uh, <laughs> But I mean, it was, it's the last two rounds. Honestly, I mean, I think they're the hardest rounds of the year. I like the heat. For, mm-hmm. I mean, it affects everybody different, but um, it shows who's who's ready. Honestly, and especially WW, like so many dudes were just dropping out. And honestly, if you just stayed in it in the fight, you were you were gonna do good. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like I wouldn't say as much this weekend, but it's right. it still was like that. So um, yeah, fitness is. It's good. We work. I mean, we work pretty hard with Seth, so uh, uh, not uh, second guessing ourselves. When we're on, when Anton, we're on the did line. you did you hear about Brandon's first moto at WW? No, he was like, "What you were like a lap? Oh were you God. like a lap and a half, Brandon? Probably away." Yeah, it was. Uh, so I pull out the two card, and I'm like, "All right, we're." I think I was in like eleventh or tenth. I'm like, "Okay, this is going to be a good moto." Yep. We're uh, two laps to go. Go through the rollers to try to do something different, and just back end kicks out, and I just went for a ride and. <laughs> I mean, you know, 30 minutes in, it's like 100 degrees out. I'm dying. So I literally, I ran to the fence. Like, like I saw a cooler, and I was like, I'm heading towards it. I like that. Yelling at people to give me water. Right give me now. the water. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I was freaking out. Like, I hit my head pretty good. So, like, yep. I'm sitting there, stars everywhere. But I was like, I don't care. I need water. Wow. So. And they gave it to you, right? The fans gave it to you? Oh, I made them. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have saw this, where you ran to the fence and like, water, water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, hey, look, if you finish that moto, you're a lap and a half away from getting 10th or 11th, whatever it is. That's four straight strong motos for you. Um, yeah. It hasn't, it hasn't been the best start for you. It's been frustrating, I'm sure. Um, and, it, yeah, and you've been putting yeah. the work in. So this has got to be nice because it, it didn't start well. The worst one was yeah. uh, at Paula when the footbed got ripped off in the first moto. Right. I thought he blew his knee out. I'm like, oh, God. And then I look over, and it's just no footbed. So that was a relief there. But Right. It's just – it's got to be tough, Brandon, when, when things aren't going your way in this sport. Yeah. Um, I'm, I have – honestly, I have four DNFs at the moment in outdoors, and I'm sitting 12th in the points, and I, I'm, I'm kind of shocked. I wish I could finish those – obviously, those four races. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically, I missed two – um, outdoor nationals, if you think about it, yeah, and, uh, yeah. I want to be up more in the points, but I mean, 12th not bad for missing four races. But I mean, yeah, it's just I always try to take the positives out of mm-hmm. the outcome, and um, yeah, I don't try to stress about it too much because right. it's out of my hands, you know. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you just no, look yeah. Around it. it is what it is, right? Like, nothing's going to change. So, I mean. I mean, it ain't my fault, you know. Right, I right. Gotta ride the, I got to ride the bike as best as I can. and I mean, yeah, definitely, like, I mean, obviously it messes with you. Like, I don't think it does, but mm-hmm. from how I feel on the bike from now till to Paula, I'm a whole different person, so. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm, uh, Christina and uh, Mike Duclos and everybody there at Cycle Trader Rock River, they do the best they can. They run a good program. Yeah. They've had good results, but it's not. It, they're not on the level of a star or a Geico or whatever, and and that's fine. Uh, maybe they'll get mad at me for saying that, but but they're <laughs> but they're not. And but they're doing a good job with what they can. But it's one of those deals where 
you know, they the other teams probably do have a bit more motor for you. They have a bit more guys working on suspension and chassis, you know. So those are things that you have to overcome, I guess, a little bit. Yeah, it's, yeah I mean, you're right. Um, well, I think we are um, definitely – I mean, we're a little underpowered and stuff, but, I mean – I'm honestly, I wouldn't be racing pro if it wasn't for them. So I'm obviously thankful for the opportunity, and mm-hmm. I got to make the best of what I can out of it. So yeah. I try not to worry about it, and especially like this past weekend, like the last two rounds were in the sand. So reality, we would be struggling even more. But I actually feel better in the sand. So right. Um, honestly, the like outdoors it's mostly a lot i mean yes you need a good bike but you need really good technique i feel and starts matter so much for outdoors it's i mean i could ride the i mean the bike alone if i start top three like i did this weekend i can mm-hmm. still get the same finishes so yeah it's, uh, i mean obviously it's a lot of skill honestly outdoors also right uh seven zero two five eight six pulp you got a question for brandon hartraff from the cycle trader Rock River team, uh, brought to you by um, the folks at Roost MX. Pulp Nation code saves you money from the folks at Roost MX. And we actually have a guy on four named Guy that wants to talk to you. Guy, what's going on? What do you want to talk to Brandon Hartraff for? Hey, B45. Uh, just got a question. I mean, you've kind of been crushing it lately. You think that's just being from Jersey, ripping sand? What, what's the this switch flip? What do you think's got to do with this? Is it, is it Jersey sand pits that, that Karsten and Kessler and all those guys rode, Hartraff? Yeah, it's. I think it's the. Uh, it's called Clayton's and couches, and uh, I think those are the. That was the key to my uh, Southwick and WW results. <laughs> <laughs> it is. You got a lot of hours out of couches. Well, I've been riding there since I was in '85. So yeah. Oh, there we go. Couches. That's what it's I mean, called. The place is sick. Oh yeah, it's no, that place is OG legends uh, there. So like, is that where everybody went? Like back in the day too? Or buried bodies or something? Yeah, a lot of there's been a lot of videos out of uh, like remember MXP TV? Yeah, yeah, they've done a lot of videos with like the the like Robbie Marshall and them, a bunch of videos out in Clayton's and couches. And hmm. is this the one where like Dakotas and him did that big sand pit transfer? No, I think that's the Marshall compound or something. I think that's okay, in Massachusetts. Okay, okay. Hey, so I talked to Justin Cooper on Saturday after the race and thinking, like, well, he's a Northeast guy. He's probably rode a lot at Southwick. He said he hadn't been there since he was on a 65. Is this a track that you went to a lot growing up, or is it still, like, a little bit too far from where you guys were in New Jersey? Um, that that was this, – this year was the first time I've ever been to Southwick. I was supposed to go last year. I got hurt in the, right before Southwick, so hmm. this year was the first time. And I got the hang of it quick. I mean – I like the sand berms because you can just rail them. And honestly, I'm I'm pretty smooth, so the sand kind of suits me a little bit. And I'm bigger, so I can kind of manhandle the sand. And uh, but no, I mean, I honestly, definitely riding the pits, I think, helped a lot. So, um, do you have any J Law stories from Jersey? Do you have any Jersey pan- sand pit J Law stories? <laughs> um, so this is when he was, uh, I think, on the the goods and. Uh, I was a little kid and mm-hmm. like showed up with his buddy at my party, like one of my little birthday parties, and uh, <laughs> my dad. I I wanted to see him because I thought he was like, I thought he like was. I mean, you you know, he's the man. Right. I thought he was when I was younger, and my dad was, my dad was freaking out, like telling him to get the f out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he showed up at your birthday party when you were a kid. Yeah, it's uh, that's odd. It's a long story. I love yeah. it. 
It's a long story. Brandon said that sounds like J Law though. Yeah. Right. Uh no, that's funny. I like it. Um yeah, Brandon, you're you're one of those guys I, I talk about uh yourself and Osby, another example. Uh first, second, third year pro, putting solid results in, uh needing a bit more salary slash equipment to get to the next level, but yet nope, we'll go and hire these kids for amateurs that we've locked into five year deals. Since they were 12. Since they were 12 years old. We'll hire these kids over and over and over and over, but we won't look yeah. at Osby or Hartraft or who's another guy, Anton? Give me another example. I, I got a few of them. Hayden Melross, pretty uh, good. Melross. We won't hire someone like that who just needs a boost to to do. I just It gets me so mad, Hartraft. I, just, I, get, I, get, I get pissed off, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, obviously I agree with you. Uh, <laughs> I can put money on it that we – I mean, Seth and I and Jacob, we train harder than probably most of the guys out on the on the, the track. And these kids that are groomed so young on a factory team, and then when they go pro and don't succeed what they're supposed to be, honestly, it's like, I, I mean, I could see why because, I don't know, like the pros is so much harder, you know? But, but Brandon, and, uh, the one look, if, if you're one of these kids on a factory teams, and I can think of three of them off the top of my head that were fucking exhausted at Southwick. Mm-hmm. They were exhausted, and they have. There's one thing you can control: it's your fitness or riding or whatever. And I just shake my head. I'm just like, if you, were, if I was a team owner, I'd be like, kid, WTF? Well, not even that. <laughs> like, like physically, they they're not built like an adult is. Like Brandon, how old are you? 22. No, I'm I'm 20. Okay, well, I mean, even still, a 17-year-old and a 20-year-old, there's a big physical difference between you two. and you're A lot a, of maturity, honestly. Yeah, and I, it blows me away that these people are like, oh, no, no, 16-year-old, never done it, never even went to public high school. He's, he's the he, one. He'll figure it he's out. He's the yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, if it's Bubba or Ricky, go ahead, you know, yeah. Michael Lessie, someone like that. But, but even then, like, yeah. I don't know. It, that stuff doesn't seem like it's panning out the same way that it used to 10 years ago, even. There's one thing you can control, no, Anton. It's your, your fitness. Yeah, I you're 100% right. I mean, like, back then it used to be the, you were 16, you went pro, and normally they those guys were, like, coming out and just smoking everybody. It's not like that anymore. And No. I mean, honestly, I love being the factory dudes. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, right? <laughs> so, like, it's, it's not even a, like, uh, it's, it's a good feeling, and it's a good feeling for us, the whole team, you know? Right. Yep, for sure. Do you think that because you came up through Cycle Trader and weren't, one of these kids that got put into a factory ride right away that it's kind of maybe allowed you to grow and flourish into your own instead of like, oh, shit, I have two years and I got to do it now or otherwise I'm going to be selling couches in New Jersey? <laughs> couches? Yeah, uh, I think I you're know. right because um, definitely they have, obviously, I'd say a lot more pressure. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, a lot of like, I mean, I ain't going to say any names, obviously, but there's definitely like dudes that, we're hot amateurs, and now they're they're gonna lose their rides. So it's um, it's like I I don't know. I get a different outlook compared to them. You know, I mm-hmm. can like not I wouldn't say take my time, but I can look at it different compared to them and improve mm-hmm. on like I can see what I did wrong. I feel like easier than what they did. You know, right? Um, hey, uh, yourself and Jacob Hayes, your teammate. Um, whether it's uh, Supercross, both of you guys are pretty solid. Now you're outdoors. You've had some motos and races together. You guys seem like you get along. Um, how's that with Hayes? Uh, you guys are pushing each other and all of that. Everything's good there. It seems like it's work really working well between you two. Yeah, we uh, we get along pretty good. Um, I, as soon as I met him, honestly, we we connected pretty good, and 
yeah, we every day at the track we're trying to kill each other by being <laughs> who's got the yeah, yeah. who's you know who's faster. And uh, yeah, I mean, I've actually, I mean, I've learned a lot from him to be honest with bike setup this year. He's, oh, cool. He's pretty smart with the bike, and um, I think I've he's learned a little bit of outdoors from me, and I've learned some supercross tips from him. So mm-hmm. we've. Uh, we, I mean, I actually just drove to Texas today, so we're uh, a little separated right now. I hope he's okay. Oh, well, maybe a super agent can hold his hand or, or call him. and. Yeah, hopefully. Seth, hey, Seth will take care of him. I'll hold his hand. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Seth, bro, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Seth actually just called me, <laughs> did, but I can't answer that at the moment. Did, did, okay, I, I got a beef with Seth. I just I said this. He, he posted an Instagram story before the yeah. show. It said, Nothing better to come home to than like these jars of protein from Arma. Like, yeah, I can think of a lot of things that are better to come home to than Arma. Nothing wrong with Arma. Don't get me wrong, uh, Seth Rowe. But I bet you he can too. Trust me. What's that? I bet you he can. I bet you he can think of a lot of better things too. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Come like on, you know, Seth. Oh, I know. He's I know. Influencer now. Oh, I know. But but like Seth, just say hey, thanks, Arma. Or, or nice to, nice recovery to come home and recover to, with Arma. Don't say there's nothing yeah. better to come home to than, than tubs yeah. of Arma. Like, seriously, Seth. But good for Seth. He's he, found hey, his niche now. Right. Meanwhile, he's probably, he's probably sitting there drinking. A, you know what a Zevi is? Huh. No. He's probably, it's like this little, he, he's got issues with Zevia. The drink <laughs> that it, He's probably sitting there drinking a Zevia in the phone in the other hand taking a photo of Arma. <laughs> I don't even know what Zevia is. I, I, Isn't it that soda? I don't know. It's like the carbonated soda with. Oh. I mean, it's like it's like it's like seltzer, but it's stevia. I I don't know. I drink uh, it too, but I, he's like a freak about it. Uh, I did see Anton. I don't know if you realize this, but when you train with Seth, I saw Jacob and Brandon at Hangtown Riders the jeans. They're the same. They they look like Seth. They, they, I wish I could yeah, get. That. I think I think the the wardrobe comes with your trainer. I, was I, a, I don't know. That, that was that was Fox Raceway, by the way. I I remember that one. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. But good you for that. You for roasting us. Yes, yes, we were. We were. I mean, it's fine. I'm just, I, I'm just like, look at Rarick's getting these guys. I mean, I mean, Hayes is from North Carolina and, and Hartrest from Jersey. Yeah. So all of a sudden they look like they're from. Seth is from North Carolina, though, too. Oh, is he? No, Seth's from New York. He's from, oh, New York, he's from, whatever. Yeah. He's in New York, New York. But they look like an H&M catalog. Yeah. It's rad. Yeah. Yeah, Anton <laughs> likes it. Anton, I love it. Anton dresses all weird, so he's, he's stuck with it. Yeah, I like it. Um, Hey, I wish I could wear that because we like at Supercross you have to wear black pants yeah. and a collared shirt and all. I fucking hate that. Yeah. I wish I could wear my own stuff now. And mm. I see those guys, I'm like, Ugh. Oh. it sucks. Um, yeah. Hey, so what are you doing in Texas? You're going to base yourself there for a little bit and ride there, or what's the deal? You, you got somewhere yeah, to go? Um, we're I'm going to stay here for a little bit. Uh, the testing with um, Scott Raybon, our um, crew okay. chief, and yep. Ed, you know Ed Torrance, the amateur the amateur team guy. Yeah. The, yep. The team manager of um, the Rock River Amateur Team, and I guess Star, you know, like that amateur team they got going on. Uh huh. So we're just just out here, just trying to get um, just get... make the bike better, and um, okay. yeah, I mean, well, there's cool. some good tracks out here, so I'm uh, I'm pretty excited. So yeah, yeah, and there's some heat out there too. Get used to that again. Oh, it's, yeah. it's already hot. <laughs> it's like... It's like a hundred already. <laughs> well, right on. Uh, hey, man, thanks for coming on. I appreciate the time. Uh, uh, you drove to Texas and came on the show tonight, so you've had a full day. Uh, good job. The last four motos, even though the one you crashed out had to get fans to pour water on you, that was still a good yeah. moto until then. Um, and, and I'm happy to see you turn it around, man. I really am. Uh, you're a good dude, good team. I'm glad you're getting some results for for all the work you've been put in. So thanks for coming on tonight. 
Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you, guys. No worries. Thanks, See Brandon. You, See you. All right, take care. That's Brandon Hotraft, everybody. Brought to you by RoostMX.net. Uh, Anton, do you know there's a real option for riders to not have to clean an air filter ever again? There is. Imagine a good option that eliminates the time and chemicals required to clean an oil air filter. That's why I don't even clean them. If you haven't heard of ProFilter, maybe you've been roosted too many times. Yeah, probably. Have you heard of ProFilter? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Uh, they make quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and everything in between. Sold through power sports dealers nationwide. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use air filter or high-quality premium air filter for your next service. Pulpamex 35 at checkout saves you at MaximaUSA.com or ProFilter.com, either one. MaximaUSA.com, uh, ProFilter.com. Uh, Pulpamex 35 is the code to save. Also, two as well. The Michelin Dirty 30 promotion is still going on. Someone in the chat room uh, here says that they're going to take advantage of this offer. They're offering a $30 mail-in rebate on off-road tires, and it's the Michelin Dirty 30 promotion. Buy a new set of Michelin off-road motorcycle tires in the U.S. or Canada between May 15th and July 15th. So you got two more weeks, everybody. And you can receive a $30 MasterCard rewards card by mail or earn a $15 rewards card for a single front or rear tire purchase. Valid on eligible tires purchased through your local dealer or favorite online retailer. Starcross 5, Anarchy, Enduro, Desert, AC10, Triolite. Uh, visit, visit MotorcycleTirePromo.com to submit the redemption form online along with a copy of your receipt. Go to Michelin uh, uh, MotorcycleTirePromo.com to go there. Go to Motorcycle.com for checking out the tires. Go to your local dealer or online. Buy these tires. And, uh, yeah, get $30 off. So thanks to those guys. We got some calls online. We got to go to commercial. Let's take one call and we'll come back. Casey, what's up? How are you? Hey, Steve. Um, much respect for asking uh, J Bone about Justin Hill. Thank you. You know, everybody wouldn't do that. Well, I don't think Hill really likes me. He probably will like me even less, but I had to ask. Well, I mean, that that's really good. Now, the important question. So I was watching um, the TV coverage this week, and Will Christian was in down by the starting gate. So I want to know, when you were the mechanic for Ferry, did you wear those little short mechanic boots, too, that look like riding boots? No. No, I didn't. Those are stupid. Those are dumb. And all the mechanics <laughs> listening to this need to realize that your little boot mark that you're making with your big boot isn't really going to help a 50-horsepower 450 get some traction. Like, seriously. Like, do you think... Your boot that you're wearing on your foot and you're kicking little divots in so that the rear tire can catch a divot? That's what you're doing with these boots. Yeah, but isn't it the same as the regular boot is? I mean, it's the, yeah, yeah, it's the same boot. So it's the same as the rider is, but I think wouldn't... But nothing makes a difference. It's but, not making a difference. But yeah, but didn't all that stuff come on because you guys started having to kick four strokes, which had way more compression and would have blown through like the sole yeah. of the net knees? Yes, they helped kicking your bikes, but mm-hmm. big deal. They, we well, don't have to do that anymore unless you're on RM, RM Army. So... I think they're cool. They're not. They're ridiculous. Yeah. They're stupid to wear. They're not comfy. You got to stand in them the whole time. They're, they're it's idiotic, Casey, and, and it doesn't help. You can clear a rut. Do you know how many hole shots were pulled with guys with sneakers and DC shoes? Yeah, when DCs were free, nobody's giving away tennis shoes anymore. Those days are done. Listen, there's plenty of shoes companies that'll give you stuff. So just it's stupid. They don't do anything, Casey. Don't worry about them, and, and nobody cares. And they're they're dumb. And every mechanic listening to this needs to take those things off and fucking burn them. You're- you're welcome for the rant of the night. Thank you, Casey. Oh, that's Appreciate not the only you. one. Yeah, we got more. Thanks, Casey. It's so stupid. It's fucking ridiculous. Like I said, <laughs> like I asked one guy what bought him one time. They're like, oh, dude, you can just get in there and put a little heel mark in there. And, yeah. Oh, okay. I think yeah. That... A, a 60 horsepower. You think that that thing's gonna really going to hold? Like the bike's just going to lurch forward because of your heel mark? 
uh, I mean, let's be honest. There's a lot of stuff that happens before, after, during a moto that is just fucking dumb. That will never make a difference, but if that's what they think it is, that's what it is. Well, it's stupid. And then the other thing is, too, though, like, would you want to kick those and, like, DCs and have all that dirt well, you don't need to do that anymore. You don't need to do that anymore. All right, going to commercial break. Michael Antonovich is here. Uh, we got Dean Wilson coming up. Jason Thomas coming up. More Southwick talk. Got a rant. Got PTO tweeted Travis. X-Brand goggle tear-offs. There were a lot of tweets tonight. Were there? I didn't yeah, even I check on like me. Well, don't worry. He's going to ask all the dumb ones. The guy in the There's car. a lot that he can sift through. It'll be good. Are there ones that bag on you? Oh, yeah. People oh, love to bag on Oh, read some of those for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. they're already picked. Okay, fantastic. Sick. All right, we'll be right back after this commercial break. Don't act like you're not impressed. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. Gutsracing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. 
Thanks for listening to the Pulp Mech Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulpmation section on the website. Get your Pulpamex swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulpamex stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. So Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is fucking annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX Show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX Nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance, but I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. 
Although the atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for talent and kite hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a pro launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, 
Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Pop Motor Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. It's uh, Swap Moto Live's Michael Antonovich in studio. What's up, Anton? What's going on? This has been good. You having fun? Oh, yeah. That's good. I enjoy that. Thanks to uh, everybody for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you, BTOSports.com and Fly Racing and Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, X Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima, Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains, EVS Sports. Uh, yeah, Michael is Anton is brought to you by EVS Sports. You use EVS Sports, I bet. Everybody has. Everybody has. Everybody has. W- what what product have you used that you know of that the you remember? F- first thing that I got was the Vision knee braces, like way way back in the day, which were the like kind of soft foam ones. Uh huh. And then I've used the carbon ones, so like they're higher end ones, yep. the Axis ones that have the aluminum chest protectors. I yeah, probably used everything at big. some point. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Pulp19 code at evsports.com. We are protection from knee braces to chest protection. Use the code. Chase Sexton, Savachi, RJ Hampshire, uh, Justin Hill. A lot of guys using EVS Sports. Pulp19 code to save with evsports.com. Uh, thanks for those guys for coming on board. FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA, LA Honda World, Eagle Grit, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Cycles, Ride Engineering and Works Chassis Labs.com. Use code PulpMX10 at WorksChassisLabs.com. Have you tried their motor mounts yet? No. Or anything that you have? I, I ride a stock YZ125. I, I know. You're a, you're a YZ125 I really guy. don't need that much shit. All like, right. you could... I, 
you could put like eight pounds of pressure on my tires, and I'd be like, no, okay. sick. Well, Mark went riding uh, two times ago with thirty pounds of air in his front and rear tire, and didn't know. Didn't know. We did that as kids uh, when I was like fifteen, sixteen, because uh-huh. I guess my dad didn't really understand the air pressure thing. Um, yeah. I don't think we ever set sag when I was a kid. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so you're you one could of those pretty guys. much do whatever. You're one it of those matter. Okay. All right. I didn't know that. Uh, Not let's, now. Let's go but. to three. Daniel, what's going on? Not much. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. What do you? What's going on? What's new? Oh, I was just curious with uh, with this season and the last couple seasons, we see a huge variety of winners in each class, and it's way different than the Ricky and the James years and whatnot. Do you guys ever see anyone going twenty four and zero again? I mean, I don't. But never say never, right, Anton? I mean, I don't think you're going to see it anytime soon. Um, not with the current guys that we have right now. Like I don't see, I don't see Eli doing it. Yeah, Ken won't do it. Marvin won't do it. Yeah, I, I just, it just I mean, it's, never say never because you know. because who knows? Because you could have one of those really rough years like Langston had, no, like '08, where yeah. everybody just kind of falls apart. But even then, that didn't come around until like halfway through the season. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't see it. I don't know, Daniel. But that's a good thing. Do you guys, do you guys think it's – is it the bikes are so much better, the riders are so much better, is it training facilities? I mean, is there anything mm, we can credit no, it to? No, no, no. No, just we don't have the ultra all-world talent. Think about Ricky and James, the two guys that go 24-0. Like, they're 1-2 they're in the all-time greats. That, I mean, and it was like the perfect storm. Right. Like, Ricky had a factory Honda CR250, which was – the bike yeah. at that time, and then he had a factory 450 when it was the bike. And James had exceptional talent on one really great year, you yeah. know, even if he didn't have the best bike. But I don't think like riding facilities and bikes and everything else that Daniel's talking about that doesn't matter. We just need an elite talent. No, and, you know. it doesn't matter as much as it used to. There used to be right. a pretty a much bigger difference between bike to bike, and there's not that anymore. Yeah, but I don't think that'll stop somebody from having a no. season. No, I, I, I think that we just got to get like a, um, we need another Will Hahn or somebody like that, Daniel. Somebody like that to come in. Right on, thanks guys. Thank you for taking my question. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, Will, how are you? I just I little bit bummed out that he laughed at that. He did laugh at that. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he like he like really found the humor in that, and I'm sitting here like, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what we need. That's what we need. Hey, so uh, Will Hahn, our weekly guest on the Pop Mech Show. Will McElrath, great that I'm trying to be weekly. Will McElrath get a bike like right away, or do you think like you kind of have to wait till at the end of Monster Cup, or like when does Shane get on the Star Bike? <coughs> last week. Oh, last week. Oh, okay. I wonder if Danny at Decor has already sent him like some <laughs> no. fonts for his numbers. Yeah. Like, hey, pick from here because no, this is what it's going to look like. Come yeah. On, dude. No, it, it's going to be when it won't be a day before his contract's up. That's just not not how we'll operate. Wow. Oh, not, but not not. But, but you're admitting that he's going to ride for you he next year. He got you. He got you. I got you. you. Yeah, no, that's fine. You didn't see the vital post? No. No. Yeah, Guy B posted this weekend that he signed. He did? I heard yeah. something about that. Well, last week you called me an idiot when I said this. I heard he was in the so truck this week. Idiot. So that's honestly, that's a valid point. You are that an I'm an idiot? Yes. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So regardless of your question. Oh, so okay, so facts. we've known about this for a long time and you've you've denied it, but Guy B posted and all of a sudden that now you can talk about it cuz Guy B posted it. Well, it wasn't done until Oh, so it's done like, done. Very recently. Yeah. Wow. All right, well, then, we, I mean, part of the gig for you coming on weekly was me going to ask you about Shane McElrath, and you're going to deny it. Hell, oh, part, of the, part of the deal for this summer was so, me writing your press releases, and I, mean, I could have drafted this up right now. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. 
Hey. I know. Listen. Um, okay, so McArrest. I'm, I'm right. listening. Okay, so <laughs> what was the most surprising thing you saw at Southwick? How tired everybody got. Do you think it was a leftover from WW Ranch? Um, I don't know. I, I listened to the review this week about about that. Uh-huh. And I was really thinking about it, and I I need to re-listen to it now to remember the point. I was actually going to call you when I was listening to it, and I didn't. Okay. Because I had, like, an opinion on it. Okay. And, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I have to say, like, a lot of that. Yeah, if you if you were that fried at WW and you wrote three times last week, yeah. Yeah, you're going to get tired of it. Well, that was what we were talking about with Chase Sexton, right? That we mm-hmm. we had heard from from people that he wrote. It's like, Two times. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, probably, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I'm not uh, a trainer, but, I mean. Right. Yeah. Right, right. It really make a whole lot of sense, I guess. But at yeah. the same time, like, I mean, you any time they're not hot, you go four races in a row when you're going all out and you're, like, you know, like, instance, you're winning races or you're winning a race or whatever, you're going to be tired. Yeah. So you're going to have to start balancing that out. Like, it's a long season you're coming from Supercross where I'm sure he put a lot into that to try and win that title. Then it paid off. But you right. have like a week off, you know. Really? Yeah, really? Dick. I know. I know Steve's a dick. Really? I like that dog, though. The, the, dog, the dog is saying that. Oh, the dog's saying I'm a dick. Okay. There's a lot of stories. But that dog, Will and that dog have a new connection. Will's not allowed to be mean to the dog yeah. anymore. Well, I'd like uh, to can't. I feel like we should do an a- Alex Ray and J Bone and Will Hahn and, and his dog like little podcast. That's, yeah. that's, ju- that's Justin's dog. Oh, it is. Oh, you didn't kick him out yet. Yeah, just no, just yelping. Oh, okay. I thought it was okay. your dog. Your guy. Piss at my dog. No, my dog's pissed. He's just walking off right now. Like so loud. <laughs> uh, yeah, Justin was on the show last week. He bought he bought a house. He's moving out. He's he's he's, he's leaving. It's a sad day for me. Yeah, that's that's yeah. That's too bad. Baby well. bird flying the nest. Yeah. Yeah, it's like just growing up too quick. <laughs> I think my kid moving out, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm, I'm going to be okay. You go now. Go now. Yeah, and I'm like, I'll be over there whenever you need me, man. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I'll bring my bow and arrow. Come on. Let's go bow and arrow uh, shooting. I, I shot last night, and fuck, man, I'm a disaster. I shot right over the fence again. <laughs> How close is your near, your neighbor? Uh, luckily, there's like behind me. It's just national forest, so there's there's like nothing. Like where I where I aim and where I shoot, there's there's nothing. Like I couldn't hit anybody, so it just goes off down into the wilderness. Which Dude. I just have to hike down there and go find it. Do you do you do that? Yeah, I found um, right now. I've shot three back there, and I've found two. So how much are arrows like uh, to do that, or do you just are you being? Uh, they, I mean, they're they're not they're not. They're not as bad as you think, but they're, I mean, they're, because like, arrow, I mean, when, when they're built, probably 20 bucks, like they're dude, not cheap. Hawkeye goes through them like crazy, like an Avengers. Yeah, they're, 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 not, they're not cheap. Like he's shooting thousands of arrows. I don't know how you could shoot a thousand. Like, I've, I think the most I've shot in the day was. Well, well, one's a superhero and like, a well, movie. You should, you should go watch Avengers because he's he's all over the place. And Rambo's got those explosive, yeah. explosive heads on, the, on his that blow up helicopters. That'd be sweet. I need to get one of those. Yeah, dude, that'd be sweet. Yeah, Will's on the no-fly list driving yeah. every race now. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be sweet. Okay, so so guys got tired at Southwick. That was your that was your surprise? How tired uh, they got? I mean, I, I, I think so just because, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was rough. 
like I, I don't think I've seen it that rough recently. And it's strange because it started out so smooth. Like I, I was shocked yeah. that it it came around like that because when I went and watched practice, the first practice I was like, this is just a highway, and it seemed hard or yeah. well, harder for some um, like you know. Anton, were you getting from like I got it from a few guys? I can't believe how rough this was. Yeah. Right? and I was just like, yeah, it just looks like Southwick to me, guys. Like I've been here twenty times. Like all of this talk of like, oh yeah, it's it's not a sand track anymore. I think that everybody gets into that state and then it starts getting rough and they're like, oh right. shit, this is a sand track still yeah. in some ways. I, I don't know. It just seems uh, uh, it's sand. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's sand. Period. Mm-hmm. Is it Lommel? No. It's no sand for us. It's it's gnarly. You know, and we might not, we don't have Lommel, but for us, I feel like this place is pretty gnarly. Right. And I think it proved that. But oh, I know, I know what my proof was going to be like that. I was going to call you earlier. Like, I, I haven't, I mean, I go watch all the LCQs and everything every weekend. That's the first weekend I've seen full gate in both classes. So you got to think there was way more bikes on the mm-hmm. track this weekend in practices and yeah. LCQs than there has been yeah. in any race this year. Yeah, it was so like 90-something guys per class. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that, that's a lot to do with it. Like, if we'd had 90, I mean, in Florida, when I watched two of the LCQs, there was 12 bikes on the gate. Oh, really, you know, was 50. there? Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, yeah, maybe it wasn't many. Right. You know? Maybe there was 20. Why, why do you watch them, to, sco- to scope out starting spots? I can't tell you all my secrets, Steve. How, how's this going to go with, with, like, Nick Way? You're on the show last week, broing down with him, but yet your riders are going after Adam Cien Cirillo, who Nick works with in hand-in-hand. Like, I feel like you, you maybe you shouldn't be so friendly to him. I don't know. Like, this weekend... I brought it up again that I ask him a simple question every weekend, and he's still to this point holding strong on no. And <laughs> it's like, you know, he's, he's holding very strong on a very hard no. Yeah, it's very hard no. <laughs> and he's not for it. <laughs> and I feel like he's denying it, the fact of it. Right. And if it came down to it. But <laughs> I asked him this weekend again, and Bud, Bud Man was sitting there. And Bud Man said, I made a point. And I'm like, well, see, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. Right. Like, I think it's not. I think you're just over, you're overlooking this fact. <laughs> and so I think we're always going to be friends, like, no matter what. I mean, he did a lot for me when I was still racing. He helped yeah. me a lot when I was at Cowie and helped me a lot with bike setup as well. And, I mean, he's a good. He's a really good dude. His family's treated me like family, and so for that, yeah. I mean, we're gonna race each other, but you, you know, my race, I don't think they're gonna change. Did you hear my race tech rant earlier about not letting AC go to a Blink concert? I just, I don't, I don't see the big deal. I don't either, bro. The kid loves Blink. Like he loves Blink. Yeah, like he like literally would like he lives and dies for it. To me, like I mean, I, I don't, I don't see the big deal. I don't either. Um, what about Dylan flipping off a fan? That was rad. That was awesome. I love. I honestly, I looked at it last night and I'm like, that is awesome. Yeah, that was great. I loved it. Does he get a lot of hate that maybe we just don't see, or is he like pretty welcome? And those are just Southwick hillbillies. I didn't know. I didn't know anything about that. But I've known that that race has always been bad for that. I yeah. was pretty hard on Bubba back in the day. Yeah. And. You know, I, I I see stuff like that all the time, so I feel like that race is pretty hard on people. Like like any kind of it's the Boston or, crowd, yeah, it's, it's which just, is just Boston sports yeah. crowd is like that. Mm-hmm. They are, yeah. So I mean, I see that, but like I thought it was, I thought it was perfect. Did you? Uh, yeah, back in the day, Wilbur, did you ever do the race with the start where the fans were right behind you, screaming, and yelling? Um, were you ever there for then? That was like late nineties, early two thousands, at some point. No, I wasn't there then, and honestly, people would have been screaming for me at that point anyway. Yeah, no, no, they weren't, but it was pretty funny to hear them scream at Ricky and Fro and Jeremy. Like, they were just ruthless. I listened to the 
whatever your JT's retirement tour was. Yeah. Of them, like I listened to that podcast a couple days ago before Southwick just to like get okay. ready for it. And what they were saying to JT and like Dungey and all that stuff was hilarious because JT's like, yeah, everybody knows I suck, so they're not going to talk trash on me. Yeah, they're going to support yeah. me. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly it. Um, we didn't even plan on having you as a guest tonight, Will, but we have questions for you. So let's go. Really? Yeah, we do. Uh, Dan, what's your question for Will Hahn? Hey, uh, I was seeing if uh, he would ever let one of his riders drive the rig to a race like the Canadian kid. Yeah, the, the Canadian kid that drives the MX-101 truck, Will, got 19th in the second moto. What kid is that? Halstead. Hayden Halstead. He, he's the truck driver for the team. That's pretty awesome, but no. But no? No? You wouldn't? Okay. I, yeah, no, I, I believe that, but that's that's insane. What a true hustle right there. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, no, that, that's, that is purely badass. That's like the guy changing photo team motos and getting points in the 450 class. Like, that's so respectable, but... Mm-hmm. No, I, if they drove our semi, it would be missing a lot of stuff. And it, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, and your guys, is, you have a really good cook. Yeah, you, it's, I mean, it's just going to be a disaster. Yeah. Hold on. And, like, which which rider I would – I don't know if I would trust any of your guys to drive a semi. Like, I'm trying to think, like, Dylan I mean, Dylan is on the wrong side of the road. Cooper's yeah, but he drove young. an RV and a, a couple races. He oh, drove okay. A, yeah. Okay. McAdoo's yeah, a good he, cook. Honestly, at this point, he might have the, he might have the most experience. With mm-hmm. the big rig. Okay. All right. Maybe we'll take Ferrandis then. Yeah. So, all right, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, another call for you from Dave. Dave, what's up? Hey, uh, for Will Hahn, uh, how, what strategy does he use to get Justin Cooper to calm down when he gets frustrated after a race like we've seen with Adam? Um, and how does it differ from the uh, uh, one of his other riders, like Dylan or something do like you, that? Do you deal with Justin a little differently, Will? Than anybody else? Uh, I mean, they're kind of all relatively the same, but everyone reacts different to that kind of stuff. You know, like, he had the moment. So, like, I was one of those guys where, like, he had the moment where, like, I was never really an ass or anything like that. But in the heat of the moment, it was pretty easy for me to be because you're not thinking clear. You're going off of, you know, impulse and reaction, which is not always the most relative thing to go off of. And, um, you know, I've said some things to riders that I didn't mean, but it was just something that – you know, in the heat of the moment, that's what happens. And I think that that also shows a drive and heart that, you know, you want it so damn bad that, you know, sometimes it's hard to take. But I think, you know, yeah, there's some controversy there, but I don't think I'd change anything. Like, that's that's how you learn and how you grow. If, if you do it over and over again, yeah, maybe it's the wrong thing to do. But if you learn from it, I don't think there's really any mistakes. We we had Justin on the show last week, and I told him I didn't really agree necessarily with what he was saying about the the Lakewood thing. But but please keep saying, please keep using, please keep saying what's on your mind and being honest. You know what I mean? Like just because well, that's, you know, that's what we want from guys. You know? That's what I mean. It's 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 like if you're a robot, and you ain't your sponsors. You're an idiot. If you speak your mind, you're an idiot. So it's like, what do you guys really want? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, what I was kind of wondering is that you know, like Justin seemed you know really upset. And it probably could have got out of hand if maybe some voice of reason weren't involved. I mean, do you do the same thing with the other guys? You always have to, like, like calm them down. And, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what I was thinking of. You know, like, I can't yell no, at my I one daughter the I same as the other daughter. Uh, I think it's different because that was potentially the first overall win of the career. And, you know, without knowing everything, I would have felt the same way. All you saw was a bike coming back on the track and essentially cutting the track. I, yeah, I, I got been, it for sure. I, I would have been, been furious. And then I made a mistake and fell because that's all I was thinking about. Like, I, I would have been 
I would have been beside myself. And, you know, you're in the heat of this battle. You want to win, too. And, and like, so it, it's it's hard. It's hard to say, like, that, you know, everyone reacts different. But, I mean, at the same time, like, I think I would have reacted the same way had I not known everything. All right. Yeah, I, I, at the end when he uh, when Steve, you know, called him out on it, I was really impressed with how he handled that situation. I was waiting for, you know, some bad Twitter well, I, don't, I, I don't know if I called him out on it, though. I just said, hey, I, you know, I, you know, I, Keep keep being yourself is basically what my message was to him. You know, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, but some yeah. writers take take things wrong though. Yeah, they really do. Yeah, true. So I, I was impressed. With um, them. I think it's cool. Hey, uh, Dave, do you have a motorcycle? I do. Do you want a, something from Firepower, like a chain or a battery? If you have a Suzuki, you won't need the battery. <laughs> no, actually, uh, I got a Honda 450. Okay, do you want? I a can take a. I can take a chain. You want a chain? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Firepowerparts.com. Uh, please check them out. Japanese quality chain up to 50% less expensive than the competition. Firepower lithium batteries also uh, one of Chris Kiefer's must-have uh, modifications for Yamaha 250 and 450. So um, stay on the line, all right? Uh, Travis will get your information, okay? Awesome. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks a lot for, for calling. And uh, firepowerparts.com. Please check them out. Um, hey, Will, before we let you go, um, we're going to bring on our next guest here. Dean Wilson. Is this Dean Wilson? Hello, what's going on? Hi, Dean. Will Hans uh, on the line. We're just wrapping up with him. What's up, Will? What's up, Dino? Uh, uh, listen, uh, Dino, do you have anything signed for 2020, or can we get maybe you got you and Will talking about a 450 Yamaha deal under the Star Tent? <laughs> no, nothing signed yet. Oh, so, well, get, Wilbur, call me after this, mate. <laughs> Wilbur, can we do yeah, that? Let's do this. I mean, let, let's the dude. Dean killed it this year. Getting on Blue Crew will be fantastic. You know, well, it would be. It would well, be good. It would be real good. Let's crunch these numbers after the call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does he have to wear the gear, or can he wear it, do his own gear deal? Will? Uh, it's gonna have to be all inclusive, man. We're Thor Parts Unlimited. Okay, so we're gonna need extra money for that then. <laughs> we need you to get involved because if if you're his manager, I'm out right now. If I'm the manager, you're out. <laughs> oh, damn it! Yeah. Listen, I put together the Tyler Bowers sponsorship this weekend. Yeah, but yeah, you weren't you negotiating your own deal? <laughs> he DNF'd. He had his worst race of the year with the Pulp MX graphics on. Well, so. It's not a coincidence. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Listen, and if somebody on the if 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 we get Dino on the team. And if we have a rider, we don't. None of your riders quite have the same body shape as Dean. But if someone gets hurt, Dean can put their gear on and ride 250 Supercross for him. Do a poster shoot. There you go. Yeah. I don't think they would know at all. No, not at all. I don't think so either, Dean. No, it would be. It wouldn't be that noticeable. I mean, I, I, I mean, right? I mean, if AP was still on the team, it might play out all right. Right. Uh, I think I got. Ma- I could fill in for Master Pool for sure. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So yeah, it should be all right. All right, all right, Wilbur, we're gonna let you go because Dean's on and he's more important. Fair enough, I don't blame you. Okay, <laughs> thanks, Wilbur. Well, <laughs> no problem. See you guys. See ya. That's Will Hahn, everybody, and this is Dean Wilson. Brought to you by VertexPistons.com. Two and four stroke pistons available. Sales at PivotWorks.com to save at Vertex Pistons. Uh, every two stroke Husqvarna, which Dean Wilson rides. Uh, every two stroke. Oh, he doesn't ride two stroke, but he rides a Husqvarna. That's my point. Every two stroke Husqvarna comes with a Vertex piston standard from the factory. So thanks to those guys for coming on board. What up, Dino? How are you? Yeah, doing not too bad. How are you doing? We're good. Glad to see you back on the track this weekend at Redbud, right? It's all systems go. You'll be showing up. 
Yep, definitely. So excited to go. Excited to be there. Yeah. Kind of being a annoying injury because when I first did it, I, I was even planning on trying to make Vegas Supercross. I know. Like, that's that's, planning, that's what I was – I was waiting for you to come back any week. <laughs> yeah, my goal was like, um, it just will be a couple-week deal. And uh-huh. then, yeah, unfortunately, I did a lot more damage than we originally thought. And um, so it just took longer than expected. And, you know, there was Florida, and I was like – I was like, ah, I don't really – think i'm ready to just come back when you would be a hot one which i think i made the right decision there yeah and then there was southwick and i'm just not ready to pound my shoulder that hard at southwick so i was like red yep. bud's the one so i saw ap in the parking lot after southwick did you talk to him anton after mm-hmm. the i saw him and i'm like dude this was the rough one he's like yeah but the first one was always going to be rough, so he goes, why not make it Southwick? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Because yeah. <laughs> he was, listen, like, he'll admit it, he was struggling. Uh, and I guess he's not a sand rider, which I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. But, it, yeah, I mean, so are you 100%, Dean? Or are you going to be, you know? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm 100%. Like, yep. still every day I'm doing my shoulder exercises, you know, the old rubber band stuff, yep. like, machines and, like, getting therapy on it and I'm riding and I feel not too bad on the bike, but it's just, uh, shoulders, honestly, like when you bang them up good, it takes them a long time to heal because Mm -hmm. it's kind of like when I hurt my shoulder last year at Anaheim one. And I remember I was racing through it and it never really got better until I rested it. So it's, it's definitely a lot better than it was there, but it's, I'm not 100%. Okay. You like red bud though? Good track. Yeah, I yeah. love Red Bud. Yeah. I yeah. love the track, good jumps, right. rollers. I mean, kind of knowing, I'm, I know what to kind of expect. I mm-hmm. feel like they're going to flood the crap out of it, and it's going to be muddy in practice, <laughs> like it always is. Yeah. And then by race time, shit, first moto might still even be wet, and then second moto will be rough and a little bit more yeah. dry. Uh, listen, I know everybody loves Red Bud, but it ain't the best track on the circuit. It's not the best track. It's really not. Millville, Millville's it, the best track. It, it's gnarly too, though. Like I know yeah. Southwick was really demanding, but you know, but even that with all those off-camera deep ruts, yeah. like it's it's pretty gnarly. No, I I know I I agree. It, it's not what it used How's to be. How's the temps looking for this weekend? Uh, I heard eighty degrees. Did yeah, you say 80. that, Anton? Yeah, eighty. That's up so. my alley. Sounds like a good weekend. <laughs> eighty is perfect. It's fantastic. Um, yeah. Listen, I, I don't know how much you want to get into it, but your your, your crash at, uh, where was it? Denver. Denver. Uh, it was a bike malfunction that, that puts you out, and it happens. It happens to every racer or a lot of racers, so it's nothing about Rockstar Husky Team or anything like that. But the more important thing I want to talk to you about was Dean was, Jesus, man, I think that's three of them that I know of where the bike has caused you some big injuries, and, and not not this bike, just a bikes over the years. Like, mm. dude. Um, this, is a, this is a very great area. And I don't want to be getting an email, so I'm gonna just okay. I'm just gonna, um, okay. Fair enough. I I just as a former mechanic who had it happen to a rider, not because of my mistake, but had the bike malfunction. There's nothing worse. There's no worse feeling than watching a motorcycle cause an injury. Well, that it, it is. It happens though. It happens in all forms of racing: NASCAR, F1, MotoGP. I mean, it happens. Well, that and how close yeah. that team is. Like, they really care for each other, and yeah. they take it personally when something goes wrong. Oh, dude. And I mean, just like I said, I've been there as a mechanic. It is a sickening feeling mm-hmm. seeing your guy just laid out. Yeah. 
and you're like, oh man, you know. So, anyways, I feel for you, Dino. That sucks, man. But yeah, it's just a crappy deal. Yep. Um. Okay. So, uh, do we have anything for 2020? What are we doing? I, I was half ser- I was half choking with that. But do you, I want you to be back on that team. I think I don't. I, Rockstar Husky. Skosh, everybody involved with that team, they gotta, they gotta make this happen, man. Your social media is following is huge. You got a lot of fans. We got people on the phone who want to talk to you. Uh, tell me, you're going back there? C- come on. Yeah, I mean, I haven't, I haven't signed anything yet, so they're still, yeah. um, you know, still working on it. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll soon see what happens. Okay. Um, I'm just glad not to be in the, the stress that I was in right. last year. It's actually quite funny because I remember. I, I was at Red Bud last year, and I was kind of walking around the pit, you know, talking <laughs> yeah, yeah. to teams, and not a lot of teams were that interested. So it's uh, nice, good, you know, well, good, not to be in that position. Yeah, so nothing, <laughs> nothing's done, but it sounds good. Good to hear. I, I'm stoked. It's a great fit over there for you and everybody. You know, I just it makes so much sense. Um, hey, so f- watching the Nationals, what's your biggest? surprise or takeaway from the opening uh, six rounds? Like what, what's grabbed your attention from watching these things on TV? Um, man, this weekend, well, like what's, um, I don't know. There's kind of just some, I always like pay attention to kind of random things, like more of the surprise, like, like watching some, there was a few, um, there's that aren't generally in the top 10 that was, that was hanging in there. John short, was in the got ninth to second mole. That uh, Jimmy Weeks was running top ten for a Dude, while. He was, yeah. Second week in a row. Um, yeah. Freddie Norin has been a badass this season. Right. Big props to him. He's rode really well. Yep. Um, and I didn't think he would ride as good um, just having a week on the bike and no, he killed it. So he's riding well. Um, and then in the two fifties this weekend, there was like. A um, couple got who was it? Jerry Robin and Alves were running like nine yeah. and ten for like a long time. Yeah, yeah. I like that you notice uh, these guys, Dino. I like that you know these guys and you notice them. That's cool. You know? Yeah, it's just not. I right. mean, not like being rude, but it's just not names you see all the time right. in the top ten. So that's pretty cool. And then, I mean, uh, everyone else is kind of where they pretty much should be. Yep. Um, Are you surprised at Zacco? Yeah. Zacco won a moto, or is that? You're, you're, you're. Um, I kind of seen it building. Yep. Like I could tell his confidence is building. Mm-hmm. He likes the sand. The past couple of races have been really good for him. He's riding well, and then I think that sand like just gives him that little bit of extra confidence because mm-hmm. he really like he likes it and mm-hmm. he knows how to ride it. And you know, you could just tell in his interview he was like, "I want to try one overall." So obviously, he's in the mindset that he believes he can win. So yeah, yeah, I riding well. Jason's riding well. Um, yeah, I mean, you, the cost is gnarly. So, Like, can you imagine? Um, Rock, look, Roxon's not 100%. We know that, right? But can you imagine being well, John well, Short? I, I haven't spoke to Kenny or anything, and I doubt he would even tell me, but, like, what's going on? I, I don't know. We had him on our show a couple weeks, three, four weeks ago, and he said he was managing his – he's got, you know, some sort of problem that he thinks is from the antibiotics from the Lyme in San Diego, and it's broken down his oh. system, and it's causing him to be weak. But he kind of acted like he had managed it on the show when he, you know, and we saw early, he was shredding in the early nationals. So he said he kind of found out a diet and, and, and managing it. And maybe it's not riding as much during the week or whatever it is, but it's clearly affecting him now, you know? So, but can you imagine being John short at Southwick and you see 94 and you're just like, what? And you're fuck? just like, you're just like, I'm catching him. I'm going to pass him. 
Like I'm I'm a, I'm on a TPJ. I make twenty grand a year. I'm gonna pass Ken yeah. Roxon right here. Like <laughs> you know, that's pretty cool for John Short. Like again, Kenny's not hundred percent. I'm not. I'm not. Right. But that's cool for John. That's cool for John Short for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's been, it's been a, I I'm with you. There's been, you know, we got that gap. We got, we got, well, you'll be in the mix, I think with that. But for now we've had, I can't figure out Baggett. I have no idea, Dean, what Blake Baggett's going to show up every weekend. So we'll take him aside. Right. But other than that, Coop, Jason, Zacho, Marv, Kenny, Eli have basically taken the top, top six spots every single weekend outside of Blake Baggett. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's been, that's been, and I was looking at the points the other day, and this is this is funny. Is uh, so Freddie Norn is eleventh in the points with one hundred eleven points. Uh, ben Lemay is the next guy at fifty six points. So Norn has double the points after six rounds of the next guy in twelfth. Like that tells you there's no pe- there's, there's a big gap. It's being a big same running order every week, you know, which is odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that's interesting, I think. A big like the same running order and then big differences where everybody has these right. huge swings right, and right. Yeah, the, and after Norn, who's in eleventh, it swings every mm-hmm. week all over the place. You know, these guys are riding privateer bikes that they're putting together between motos. Right, right, yeah. exactly. So um anyway, so yeah, that, that's in, that's interesting to to check out. So Hey Dean, yeah. how has it been yeah. for you just to keep riding around California lately? Uh like when I saw you at Milestone a few weeks ago, you're ripping but you're you tweeted having a, you tweeted that he passed you twice. It was badass. Right. I learned a lot. Right. He would before the you've ridden at Milestone. I shredded Milestone a few weeks ago, yep. So before you hit that finish line, Dean would go a little left and then hook in and miss all of the bull like all of the chop and all of the messed up parts on the inside of the turn and then rail it and then hit the but finish it wasn't line. There, wasn't there an inside outside to that? But turn? he would go out oh. like start on the left and then just fade over okay. to the right and yeah, then yeah. just hop over everything. Right. And then he passed me in the rollers like the six pack thing that you can't really do on a 125 when yep. you're my speed and skill. Right. And I was just like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. But he's good when he goes to pass everybody. Cause he throws you a rev and then oh, he, does? he stopped and then he cheered me on. And then oh. I was like, Oh shit, I better go. Oh, see, and then I almost endowed. See, died. that's different. Cause RV went by me and then tried to take me out. Yeah, but Dean's cool. Yeah, yeah. But that, that that's RV passed me and then swerved in front of me, and I freaked out. Yes, but that's RV and yeah. you. Right, right. Yeah. right. Bill's eye on you, Steve. <laughs> big Bill's eye on you. Yeah, good point. Uh, and that's the difference between our Brian Villapoto and Dean Wilson. One guy's cool, one guy's an asshole. He, Dean asked me, he's like, hey, what bike and number are you out there? And I'm like, oh, thank God he didn't realize that was me that he almost, like, landed on. Yeah, not by his fault. Right, yeah. right. Um, anyways. Yeah, but right now, th- out here, like, I like it, but... It's just like that day at Milestone, I was like, I, like I like the track and everything, but I just couldn't go back because I had so many moments because it's a smaller track. Yeah. And like, um, it's just kind of risky. Like mm-hmm. I had this guy pull on the track right in front of me and he didn't even look and I was coming <laughs> off a dump and my heart stopped. I think I know who you're talking about too. And it was just like, oh man, like it's just, it's hard because it's like these guys, I, what kind of gets frustrating is I think a lot of vet riders and dudes that should be on the vet track go on the pro track. Yeah. And I just, as a pro rider, you're trying to like do your job. And I know it's everybody's track. No. But yeah. It, Milestone was it's just tricky to do it. And Paula at least is a very big and open track. And mainly for some reason, it seems like the vets stay on the vet track and then the pros are on the pro track. Like it's pretty good for that. Yeah. Cause so, that pro track is terrifying. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I wrote it. I've been riding at Paula a lot, and then um, Glen Helen. I'll go like late on a Thursday when it quiets down a lot. 
And that's it, really, honestly, just those two tracks. I, uh, I went to Cahia a few weeks ago, and I rode a few laps at Cahia, and Shimoda was out there, and Yamaha guys were out there testing. And I'm like, I don't like this track. I don't belong out here. I went to the, I went to the vet track the rest of the day. Vet track's good there. Though. Vet track's strong at Cahia. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. But I was just like, I don't belong how's your, out here. How's your mountain biking going, Steve? It's good, bro. Yeah, e-bike life. Still going? Yeah, taser life. I'm, I'm loving it. Oh, I, nice. I put uh, 50 miles a week normally, between 40 and 50 miles a week. So. Awesome. Yeah, it's been fun. I like to hear. Yeah, it's been it's been a good time. I've been enjoying it. Yes, I've been enjoying it. But the problem is, Dino, it's fucking balls hot here now, so now i got to get up early in the morning, oh. you know? So. Yeah. Um. Hey, but you know what? Talking about the California thing, like, I don't know how the star guys did it. We should have asked Wilbur this, but, dude, I've been going to these races for a long time. I can't sleep at night. It's nine. It's midnight on the East Coast. I'm laying in bed wide awake. Sucks. I got to get up at three in the morning, West Coast time, to head to the track. Um, but Aaron Plessinger won a championship doing that, and Ferrandis has been doing good. And Co- Star guys have been doing this. I Cal- want a champ. Actually, no. I went to Chad's. Oh, you did. You went to Chad's. Okay, so yours doesn't count. But dude, I don't know how these guys do it. Not never mind the heat and all. I get all that. Just the, the, travel. the time change, the travel. Your your day on Friday. Your day getting back. Like. Props to those guys, Dean. But I go east if I'm you. Go 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 head out east. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to Florida after after Redbud. But yeah, um, I've been keeping an eye on the the star guys and stuff like that because they're like, you know, they're um, always uh, at the track that I, the same tracks that I'm at. So right. I like to see how they deal with the heat and stuff. And it's kind of funny, like being at Florida. The, yeah. the Cali dudes were the ones that were strong. So yep. I don't know if that's saying they were fresher or what. Dude, I, and I, then, uh, yeah. Uh, what What do you th- like? Justin Justin Cooper was on the show and he said that was it. They don't ride in it all week, so he was fresher. But you know, but then Marvin won the four fifties, and he's a Florida guy, so I, I don't know. Right. I, I I'm yeah, with I you. I don't know yeah. either. But I mean, then you, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, you know what's funny is that I being at print, I've been at all the tracks that like you would go to to ride during the week. And I know Ferrandis stays out here, and I seriously haven't seen Ferrandis in like a month. <laughs> so you're like, where, what are you I, doing? Yeah. <laughs> I asked Colt Nichols the other day. I was like, dude, does he ride? Because, I mean, I've been at every practice track. That's right. all I've been doing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dude, where is this guy even at? Like, I know he's in, is he still in California? He's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, he's like, I, don't, I honestly don't even know. I was, He'll show I was up to like Racetown. Uh, does DV take him out to that sand track out in the, in, in, the, in the desert or something? Whatever that, where everybody goes? Like... Is, is he just out there with DV every day? He rides there, and then he rode, um, not Comp Edge, Racetown. He'll ride Racetown every now and then, too. Like Racetown's only open on Saturdays now. He's been there on Saturdays. Oh. Like, when they weren't yeah. racing, he yeah. would go there on the weekend off and just keep doing okay. motos. Yeah, that's that's DV. DV. That's DV's theory, guaranteed, Dino. He doesn't <laughs> he doesn't want him around you guys or teammates or anything like that. Like, Yeah. Yeah. It's always these guys. Well, like, I be working. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's crushing it. Um. Well, we had a phone call for you, Dean, from Australia. Uh, Mitch wanted to ask about the Aussie SX. Um, I saw your social media. So are you trying to do a gorilla, uh, get yourself a gorilla underground invite to this race? Is that what's going on with the Aussie uh, SX? I don't know. Just got to just have the fans keep plugging away, you know? Okay. Dean's a good pick. Uh, so, yeah. Um, hey, Steve, I forgot to say happy canada day yeah hey. yeah i said at the beginning of our show happy canada day to you too dino it's fantastic there you go. Yeah. I, it's, even, I even like threw up a little uh little 
I mixed up Nation's uh, 09 picture for you. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. oh, sweet. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate that. You're that was, welcome. That was amazing. Um, Dude, screw the Canadians. Yeah, easy <laughs> on that. Easy on that drop. Uh, no, yeah. So, okay. So, you want to get back to Aussie SX so fans can hit, hit up the promoters or the Instagram account to get you back. There you go. Perfect. Where'd all your money go? Who who'd they invite separately or differently? Where, where, what happened? Nothing. Oh. Nothing. Just, just uh, you know, okay, just, a so, bit of, just a bit of banter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So are we going to Paris or Geneva? You talk to Eric, any of that? Any of those coming along? Uh, Montreal. Oh, that's Ooh. right. Montreal. Yeah. We're going to have you there. Yeah. Montreal is going to be cool. So I signed up for that one a while ago. Eric wanted me to. Right met to it and i was like yeah i'll just i'll well, do it it's two weeks after the season yeah so just it's right super cross a couple of days a week dude, before and dude the whoops last year yeah. were six feet tall i remember the videos of that it was it was, it was so dumb i'm just like the only guy that could get through him was mookie so shocking and all the canadians yeah. are gonna ride whoops right and, and yeah. canadians can't ride whoops no. like stop it stop it stop with the whoops like these I, guys i remember like seeing the videos of that i was like Oh my god, those things were monsters. <laughs> they were so big. <laughs> Phil was so mad because he had outdoor suspension. I don't know why Phil showed why up. Would... I don't know. This Phil. Who knows? So mad? No way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Outdoor suspension. Phil, and he's just like, what's the deal with those whoops, Eric? We'll take them down. You got to knock them down. <laughs> <laughs> I love That's great. This is where Dean would be like a perfect fit for a team that needs to build their social presence uh-huh. as the one we just talked about earlier because he's smart enough to leverage all that to go to these races and get people hyped up. I'm yeah. sure that the Aussie race got a lot more attention than it has from yeah. any other announcement, maybe other than Chad. Right. Like, yeah. Dean's good when it comes to the yeah, social media no, game. Uh, one of the best follows, for Easily. sure. Easily. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. One of, one of the best follows out there is, is you, Dino. So you, you do a, well, a good job <laughs> with that. Thank you. Um, oh, by the way, speaking of Skosh and Dean and everything else, uh, Skosh.com, use the code PULP25 at checkout to save 25% of your purchase. So if you guys are looking for something from Skosh, use the code PULP25 at checkout. Big part of the Rockstar Husky team. Uh, so thanks to those guys at Skosh as well for coming on board the, the show with us. So, um, so yeah, Dean, okay, so uh, Red Bud this weekend, then you go to Florida, and then you'll ride the rest of them, and then uh, Montreal a couple weeks after that. That's the plan right now? That's the plan, yep. Are you still trying to cheap out on your travel? Are, have you finally committed to buying airplane tickets like ahead of time and no, everything, like a normal person? Definitely not. Definitely not. This pisses me off about you. I like Seriously, it. Seriously, I hate it. I, I don't. Dean is so rich that he needs to travel oh in comfort. God. No, you need to travel no, in comfort. The thing is, is, it's me, Sarah, and then generally it's Big, big Sam as well uh-huh. who comes. So then you got to pay his flight. So you got to, you know, you got to cut the corners when you can. Dean, Dean, you can't sit there stand it, by all day at an airport and fly middle seat and shit like that. What airline you, is it? Uh, Spirit. Uh, it's any airline. It's Southwest, JetBlue, Alaska. It, pretty much every airline Sarah can get is on a flight with, except United and American. It's ridiculous, Dean. You you desert. You need to travel. Schedule your travel so you get the proper rest. You have a good seat. All of that. You can't be, uh, I like I like it. You know, just being as tight as I can and seeing <laughs> how much money I can save. You know, like hey, you're at the the airport parking and the little bar at the front raises up and the guy in front of you goes and you just pen it behind them. Oh my God, Dean. And then they go to read do the plate need, when you leave. Do we need to have like a cheap off with Wygant and, and Dean? Like who who's cheaper? Like uh, do we need? You to- won't beat me because I I save too much on the flight. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I just and I I, I go through great lengths because me and Jason do this all the time, and he was a bad influence because he 
was so tight. He'd always catch rides to airport and not have to pay airport parking. And, it's unbelievable. And so then we just said, let's see who can spend the less the least amount of money. <laughs> of all the things that someone could say Jason is a bad uh, influence about, same yeah. it's in saving money. Room. Oh, man, it was I, 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 uh, Come on, man. You need the write-offs anyways, don't you? I mean, don't you pay a shit ton of taxes? You know, Florida. You can, you can write all that off, you know? I mean... Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Just can you give me a ride to the track this weekend, though, on the real? <laughs> yeah, I can. For sure. Absolutely. No problem, Thanks, Dean. dude. I appreciate it. We'll meet at Cracker Barrel. Unbelievable. Is it Cracker Barrel in South Bend? I don't know. Oh, okay. I, you know, I would think. No, I don't think there is. No. Um, I mean, I pay all my own expenses. Nobody pays my expenses, but, you know, I fly. I bought a first-class ticket this weekend. I did. Wow. Because, wow. because it was just a little bit more than a coach, and I need the miles. So I sat up front on the way home. Do you like, have the rewards card? Yeah, I got everything. Okay. I got the Hertz Gold. I got the rewards card for United. I no, the rewards credit card. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got all that. Okay. Because, Dean, it makes your life easier. No, yeah, it does. But, I mean, you still get to the same place. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, I'm, it's like I'm just moved into a new house. And it's a bit of a construction site right now because Andy's just been hammering the tools. Uh-huh. And my mom's trying to get me to get a like nice fridge. I says, Mom, my sandwich is still going to taste the same, whether it's a nice fridge or a normal fridge. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't believe it. God. That's, uh, oh, well, I mean, hey, look, if it works for you, it works for you. And if you and Anderson are having a little pinching penny contest, then I guess that's that's all in fun. I, I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> It's it's, ama- it's amazing though. To me, I'd want to. You know, you need to, you need your rest. You need to be properly. You know, I'm getting my rest. What do you mean your rest? I'm resting. I'm sleeping on the plane. You're, you're sitting in the airport for eight hours trying to get on the eleven o'clock. Uh, you know, jump pedal jumper to Syracuse or something. <laughs> that's that's what you're doing. Four layovers. Oh, ridiculous. You need to like plot out that's what you're doing. That's a good thing for me is that I'm always direct, so it works out really good. Oh really? Oh, so you don't care yeah. about points or anything? You just. I don't have any. I don't have one point to my name. <laughs> wow, <laughs> this is great. I can't believe I, it. I go for direct. Yeah, Get yeah. Me there, and one, just one way, and I'm happy. The middle seat or not, you don't care. Don't care. Get me there. Me and Ricky are on the same page. The, so, so you and Sarah never get to sit together. Yeah. Oh, sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much every every time. Oh, I didn't realize you'd have two seats next to each other on the the way you fly, the janky way you look for seats or anything. I didn't yeah, know. there's way more seats open than you think. Because <laughs> you think we just don't know how many seats are open. Sarah um, knows how many seats are available before we go on the flight. Okay, so she's checking out beforehand and everything else. Uh, yeah, and seeing open yeah, flights. Yeah, right, right. She knows if a flight's overbooked and stuff, then we will just buy a ticket. We don't always fly standby. But. Okay, all right. See, a good thing that Dean could do while he's killing time in these airports is like, hey, meet me at the TGI Fridays for a meet and greet. Oh, yeah. Gate 57 and 58. <laughs> we'll hang out. We'll yeah. do autograph signings. Come, bu- come buy me like a, a burger. And, yeah. And the, it, yeah. The, the trio thing, the appetizer trio, yeah. Oh, right, right, yeah. That's good, good. At least two for 20. Yeah. Let's go. Good, good point, Anton. Yeah. Come, come hang out with Dean Wilson, everybody, and happen to buy him lunch. Why buy Chad's experience <laughs> when you can buy Dean's? Yeah. Yeah, yeah really, right? Yeah, well, you, should, you should do the VIP experience, Dino. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, the Dallas Airport. Yeah, Andy can host it. If Andy hosted Dude, the VIP, could you imagine Andy hosting it? No, I could not. No. <laughs> Andy's drunk oh, again. Everybody, man. he's gone missing. <laughs> Andy's gone missing from the yeah. VIP program. Um, all right, Dino. Well, hey, uh, looking forward to seeing you this weekend. Uh, you're and you, it's cra- crazy because 
we got this depth of this class, and depending on which Blake Baggett shows up, I told him this weekend that I asked him which one is showing up, and he's like, I don't even know. So Blake doesn't even know himself which Blake is showing up. But if the good Blake shows up and you add yourself to the mix, that's eight guys. I mean, really, ten. Like, 11 dudes going well, for okay, top ten spots. Well, okay, I'm not even counting Freddie. Is Freddie a guy now? I would have to think. Right? Freddie could, could, could be a guy. Yeah, top ten for sure. Five in a mo- oh, I'd say you're one of the boys. Yeah, sure. yeah. And you have Ferris that's going to log some top ten results, be in the mix. Bogle. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good guys going yeah. for top ten spots. Yeah. Yeah. Barsha. I got a deep field. Passenger. Yeah, once AP gets up to speed, mm-hmm. he'll absolutely be there for sure. Uh, it's always like it's getting a Supercross, isn't it? It's like yep. getting a Supercross. It's so stacked. You're like, holy crap, this is gnarly. You're like, where do I fit in? How am I going to beat these guys? <laughs> Crazy. Um, well, hey, man, uh, thanks for the time tonight. Appreciate it. Looking forward. Do you have anything else, Anton, for Dean? No, I'm just pumped okay. that Dean's coming back. I don't yeah. think people realize how long he's been around. This is like year 10. Is yep. it? Yeah. Almost. I think this is year 9. Seems, seems like yeah. only yesterday I was at Kamloops. Watching him on a 108. He won the. Yeah, see, that was that was 10 years ago now. Yeah. He gave, he won the Trans World Slam in 09. Uh huh. And then yep. gave away his goggles to a kid and borrowed my goggles for his cover shoot. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. There you go. <laughs> see. There you uh, go. And Kamloops came in and it was the first round of the Canadian series and everyone's like, "Hey, Dean Wilson's here." And everyone's like, "How's he going to do?" And I'm like, "He's going to smoke all these guys." And I was told I was crazy, mm-hmm. including from Beats. Beats. What year was that? Oh uh, nine. Okay. Oh nine. Yep. And Beats and these guys are like, "No, no, no, he's not." And I'm like, "He's going to be one of Mitch's guys. Like, he's a top. He's going to work yeah. everybody. Like, I'm sorry, guys." When, and Wednesday and, and, before he won Slam, yep. we were at Paris, and it was like me, Don, and like five other people because Don rented the track or whatever. And Dean came to ride, and he was doing circles around trash cans in the parking lot to learn corners. Oh, okay. Uh, yep. I still do a lot of that stuff, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's good to do. Um, All right. Okay. Enough of the fluff, Sash. We will see you guys this weekend. Yeah, sounds good, Dino. Thanks for the time tonight, and uh, we'll talk soon, man. Thank you. Yeah, uh, kind of pissed how didn't call, honestly, but it's all good. <laughs> all right. See you, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, bye. later. That's Dean Wilson, everybody. Yeah, too bad. Where was Hal tonight? I don't know. Uh, Chase is on four. Chase, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Good. Hey, I just had a question. You a couple a couple weeks ago on the show, you made a comment that um, if you if the bike comes stock with a hydraulic clutch, you're not allowed to go. The the pros aren't allowed to go backwards to a cable clutch. And I believe you said it was because you're allowed to upgrade, not downgrade. But I was curious as to why if the bike comes with a cable. I can go to a hydro, it's considered um, an upgrade, but if the bike comes with a hydro and I go to a cable, it's considered a downgrade. Mm, I mean, if that's no, what I the guy th- likes. I don't think I said that. Well, here's the, here's the thing. Uh, you can't... I'm a, the, yeah, you might... Here's the... The rules are you can't... You got to use the stock cases. The stock cases oh, okay. that come with the bike. So the hydro guys just use a little mill and cut the side of the case and put a put a slave cylinder on there. And, and I don't think you can take... Mm-mm. I don't think you can take a case... And make it a regular clutch without breaking the rules of a, of using your stock cases. Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay, okay, that so, makes sense. Then. So I don't believe you can go back because of the way that the rule states that you have to use stock production cases. Well, it would have to be oh, so okay. different anyway. That's yeah. all different. I yeah. mean, a cable to all the hydraulic lines being well, plumbed in and I mean, all that. Yeah, that's you, a big difference. Yeah, I, I think you could do it, but I but think it's it, not going to be that way. I don't think it'd be, I think it'd be illegal. So, all right, okay. Chase. All right. Then. That's what that's what I didn't understand then. Yeah, no cool. problem, man. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Skippy, what's up? You want to talk about Blue Crew? 
Yeah, man. What's going on? What up, Skip? Chilling, chilling. Yeah, I uh, had a chance to race the YZ450 this weekend, and uh, damn, this bike's pretty good, dude. Yeah, you uh, you have a Honda regularly? Yeah, I got a Honda 250F, and yeah, I'm well, bro, you you just got your life changed with Blue Crew. Your life just changed. Yeah, I can't fucking walk today. Why? <laughs> oh, I'm just sore as shit. The thing kicked my ass. Yeah, because it's so powerful. Yeah, it was it was dirty. We had a uh, a fat ass uh, local race that uh, it's the second year they've had it, but we had twenty pros lined up. Jake Masterpool raced. Uh, Ryder Floyd was taking a you know, taking advantage of his break from the Canadian series. So and, Masterpool didn't uh, race the national, but he raced your race in Texas. Yep. Oh. Yeah, he was there. He hell, he probably made way more money. He probably yeah, left. Probably wait, yeah, way probably. More money. Probably. Probably um, like made like twenty five hundred. All right, Skippy. Well, um, but it was it was a good weekend. But yeah, I just wanted to give some props to uh, you know the guys that uh, held on the Pro Cup. It was uh, what they called the Independence Day Pro Cup. They you know bringing you know local racing back to have twenty. Uh, all right, Skippy. Skippy. Good time. Yeah, Skippy. Just called Dark Side and talk about Texas motocross on his show. Yeah, man, it's great. Great stuff. Okay, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks. Later, bro. All right, thanks. Fly Racing, FlyRacing.com. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? Just hanging, listening to you and you and Skippy talk. Uh, Texas Moto. We are giving away a Fly Formula uh, tonight on the show. Thanks to the folks at Fly Racing. We're going to do a contest at com. So get the new formula, everybody. The black and teal are the ones we're giving, the one we're giving away. So, uh, yeah, yep. yeah, great, great job by the guys at Fly giving us that for sure. So thank you, JT. I think there was a, I think there was an option for a for a high vis if uh, if they wanted that one too. Yeah, Matt and I were talking about it earlier. Yeah, I just whatever. You just you just called it. I just picked you, one. Yeah, I picked one? I picked the color. Yeah, that's it. So all right. Um, uh, Michael Antonovich is here from Swap Moto Live. Hi, JT. Yep. Hi. What up? How hey, are you, bro. Good. I had a good talk with you on Saturday morning as we walked down to watch practice. JT has a lot yeah, of Southwick memories. Busy. You're taking pictures, of everybody. You're actually working. I was just standing around. Uh, what's your favorite Southwick memory, JT? Uh, favorite man. That's tough. Um. Uh, usually flying out was was pr- pretty good memories. No, I don't. Southwick was a tough race. It always was punishing. You could do well or you could do terrible, and you still suffered. And it was still really hard every time. Um, I remember my first time there was '97, and uh, you know at that time of my career, like it was just all about trying to get a point or any points. And I caught up to the 20th place, there was two guys that were uh, 19th and 20th, and the last lap, they were still a couple seconds ahead of me, so I just sent it, like, everything I had. Ended up endowing over the bars and just crashing my brains out. <laughs> and uh, I went back to the truck, and I figured my dad was going to be all pissed off, and he was actually really happy. He was like, I would rather you try and go for it and crash trying to get a point than I would have you just played up and taken right. 21st. So. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we had Jay Bone. terrible. Uh, Southwick was good. I raced the local race the week before one time. I borrowed somebody's Yamaha. So this would have been 98? Mm-hmm. 98? I raced yeah. it 98 also. The, the local, the, the warm-up race? Sure did. Yeah. Oh, you know what? No, I'm sorry. It was 99. 99 because I was working with Red Dog. So I borrowed a YZ250 and, and went out and I did pretty good, actually. You know who was impressed with me was uh, uh, Eddie Ray. Was in my class or was in the class after me or something and was very impressed with my sand riding mm-hmm. skills, which I, I've spoken about many times. But um, 
Anyway, so that, you, you know, know it's funny. Yeah. You know, it's funny about that. I did better at the national than I did at the local race. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I understand that, right? Yeah, you could get that. Um, yeah. Short races and, and guys who know the track yep. and everything, right? Um, so we had J Bone on earlier. Anton, good interview. Good interview. Good interview from J Bone. Freddie Noren, dude, he was so happy with Freddie. Like, I told everybody on the review pod that J Bone was so happy, and you could tell in an interview, Anton, that he's really happy. <laughs> he's unbelievably stoked with Freddie Noren right now. Right. Right. JT? Oh, I think you're calling. Sorry, yeah, he yeah. should be should be super pumped. Um, <laughs> right. I mean, those guys could not find anything. I I take that back because March really come around the last couple weeks. But I mean, they were dying there trying to find some help on a 450. And you know, we we had talked about and we've talked about since all of the risks that were involved with bringing Freddie in here mid-string. But man, did he deliver! And at a time when they absolutely needed just anything, like just give us a sign of life here, and uh, <laughs> just stepped up to just, the plate. So good for him. Just try, someone try anything, <laughs> just anything. <laughs> just get points, just get points, and we'll be good. Yeah, I mean it's it's you know it's amazing. So he, he was very excited for that, and, and good for those. Good job for those. I can't believe Freddie was that good. I, I can't believe can't. Freddie got fifth. No. Like it was even as he was going, I was like, damn. Dude, like, just Freddy's catch going. him, dude. Just see you Cruising. later. Yeah. Just no problem. No problem. I've ridden the Suzuki one time. But I, it never looked out of control. No. No. You know, it was uh when he goes out in the first time qualifying, I think it was maybe fourth. Uh you're like, Okay, yeah, it's on. Like we're good here. Yeah. Because yeah. real you know, he's really never been all that fast at Southwick and we knew he wasn't all that confident in the sand, so to go out and, and time qualifying and, and light it up like that, yeah, you know he has the fitness. So you're like, all right, this yeah. is going to go really well now. So, yeah, 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 great, exactly right. Um, on Friday, yeah. I was talking to him a little bit. Yeah, and he was eating, and he's just like, I, I can't believe that somebody made me food. Like, I don't. That's a one more thing I don't have to do. <laughs> Every little thing adds Listen, up with him. Freddie, you keep getting fifth. You're going to get BJ's in the lounge. <laughs> I mean, of all the writers, you can say that about Freddie. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just, but still. What about my mom giving BJ's? You you get a fifth, Freddie, for JGR. They're gonna bring. In, they're gonna bring in umbrella girls. And, do you want the NASCAR? Yeah. Would you like to? Would you like to race Talladega, Freddie? We'll, we'll, get to find the PJ. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, dinner with Coy. Yeah, dinner with Coy. Whatever you want to sit down with Coach. Yeah, sit down with Coach, Freddie. Second post ever will be of Freddie. Yeah. First yeah. one, Phil. Right. Freddy. right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, it was it was it was a good ride, man, and, and I'm happy for those guys and happy for Fred and, and everything else. Um Hey, how long do you think until he gets like one of the banners on the wall? Like Phil had the banner, Barsha had the banner, oh. the Freddie banner on the race shop wall. Oh, I didn't know. Do you remember I, Phil's I've been was shop, way smaller? No, I don't remember that. It's on the bad news Phil Instagram. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. We need to get more photos, by the way. The person who runs the bad news, Phil, is lacking well, it's photos. Of, it's kind of hard when Phil doesn't race in the United I know. States. I need to get list more on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and get some get some material. Um, so one thing, Anton, you cannot deny this. There's certain riders that are favorites of Swap Moto Lives. Oh, hell yeah. Come on Okay, now. and one of them is Hunter Lawrence. Mm-hmm. What's going on? I don't know. I'm not the guy to talk to. Well, he's your website. He's all, everywhere on your website. I'm, I live 90 miles away from the guy, so I don't. I don't know. But I think that it's maybe a bigger difference than what he expected because I don't think there's a track like Southwick on the schedule over there. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I just – but even if you want to look at last – I mean uh, – I think it's – It's been very up and down, more so than I thought. 
I, I, but like you and I talked about on the Moto 60 show, I didn't expect him to be a title contender this year at all. I, would, I really I, didn't. I would have thought there'd be more podiums than we than we got so far. What flashes of speed he has had have been great, but I think that they've okay. You know, but I, I think it's still just going to be a big learning year. I don't know. I think that he did a, have, as JT said in our review, he had the Instagram post of the day. Awesome. Right. I right. should have been a mammoth. Right. <laughs> and he's honest. Like it's got to be. It's got to be so hard for him to learn these tracks in that but short amount of time. JT, Roxon did it. You know, it's been done. Yeah, but think about like Langston, Roxon. Langston did it. I don't think we had Saturday practices back then. Yeah, there. you did. Oh, did we? But yeah, okay. you, have, you have way more practice. Okay. Um, well, somebody. I'm, but Roxon, even when Roxon did it, like look at that first year when he just came. He came over for a little bit and tested out races to learn the one-day format. It wasn't like he just got thrown I in mean, all I, the way. I'm with you. It's an obstacle. I'm not saying it's not an obstacle. Yeah. I think it's a greater obstacle than you guys are saying as far as Hunter's performance. I think that there's just a lot of elements against him. They're still trying to figure out that bike. You know who like, only had two practices on Saturday? It was Jeffrey Hurlings at Indiana last year. Yeah. The year before. Mm-hmm. But that's a totally different caliber rider than Hunter. Okay. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Are you going to give me credit or no? I, I do. I okay. do give you credit. Right. Just, I, I don't know. I think that there's a lot of stuff that they're still doing with that team. I mean, that engine on that bike seems to change from day to day even. And I think that he's still trying to figure some things out. Mm-hmm. I think he's now learning the three-hour time difference of going from California back east, back and forth. They stayed back in Florida, and yep. he was doing he's that back, stuff. Yep. I just think that it's a huge undertaking to move all the way across the world, go through all this stuff again. Well, I blame the Swap Moto Live hype machine. He's on a boat in Mexico. Okay. Uh, JT, we did talk to, to Dino about this. He was just on, and that actually brings up a good point. You bring it up Hunter in California. Like, okay, A, WW Ranch JT, California guys went one and two. I don't know what that means, but they did go one and two. And we talked about that a little bit last week. Two, I can't sleep right now lately going east. Like, I'm wide awake at 12, 1 in the morning, you know, because it's 9 o'clock Pacific time. And, yep. and I'm getting up at 3 in the morning. Like, it's a legit obstacle for these guys, but the star guys are making it work. So, and Aaron Plessinger won a title last year as as two titles, two titles. So, I don't know, man. It just seems tougher than I think to stay in California and go back east for ten of the twelve rounds. It's, Thirteen. It's or, really hard. Like I, you know, I flew back there. I live in Mountain Time, right? So, yep. I flew back there this week, and the mornings I get up really early, like you know, five, six o'clock, whatever, to go work out before I have to go to work. Yeah, you're ridiculous. By the way. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. But it's it's really hard. I mean, do like a national. That's what time those guys are getting up. You know, with six yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You feel like hell in the morning. I mean, you really struggle. Not to mention, you couldn't sleep the night before because of the time change, and you're nervous for the race. So you're probably up till I don't know, at least midnight, right? So yeah. Yeah. You can't sleep. Yeah. You can't sleep. Then you get up early and you feel like crap because your body thinks you're still supposed to be sleeping. So yeah, I've I've never had to do it where I, you know I've never lived in California during the summer and then flown mm-hmm. east. But it's always been, if anything, the opposite. But I would not enjoy that at no, all. No, that would that would, to me would be the singular reason why I probably wouldn't do it, dude. Plus travel uh, delays. Would, that would suck every Saturday. Travel delays and the long flights and even on a Sunday, all of that. Be easy. No. So the props only thing to those I've guys, ever yeah. really felt, yeah, the only thing I've ever really felt racing wise that I noticed would be during Supercross season, I would be yawning a little bit. Like, if I had a break before the main event, I would struggle a little bit because, you know, we're racing at, say, 9.30 for the yep. main event. Yep. 
that's twelve thirty East Coast time. Right. Uh, I would I would feel it a little bit. Like I would have to be mindful of that and and have some caffeine or or stay awake. So it's kind of the same thing. But yeah, they can't, those guys can't feel rested on Saturday morning. But I mean, the star guys, it's working out for them. But if I'm Hunter Lawrence and I'm making the kind of money he is, I'm I'm basing myself east for the Nationals. You know, just I, I am. I think though that they just don't want to do. They they need to learn the first time of even moving over here before you try to take the whole family back east now too, because it's jet. Jet's got to be with the team to test to figure out all this oh, amateur yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah there's a right, lot I'm sorry. more. I forgot about the amateurs. Yeah, I forgot. Well, I mean, there's just a lot of pieces that other guys don't have. I'm surprised that more people don't go centrally located. Maybe not Florida, but Texas, because then you're right in the middle of everything, and it's not as big of a. Texas shift. was a thing. Tedesco, Short, and yep. Villaman were all there. Yeah, and I, I'm surprised that it's yeah. not more common because there's a lot of really good places to ride down there, and the yep. weather's pretty much just like it is in Florida. Yep. And now we got Ben Lemay and Zane Merritt with his hair. Hey, that kid has really good style. Like he hangs it out everywhere. He's got does, the hair, dude. He does not the best results, but like, yeah, he goes for it. Hairs everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's uh, let's do uh, silly season stuff. What do we know? So McElrath the star. Done. Jordan Smith the pro circuit. Is that done? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's done. Uh, what do we got? We got um, Dean sounded really hopeful JT to stay uh, at Rockstar. It's not officially signed, but it sounds RJ like RJ to Rockstar. RJ to Rockstar. Mm-hmm. Moseman. I would think Moseman stays. I would think so. I would think Covington stays. Big Air Tom has another year on his deal. I, and I don't think that they're going to clip him the way everybody thinks. I think that they're going to fight that I don't think they one. would clip him. Yeah, I don't think they're going to clip him. Um, so. And then a lot of movement at TLD. What? Does Hammaker go to PC? I don't know. I would think, because he was supposed to be the guy that they were going to bring in if they wanted to do a fill-in for Forkner. Like, if there was going to be a fill-in guy, I thought it was McAdoo, maybe. Uh, um, they told me it was going to be him. Uh, speaking of McAdoo, I bet you he resigns there. Almost has to, yeah. Yep. Um, I would think Cantrell's not there anymore after this year. Falk? Probably not. Drake will be there? Well, he'll be there. Pierce Brown. Pierce Brown will be there? Yep. Um, and probably Oldenburg, I would think. JGR, Amart will be there. Because mm-hmm. it's a two-year deal? Yep. Yep. Um, so JGR's two 450 spots are open. Hill won't be coming back, um, I don't think. Weston, I, I bet you Weston retires. Uh, really, it's gotten to that point now. Yeah, yeah, I would think. Um, so Savachi's got a choice between Honda and JGR. Oh, the Honda thing's not done. Not done. No. Mm. You think it's his choice? No. I don't personally believe that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I they're planning on doing. I think him missing well, those nationals. Those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Okay. Well, I've heard that uh, JGR is a two-year deal, and the Honda thing's a one-year deal. Yeah, one-year deal. So, if uh, he had an offer to go to Honda, in my opinion, I think he would sign it right now for one year. That's my opinion. I don't know. I, no. I don't know. I'm just saying he's that's only, my personal opinion. He's only had one-year deals, would so you, I wouldn't think that's a okay. Big well, would you do that, JT? If you had two years at JGR or one year at Honda? What would you do? You. Uh, if I had a, an offer from Honda and they were the same money in front of me, I would sign the Honda deal right now. Okay. Uh, but two years is awful nice. I, I think, that's uh, what I think, I'm saying. I, I don't think it's anything other than I just don't know. You know, the JGR thing has a lot of moving parts to it. You know, he's got to mm-hmm. switch tire brands. He's got to switch lots of things. Goggles. You know? so I, I don't know. Yep, yep. So there are there are other facets to it. You know, he has a pre-existing goggle deal, just like Anton said. So it's not all just black and white moving from one to the other. So it'd be I don't, I don't know. 
Um, I think I'm taking the two-year why, deal. Why would it behoove? Why would it behoove Honda to do a one-year deal? Like that, to me, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Because I think they have they have plans for the for 2021. Sexton. Okay. Uh, okay. You would have to think, though, maybe that starts to die down if he can't get a handle on what's going on right now. I mean, if Sexton doesn't win the title next year, he won't point out. So I wouldn't put Chase Sexton as the odds-on favorite to repeat a Supercross champion right now. Not right now. Right? He's got one win. One uh, win and it and like Dylan, nothing against him, but yeah. it all fell in his favor yeah, yeah. with three rounds right, to go. Right, right. So I, I'm guessing Sexton will be at Geico in 2021 Yeah. if I had to bet. Mm-hmm. So, and it wouldn't be a bad thing. He's so young. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, absolutely I mean, not. Yeah. No, it's not a bad thing at all. So, huh. All right. Um, AC 450 Cowie, we just got to see his gear. That's about the only thing we got to see And I would think him. he would stay Fox. See, I've heard A-Star would throw the checkbook at him. Remember he was A-Star? They did an amateur. an amateur, yeah. He's an amateur. He was A-Star. Mm-hmm. And Fox has a lot of guys. And, dude, don't you think A-Star has no fucks, no fucks given with money? Like, they don't seem to care. Well, that and then... <laughs> I mean, I don't know their marketing strategy, but they don't really sell the gear, and they, they just, just keep and they just keep throwing money at like big they name guys. A lot of guys, right? There was a lot of worry of who they were going to get in that helmet. Like a lot of helmet guys were wondering, like, "Oh shit, we're going to lose one of our big guys because yeah. they're going to make such a right. push just with that thing." Who is in there? I have a very strong feeling that Anton is right. Who is in their helmet? Plessinger, Dean, but you know, but. But Barsha's not, Anderson's not. No, nope. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really surprised right. Anderson's not. Yeah. So there are three guys, Tomac, well, Tomac, you know the, Barsha, you know the, Anderson. The dollar, the dollar amount assigned to it, that's why he's not. Yeah, but I like with them not even having a distributor or anything, it was a big surprise. But, yeah, as you said. Dude, how long until they have goggles? And it's they just so pick? much money. They do. Yeah, but how long do they put the guy in goggles, helmet? And they every- have. I think that's going to happen pretty soon. Right? Mm-hmm. Brace. The whole deal. Just everything. Yeah. Um, it's incredible how big, like we, all three of us have been to the factory. We all see Gabrielle yeah. fairly often. It's amazing how big they are in every form of motorsport. Someone from the TV crew to the pit crew to from, the racer has something Alpine stars. From on what them. I hear, like the, the motocross money, even though they sell a shit ton of boots and even though they, I think they own, do they own 40% of the market JT or 60% of the market. Do I have, which uh, do I have 50? Okay, so I was just in e- boots. E- either way, I was wrong. Okay, but they have fifty percent of the market in boots, so it's you know, huge. It's huge, but I still hear that the motocross thing is is a is a loss leader for the money they're spending. I mean, I still hear that there's it doesn't make sense to to do what they're doing. But like, how With, much sense does I, it I make? Think well, well, loss leader might be a bit strong. Things might be a strong loss leader is probably not the right terminology. Okay. but I think they definitely spend more than most people would right. deem mm-hmm. logical yeah. because Gabrielle's so passionate. Because you have as a company, JT, maybe you can tell you have a you have a pie chart of sales and we need this mm-hmm. much in marketing. This much in yep. you know, you have a percent mm-hmm. that you put into the the overall sales of you you know, whatever that number yep. is. Yeah. Um and I've heard Alpine Stars is just out of whack. But then <laughs> yeah, like they they have the highest percentage of marketing budget I've ever heard of. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I will say that. Because Gabrielle really just... is like the highest number I've ever heard Yeah, of. because Gabrielle just absolutely loves it. Just, just, no, he wants to. Yeah, yeah right. he just wants to. Right. Yep. And then, I mean, how many fire suits are they really selling in NASCAR? You know, how right. many of yeah, these yeah, things yeah. can right. you really do? Because every driver's got yeah. a handful of suits to yeah. pick from, yeah. and yeah. you don't see just the average guy that's buying why, that. That's why I think AC, like, the checkbook will just fly open. open up. Yeah. It's a, I, don't, I don't think you're right on that, Steve. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll see. I uh, could really see Fox 
putting the uh, money to stay behind him. Yeah, I mean, and also uh, on top of that, if you're Gabrielle and maybe you don't give a shit, but you have a green guy in your gear. See, I like, heard that they wanted PC really bad a couple years ago. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, they really yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. But but maybe the fact you have Tomac, you're like, I don't need another green. Like manufacturers, I do don't that, need to make you know? it look too similar. I need to well, spread yeah, it. Yeah, manufacturers do that. They want guys in different brands. Yeah, you know, to highlight all their colors, right, and everything. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it'll be Fox. Yeah, yeah. I think Fox and Alpine Stars are the clubhouse leaders for sure. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see that. Other than that, Moto Concepts stays the same. Mookie, mm-hmm. Freeze, Brayton. Uh, for, there's a spot at, at Rocky Mountain. Because of Benny. Benny or Bogle. Well, one of them will get it, right? Yeah. I think I think they both stay. Personally. Oh, you do? Yeah. I would like to see that. Like, I, I do. They yeah. should. Three-man three man team? Yeah. Because what KTM does, and this is speaking to JT and a topic that you don't care about, but like in MotoGP, K, mm. KTM is a big point. Here we go. Here we go. I was wondering how long it would take for you to start talking MotoGP with 15 JT. 15 minutes. Uh, it didn't. <laughs> no. It. Uh, 16 minutes. Yeah, there you go. Okay, 16 minutes. But they have a they have the main class or the main team, the factory team, and then they have the Tech 3 team that's their feeder team, and that's a good deal please, that they have. Please hit the snoring sound. Please hit the snoring. No, but that's good for KTM to have a development team off to the side to groom guys, try new technology, try different things, have yeah. a little bit more brand presence, and it's not a bad deal that the team that does that is a team that had yeah, but, paid to get that but relationship. But hold on, though. It, the, the Rocky Mountain team is privately owned. Mm-hmm. So one would think the money for the parts, that's KTM services, mm-hmm. the money for the third rider, the money for all, it's coming out of Forrest Butler's money. Mm-hmm. So budget. Yep. Budget. So let more, Absolutely is. more money for those guys equals less money for Forrest Butler. And I'm not begrudging him. He's the team owner. He deserves mm-hmm. it. Um, but you know what I mean? So... When you have well, to feel, you feel yes two and, riders? Yes and no. Oh, okay. Well, yes and no. Yeah. Uh, some, in, in a lot of those cases, you would go to the sponsors collectively and say, do you these want are the opportunities, yeah, this yeah. is what we want to do, right. but it's going to cost more money. You know what I mean? Right. You can't just in, well, you can't just create money, but he can try to go, try to make it happen. The If they keep Benny and Bogle, the dynamic with those two, and then you got Baggett and Tom. Mm-hmm. Who's just out to lunch sometimes, and you're but in their own way, like in their own lovable way. Like Blake yeah. is hilarious. It, don't know what is coming out of Blake's I mean, mouth. Hell, Blake might not even do this. He'll just take and, all that equipment, and go to Alaska and yeah. gold mine. And you got Bogle, Young, no quit, and then you got Benny Bloss, big Benny Bloss. Yeah. So it's a great, it's a cool team. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's good. It's one of the like better dynamics right. of the whole pit area. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right, so okay, and did I miss anybody? Is that did I get everybody for silly season? Is that? I think that's because Yamaha's locked in. Yeah, no what, only thing. What Tickle do? I think he waits for a fill-in ride. Well, he can ride two fifties, can he not? Can he miss the year or no? Yeah, but the if champion. You're, if you're thing, champion, you're done. I don't know. Who knows? They change this shit every year know. anyway. I know you can petition yeah, them no matter what. Change it. No matter what, yeah. you can petition them even if you. But why? You know. Why should he? He should go on a four fifty. He was doing really well. He was Wh- a who's going to sign him? He doesn't. I think that he needs to do what Dean did and be independent for those first few races because right when his deal comes on to be eligible again is when somebody always gets hurt. And okay. he steps yeah. right into any factory ride. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Because and like you, cause we discussed this on the Moto 60 show a few weeks ago. He hasn't raced in, it'll be at that point about a year and a half. All of these other guys have been racing. Do you expect him to be right on top five pace where no. he was? No. 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 So all of these other people that have been out there earning their ride for a few years have priority over him. Right. Okay. No. Well, and I, it's really difficult to sign somebody 
when you're you know going in that no matter what they're going to miss like the first five races. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's tough to, to yeah. sign up for. Yeah. No, absolutely. First five races, and then also, despite what anybody would think, there is still some sort of stigma that would have to come around him of like, well, how did this happen? Is this going to happen again? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And uh, I mean, I don't know about Christian Christian's deal, but I, if I'm him, I'm looking for a 450 ride. I know his father-in-law owns a team, but just, just I, I don't know. No, I don't. I would say the 250 thing. Just to, like, why would you jump into the deep end when you have so many issues that pile against you anyway? Uh, when you have I a guess. safe deal there, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. God, he looks so much better on a 450, though. He does. I hate I hate seeing him having to go back out there on a 250, but I get it. Um, and where's John Shark going to go after that ride in the second moto? Back to Texas and ride for a week and then back to Red Bud. Negotiations with, with Teddy Parks. Is Stand, I'll help drive the bus. Yeah. Can you imagine negotiating with Teddy Parks? No. I feel like he would just have I've a... I've seen it. I feel, I've seen it. I feel like he would have a six-shooter on the desk. What if he took you in the helicopter like before the New Jersey Supercross? There's a helicopter? Yeah. Doesn't, didn't he take a bunch of people in a helicopter? Like I don't want Teddy helicopter. Parks taking me in a helicopter no. anywhere. I mean, good for him. Oh, he's a character. He is great. Um, all right, we got the X Brand goggle tear offs coming up. Jason Thomas from Fly Racing on uh, Dark Side. What's happening? Uh, two things. One, I was going to actually ask what you and JT kind of shot it down. But what do you uh, think? What does what does John Short have to do to get a little more help than a TPJ type ride? He has to do this for a couple more years, as consistently as he did that weekend. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean. Yeah, because even Lemay I mean, like lucked problem, into his deal. The biggest problem that, is that the lack of Supercross results. I mean, that's that's well. Huge last problem. year, the year before, uh, it was eighteen. He was tenth overall in East. Not bad. Well, and I I, I don't know what ride you're looking for or wanting, but it, I guess it depends. Well, I mean. Yeah, I mean, look, we love John Short at Dark Side, but his best moto was by far in Southwick, and he and he crushed it. But when you look at yeah. his motos scores, uh, he's up and down for sure, and, he, and not a lot of up up. But yeah, he got. I, I, I was thinking like a rock, like a Rock River, Cycle Trader type thing. Like what you know? I mean, can he be up there with a Jacob Hayes and a Hart Rassy thing? I think in time, if he was given like two years to try. But yeah. to just go one year and be like, okay, this is your shot, that's a lot to ask of someone that's never had that support before because Hayes had had that support as an arena cross guy, so he knew what expectations were, and Hartraft is learning it. Whereas if you were probably doing it by yourself for a while and then it all changed for one season, like, hey, you have to do this, otherwise you're going to go back to nothing. I, I mean, yeah. I would hire Hartraft before short. I would hire Josh Osby. I would hire Josh Osby before short. Short would be pretty good on, like, a 250 250- regional supercross team for a little bit to like mm-hmm. kind of set himself up instead of just going in the deep end full 450 deal yeah because it's a lot to ask him to do 17 supercross rounds i mean he he's paying for that ride right that's what i mean i know teddy has some yeah, spots that got, we don't pay but help, but yes yes right teddy has spots like lemay doesn't pay i don't think lemay's on the team yeah. i think yeah on the yeah. team and there's might be another guy is there another guy uh yeah the supercross, thing... uh, you... well go ahead no, I was just say the biggest thing that John Shore could do to get himself a ride or help himself would be at Supercross races, get good starts, run up front in heat races, run up front in the main event. Even if he can't stay there, 
put himself mm-hmm. at the front to get attention. Otherwise, like I, I understand, like getting tenth in the East Coast Series is a huge accomplishment. He should be really pumped on that. But I'm telling you, for guys like Tyler Keith or Christina Denny or whoever, they're not looking back there. They're just not even considering it for a spot. Like it doesn't even enter their their thought process because he's not running up front at any time. You know, he's starting 15th and then soldiering his way up to 10th. That's not going to get it. Trust me, I know all too well. That's uh, not going to get John you Short's a like a, spot, a, a a worse version of JT. <laughs> just just gets you know I just, just I know I know how that works you know they just don't even think about you in that way because you're not going to get them on TV you're not going to get them you know the attention that that they need or the the opportunity to get on the podium or any of the things that matter they just don't even consider yeah. you for it and yeah. it sucks it's not fair yeah but that's that's reality of the sport yeah. well all right well fair enough uh, one more thing if you don't mind uh, let's talk about this Texas Pro Cup this kid you called about you got to go dark side. All right. All right. There's a lot of X-Brands there, uh, man. Listen, a lot of X-Brands this weekend. Yeah, okay, great, great, great. Great to hear, Darkseid. Why don't you start right, a fucking you, Texas you podcast? Show, start your Texas show. Texas podcast, motocross podcast, and blow each other about your pro challenge. Just We'll uh, do that. Uh, Pablo Mech Show, wrap-up show this week. Uh, please yep. check it out. Darkseid will be up on Wednesday, I think. Um, who do you got this week, Darkseid, lined up? Charles Caslew and Preston Rose. All right, fantastic. Good stuff. Uh, enjoy doing it. I listen... Listen, we don't have enough time, Dark Side, but I listened to two of them on the way this week, and I, I'm not that happy. I've issues okay. with, with the show, but <laughs> uh, I don't what have enough time. Like? What did you just say? Blah blah blah. I have issues with the show. Well, you got to tell me what these issues are. You keep telling me you have issues, but you don't tell me. I already what they told are. you once, Dark Side, and nothing happened. So I'll just, I just, I keep it to myself. I guess I don't know. I'll just okay. Keep, let me let know. me ask let me ask Anton's opinion. Okay, so and JT, so Steve tells me. I listen to the main show. We're looking at that right now. And then on the wrap-up show, I need to say, okay, Steve says this, or Anton says this, and ask my guests, what do you guys think? But then where do I go from there if I don't ask their opinions? I don't Why know. share your opinion? Listen, the show is about the show. That's what the show's about. It's about a show. <laughs> so when you have your guests going on what they think about Ken Roxon's illness, that doesn't matter, Dark Side. Nobody cares what your guests think of Ken Roxon's illness. The show's about a show. I'm so more then, perplexed okay, so, so at so how the, it's a show at all. So then Dark shut up, Anton. It's very good. It's a very entertaining I, yeah, show. I, it's entertaining, I, no doubt, but I'm just like, oh. oh have you okay. listened? A little bit. Oh, you have? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Dark said you do a good job with it, but you need he to. He does. It would be hard to do that about to redo somebody's content. That would be hard. Keep it yeah. a show. Talk about Marks. Talk about Anton. Talk about JT. Don't talk about me. You know? But but my, I'm limited, and I go okay. So Steve says, um, but you can say, yes. but you can you say, agree? and you then can, they say, yeah, no. I agree. Okay, okay well, you could no. Well, then how about you say, uh, hey guys, uh, uh, Anton was in studio this week. Um, hey, did you like his work at Transworld? And um, what what about Swap Moto Live? And what what do they got going? What do you think about that? That doesn't have and, anything to do with the show either. <laughs> yeah, he has a point. There, and then you say, to, how was he, how was he as a co-host? How did that? How do you guys like Anton when he comes on the Moto Sixty or when he like? There's so many questions that you can say other than, hey, guest X, did you, what do you think about Savachi? Like you know, you just like. I'm not sure you're listening to the right wrap-up show. Oh, is there another Publix wrap-up show? No, there must a... be. There must be, because I do. I say, hey, Steve says this. You know, do you agree? I, I, and then they yeah. say, yeah, I do agree or I don't I, agree. I know. You do. I don't you, agree. You, listen, 
75% yeah. of it, you do a good job. Okay. I renewed your contract today for, for a few more shows, right? Yes, sir. So I must be, I must be semi-happy. I just figured you weren't listening, but <laughs> I'm <Am I> happy. <laughs> Mark, Marks, Marks, <laughs> vote of confidence. Marks, I need you to listen to them and document and let, and, and let me give me the notes on when I need to go back and listen. Yes, like that sounds so, like a lot of work. Like I'm not gonna lie, like a timestamp. Like the, the owner of a football team <laughs> coming out and saying that you're a coach. <laughs> this, this is our coach moving forward. What? What? You know, when, when you present, oh, go ahead. What'd you say, JT? No, I was saying you're giving him like the worst vote of confidence ever. Like when the owner comes out and says that so and so is the coach, they're basically fired. Right. I've uh, the, the dark side's my host until further notice. Interim. Right. Yeah. <laughs> week to week. No, listen. So, like, listen. You know, you gave me this idea. We've talked about this kind of based off the Stern wrap up show. So I went back and listened to a bunch of those, and they don't do what you're saying to do. They they give their own like. All right, well, just have your own show then, Dark Side. Call it the Dark Side Wrap Up Show, where where Dark Side gets to be all Dark Side. You need to be 100 percent Dark Side all the time. I don't know. I mean, you do a good job. You do a good job. I'm gonna try to improve. You do a good job. I'm gonna try to improve. Pulp and Show Wrap Up Show, everybody. Tell you so. What he's trying to tell you is that you do a great job, but he hates everything about what you do. Thank you. Well, only only 25. percent That's not true. That's not true, JT. Shut up. That's that's not true. But but uh, all right. So anyways. Thanks, Darkside. Okay. I appreciate it. Keep up the good work. All right. Appreciate you guys. All right. Thanks. Hey, JT, can I ask you a question? You kind of just... About MotoGP? No, no, no. Okay. Um, you Please. kind of alluded this to what you just said about John Short of, you know, these people, of team managers aren't looking that further back in the field. And you being a guy that did this for so long, what makes a mm-hmm. racer that knows, hey, a factory contract isn't coming anytime soon, what keeps you guys out there to keep chasing this thing? Vodka. Usually, really, like just no. I don't because see. like when we when we got clipped this year, I went through this thing of like, am I going to even do this? Like, what's the point if I can't do it the way that I did it? And I could understand from you guys, like from a privateer standpoint, it's like, shit, dude. I just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. And yeah, mm-hmm. I'm progressing, and I see these goals and these gains that I'm making. But does the rest of the world see what I'm doing? And what is the point of it? Why am I? Well, you're still making money. Yeah, but what if yeah, you, would you rather be the 55th best Supercross rider on a weekend, or would you rather be the third best, you know, Home Depot manager in your region and making <laughs> well, 10 times more? I mean, if, if you're getting 55th, you need probably need to take it to the house. That's just reality. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, you know, I was in a situation where, you know, I, it was better than what john's facing because i had a ride and i had all my expenses paid for and i got a salary and i had all these things you know i got to fly to every race and had a mechanic and all this stuff so and that was also at a time when there was a lot of money to be made racing dirt bikes Mm -hmm. so it was it was different because you know there are a lot of different factors there are a lot of variables the economy was better the oems were in a much better place so they were putting a lot more money back in um so, yeah, when you look at it financially, that's why I did it. But, like, I, I could make a lot of money doing it, regardless of whether I was ever going to get a factory ride. And you chase those off-season can, stuff. You know, you chase the mm-hmm. off-season stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. a lot of guys I don't mean, have I, that it, same opportunity. But, okay. but No, he, absolutely. But, I, but I've said this a few times. Like, a guy like Tyler Entignap, okay? He's mm-hmm. fifth to eighth in the LCQ every week-ish. Dude, that's, that's $1,500, okay? Mm-hmm. You're paid 200 a race. You make it on the west. You make you six races within driving distance of SoCal. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you're making fifteen hundred dollars a weekend, or maybe a thousand. Let's say a thousand a weekend. Right. Um, on the West Coast stuff and the East Coast stuff, a little bit less. I mean, you're you yeah, know, you're making. I don't, I don't know. You're but making, then, like, the you're thing, making thirty grand a year, or whatever. thirty grand a year, but it's at a very high risk because what happens when you get in Tyler's position where you get hurt? Oh, I know, no, like no, that I is know. a huge but thing. But dude, it's better than the manager at Home Depot. You're, you're, I don't. Your flip but, side, but hold it? on, hold on. Like with Tyler or a guy like Tyler, if he's making thirty grand, how much of that is he having to spend to make thirty grand? That's the problem. Yeah, the manager at Home Depot is not spending any. No, money no, I'm, I'm thinking he's taking thirty grand a year, right? A year, but that's 20? a fuck ton of effort know. to you go think for. So? I don't know. I just kind of threw out a number. Like, I, don't know. I mean, there's only seventeen races, and I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. It's hard. Like, like thank God those guys are out there. Crash? Yeah, for sure. But when the economy crashed. There was no money left. I'm telling you, I lived through it. And you know, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. There was the money was just gone. Right? It's come back a little bit. Yep. But there was purse money, and if you weren't hustling and flying all over the world to go racing, mm-hmm. God bless you. Good luck. There was uh, there just wasn't anything left. You know, all the revenue streams of all the sponsors, they had to stop offering it because they weren't you know the companies were just trying to stay in business at that point mm-hmm. so yeah i uh I, I look at it now and it's it's better than it was five years ago but it's not good it's not healthy by any means right. i mean it's a very very difficult proposition for a non-main event level privateer to to do this and they you all know, have, almost have to have a part-time job well and they all have sponsors that help them out local excavation companies or you know these guys have people van martin and these guys i mean they have people like yeah i mean right. that's true and that's in all forms so, of racing right like, if you watch any form of racing there's yeah. your top guys yeah. and then there's some people that are far below them yeah. that are uh, paying to do it and it's yeah. just i'm glad that they do it because it, yeah. it would be very boring to watch 12 well, hey, dudes ride if uh if teddy parks wasn't there in some It'd super classes i mean we wouldn't have 40 entries no at some races there's been a couple races where even when he is there there's like 38 entries yeah you know yeah. and it's hard yeah it, and it's it could get yeah. a lot harder yeah. in the next few years yeah for sure so uh hey, hey we, can i get one other thing from jt yes this china tariff thing i've heard that this could be uh, like really go. big ramifications for our industry as a whole are you guys concerned mm-hmm. about this or is this not as big of a deal as what don't other bring people? your leftist politics no no this is show, like bro. supposed to make a helmet like a six hundred dollar helmet like a thousand dollars because of bro, the tariff if you want to vote for aoc aoc you just no 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 this is alone. like a thing that we're all okay. gonna have to worry about okay I'm is kidding. that something though that um, we really have to worry about from your njt it is definitely a concern uh every company that does business in china right now i can promise you is either looking to Either the, the manufacturer in China is outsourcing, so they're moving factories to Vietnam, Taiwan, as fast as humanly possible. That's happening. And then brands in the U.S. that are, that are doing business with them are also, they're looking at options to move their business outside of China as well. So the short answer is yes, it is a very big deal. Uh, you know, whether it's going to go from 600 to 1,000 is probably not the case, but it would Certainly, we would incur price increases, which would get passed down the line. There's just no other way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you're more likely to see business get moved away from China than you would a huge price increase. It, it just It's going to be a, a tough process to do, enact really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are, there are so many 
capable companies in Vietnam and Taiwan and Myanmar and these places now that I think business would just get moved really, really quickly. Um, all right, you guys, Don, you want to talk mm-hmm. about free trade or anything, NAFTA, anything? Anything else on the line? I don't know. Okay, stuff. all right. <laughs> Uh, me, this was look. Ma- did you see how civil of a political conversation that was between yeah. me and JT? Marks, Marks, it's still two-two between you and JT. Uh, Who wants it more? Gosh. Who wants it more? I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up. I, I don't really want it at all. So it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I thought JT would care a lot more. Should we just? Uh, should, should we just? We should have made it two, two, first to two. Should we have done that? Well, if you count my my ride on yours and Cooksey's Yamahas, I've got three. No, we don't. That's silly. So. JT's first ride was in like November. <laughs> well, someone please go ride their bike <laughs> to make it How three. Many, it's just got to get to three. Just the first guy to ride their bike three times. What if they both end up riding Mark, their third time at summer camp? Oh, it'll be before. No, Mark's Mark's when realistically when's your next time you're going to go ride? I mean, hopefully soon, like within the next week or two. <laughs> <laughs> JT, I think I think I'm going to get out there because you know I'll have. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. I'm almost positive I'll ride sometime in that span. So oh, I is, may take this thing home. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I like how one. <laughs> I may take this thing home. <laughs> one of the two guys in this battle has a track that he can look at from his office. Right. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah, that's not even unbelievable. Um. Well, we I were born in the dunes, Mark. I, I, look, <laughs> I, look, I look forward to this battle continuing. I just, I'm on the edge of, uh, I'm on the edge of my seat if every can, day. If you can ask Jason at Western if I can just go out and ride the vet track tomorrow or something, I'll I'll do it. Oh, you can ride there anytime. Yeah, they'll let you ride it. Okay, I'm going out. I'm gonna bring this thing home. You're <laughs> on, JT. <laughs> right, this will be great. Oh. It'll, JT will never live it down. JT's it'll, really shaking it, his it'll boots. It'll haunt him for. I even hear that. If I even hear that you're on the way to the track, I'm just going to go grab a bike and ride it. <laughs> <laughs> ride That'd be great. That one hour uh, before Marks hits the track, you're out there. I'll make sure to post to Instagram before I tell you. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Oh, that'd be funny. Um, it's the battle that no one wants to win. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> Literally. It's so much work to go riding, man. Oh, I know. So much work to go riding. Uh, Moto 60 show this Wednesday, by the way, everybody. JT, I forgot to tell you. We're doing it Wednesday. Uh Thursday, some sort oh, yeah? of holiday for you people, I guess. It is. Yeah, so Wednesday, fly race and motor celebration of America this week. Catch ha- the fever, bro. Happy Canada Day. Um, well, this is a very rare call right here. We don't hear from this gentleman often. We're not even sure who he is. Uh, is this Moser? Yeah, yeah. Never heard of him myself. But who the fuck is that guy? Good, good evening, Moser. How are you? Uh, I'm great. Anton, are we worried about the tariffs on scarves and macaroni pizza? No, no, I'm good. I stocked up. <laughs> good planning. Um, what's up, Mose? Uh, so I just got done whacking it, and that might not be what most of you guys think it is. But as I pick my phone up out of my sweaty pocket, I noticed that a notification come across the screen, and it was uh, a reminder I put on there about four years ago on my calendar that uh, if JT, you know, if Steve was still working in the industry. JT bet him one hundred dollars that uh, he'd still be in it on July first. Nope, he'd be long gone, long gone. <laughs> well, so it's finally come to fruition. I er, blah. fruition, 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 fruition. Thank you. There's Tru- an fruition. There. Yeah. So four years ago <laughs> on Monday night, just like tonight, I put this reminder in my phone, and here we are, boys. Well, thanks for he keeping paid me. Yeah, I, I paid him. I already paid him. He paid. Yep. I'm glad it, to hear that. It, Four years ago, 
I said there was no chance I'd be working I think in the industry. Five years ago. I don't know what it, it was. It might have been five. I don't know. Yeah, it was a long time it was ago. Five. Yep. I'm still here. I'm still working. You got a nicer house out of it. I got a little nicer house. Yeah. Well, and a new I, truck. I stick by my, I stick by my original uh, synopsis was, what the hell else are you going to do? Well, I was and hoping I'd be managing a team. When that still did. be within? I, I think the indus- I think it was a media guy. Was it a media guy, Moser, or was it just in the industry? No, I think you said just out of the industry oh. completely. But yeah, what, the I mean, hell, now, what the hell was I going to do? <laughs> I don't know. You had a lot. Now this has been a lot of practice. Now you can ask Evan Ferry about his setup. So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I got to get out of this thing. Uh, I don't know how to get out of this thing. I, my hockey was the, was the way out, and that that tanked. So, pop hockey is gone. You got to do NASCAR like Weege. Yeah, go. To, yeah, neat Weege. Weege hasn't escaped either. Weege is also supposed to take NASCAR to the top. I have a dollar eighty-five in my pocket. I'll buy all your podcast stuff right now. Okay, right. I'll do that. All right. Well, yeah, most e-bike, uh, e-bike races. What, what are we at with e-bikes, mountain bikes? Yeah, can I get in that e-bike world? Unfortunately, I think if you own a mountain bike, you hate e-bikes. I don't know. So I don't know. Um, but no, JT, I, I paid you the hundred dollars. We are. You did. We are that square. Was very stand up of you. I would have never asked you to actually pay that. But no, bet's a bet. I yep. will. Ta- I will take it. Take well, it. first of all. I don't know if it was you, Moser, or somebody on Twitter, but someone, someone put the actual audio of me saying that on, on social media. They did. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, so like it had it had me saying the hundred dollars and the the whole thing. Like I could have just said, ah, I didn't say this audio is pretty hard to refute. It wasn't altered at all. It was me. There's always a tweet. Right. There's always a tweet. <laughs> exactly. So Twitter never Twitter never dies. Yeah. Heads up. Or, uh, yeah. Big thumbs up to that listener. That's. That's pretty good. He pulled that clip. I only had you know a notification on my phone. Not, I don't even know. I wouldn't even know where to begin to try and find that. Are you are you still clipping all the shows for the year interview? Yeah, Swisscore fucked that whole thing up. And he so did. He did. I'm still so mad about you the know one year. I pulled clips for an entire year. Clips <laughs> for an entire year. Bookmarked all of them. Yeah, well. I don't like that you bookmarked them. It's not going to happen. And so then I do it a whole other year. <clears throat> Marks. Mark, <laughs> what? Mark's? Oh, Mark's has left. Was Mark supposed to do it? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I did. Entire year of bookmarks after Swisscore fucked me. Two oh. years of bookmarking shows, not one year in review. So out of either one, I had good not intentions. I had good intentions to do it, and then uh, that was the year Fantasy was going to launch, so I was a little busy. No, no, that's bullshit. That was way before Fantasy. Not nice try. Not even. Not even. I haven't bookmarked for like three years, so that was way before fantasy. No, it was it was the year before, because you wanted me to build it in December, and fantasy was launching. I believe Marx is right. Yes, and I it think was, Marx is right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, if did he want you to build the day one? Year, he was busy at the yeah, rate. Year yeah. of the show probably would have <laughs> saved the fantasy, because you obviously designated enough time to fantasy because it still crashed. Oh. Why don't you go play oh. your buddy's site over there? <laughs> <laughs> You can go play with Big Red and they can give him a used bike. I've never ridden a bike with such Hey, I got some used oil. I, I took out a blue crew. We're going to give some people some maximal oil. It's just it's out of my bike. But you're going to win a case of maximal oil. The smartest thing Big Red did was he went and got that bike immediately at Hangtown. Otherwise, there would have been nothing left of it by the end of the Nationals. No, no they chance. They had already just 
already just, you know, cannibalized it to get through Supercross. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Moser, thanks for calling in and giving me that reminder. I'm still here. So. Good times. Well done. Well, good call there, JT. And uh, what are you going to spend that $100 on? Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. I, I have I have no good answer for you. Not on not fuel sure. for his RMZ. Not not gas for the RMZ. That's not going to happen. So no, Chick- no. Chicken ass and kicking her bike to get started. Is that what you know? Was? You know what's sad yeah. about my riding right now is I have I don't have the right things to go riding. Like my gas can is a is like a gas station red <laughs> one gallon can. <laughs> Like seriously, it's one gallon of gas. Is my is my can right Dude, now. Like, this have, makes this I'm even the most better. Ill equipped rider ever. I guarantee you, WPS has fuel cans that you could just order. We've seen them in yeah. their warehouse. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yep. Well, we we own a brand called LC2, and our our gas jugs are badass. I mean, we kill it with so, gas you, cans, and I'm I just don't have it together. Like I have, I I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Complete. Uh, you have a hundred dollars for a hole to riding. Go buy a gas can. Yeah. Right. I mean, Steve saw what my van looked like, uh, the preparation level in the van. Yeah. So you can you can imagine what it's like now. Surprised you didn't you even use tie downs. I'm surprised you just didn't lean your bike into the into the side of the van. Just <laughs> I did I did buy some filters though. I bought some air filters. Oh, okay. All right. So that's the start. Rowway or yeah. reusable. Pro filter. Profilter.com. Uh listen. I bought if you don't get reusable. out there on the RM Army, you might not get a twenty twenty model for, for you know for I'm use. aware. I, I'm aware. I'm in deep negotiations with Kerry <laughs> Graber, okay. the uh, the VP of American Suzuki right now. Uh-huh. I don't I know he doesn't know who I am, but we're in deep negotiations. <laughs> okay, all right. So wow. uh, yeah, I would say my, my we're not looking good right now, but I've got summer ahead of me to make it happen. It's only July first. <laughs> kicking at, kicking ass and kicking the bike. We're doing it we're doing it both. I, you know what I feel like? I feel like Amar and I are on the same wavelength right now. It's Just, been a rough, yeah. a rough 2019. Yep, hasn't gone to anybody's plan. Right, but we're turning it around. Okay, like really starting right. to come together. Well, you're currently yep. tied with Marks at two. So I'm we'll... just hoping I have a two-year deal like he does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know if you do or not. I don't know. Um, all right, Moser, Moser, thanks, buddy. Mo- yeah, Moser. Yeah, see you, Moser. Moser signing out. See you at uh, live show. Yeah, see the live show. I guess I should pump pump that out. Uh, Portland, Oregon, Friday night, seven to nine. Tickets start at twenty dollars at the Alberta Rose Theater. Uh, it'll be fantastic. Uh, we'll have some special guests there as well. We're working on that. Myself, JT, Wygant, Kiefer will all be there. I like I like how our guests are turning Mulder. out here. It's going to be good. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, it'll be good. And Mazer will be there. Yeah, Mazer will be there. You can meet him. If everybody. he doesn't get too drunk to show up, he'll be there. Yep. If the X Brains live, we'll see. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, we can do something like that. Yeah. Then if one wants to buy a drink for Mazer after the show, I would totally, I totally take him up. Make on sure that. you ask about Roxon's suit at the press conference at A1. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Uh, All, right. All right. I got to go. I got shit to do. All right. See you, buddy. All right, guys. All right. Later. See you. Speaking of that, it's the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Let's do it. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Do you know who wears X-Brand? John Short wears X-Brand. Brandon Hartraft. Ben LeMay. These hard-charging privateer heroes wear X-Brand. EKSBrand.com. Please check them out on the web. Pulp Show 19 to save at XBrandGoggles.com. Thanks to those guys. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. John Short using the clear vision of X-Brand to hunt down Kenny Roxon and pass him late in Moto2. No sweat, no issues for John Short. Goddamn American hero. 
These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know him? This is like the scariest segment of the whole Why? show. It's because it's Moser. Yeah, good point. Corey, Corey Moser. It's Moser. <laughs> um, 30 seconds on the clock. Rapid fire. Let's do this, Marks. There's some good ones in here. I don't oh, know boy. where I want to start. Here we go. Oh, God. Um, JT, what's the worst aftermarket product you've tried? The worst? Oh, uh... Yikes. The thing um, on your swing arm? The weight? No, that thing worked. That okay. thing was awesome. All right. Uh, damn. Oh, man. I don't know. I'm try- I've am i used some stuff in Europe. Um, oh, I'll, I'll tell you this. I had a suspension company that built me suspension for Bercy in 2001. And they said that they used the spec that JSR told them. I don't know what the hell was in this thing, but it was unrideable. Like, seriously, I told the guy, and, and he broke it to speak English, to take the suspension and find the nearest trash can and throw it away and give me anything else you have. So whatever that suspension company was that was in Europe, they're probably not in business still, uh, but I'll go with that. Okay, 48 seconds. Try to keep it shorter. No, nah, piss off. Steve, which do you think Anton enjoys more? Weirdo pizzas or porn? Oh, porn, for sure. The mm. the, the memory of the, the Pookie's 40th, it's all time. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, all time. Sorry. Would yeah. you like to share it with the class? We have. I think I brought it up on the show, yeah. Yeah, you did. I don't, I don't remember. We rented a house, a bomb-ass Very house. Very nice house. I remember that, yeah. Here in Vegas. And we're all sitting by there, and Anton's like, I saw this house in a porno. <laughs> and we're like, what? He's like, yeah. Yeah, those rocks that go out to the pool. First of all, like, who remembers the setting or the background nice in, house, in a porno? You know, like, nobody remembers that. And Anton's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Anton watches for the plot. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. And he knew the girl. He knew the actress. He's like, oh, uh, mm-hmm. what was her name? Do you remember uh, her? There's so many. But, that house is no. used all the time. I don't know. Oh, the house is used all the time. Every room in that house. Really? That couch that you and I hung out on? Yeah. yeah all the time. No that way. Backyard, you picked a good house. All of those uh, chairs, your bedroom, your bathroom in that shower, my bedroom, Really? I feel like, you know how uh, Weege has that like transfer of power thing? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do, too. So <laughs> we're like, wow, Anton, that's pretty creepy that you remember that and everything else. And then at some point, Anton pulls it out on his phone, finds the porno by searching the chick. And sure enough. It's that house. It's the house. And then Pookie's mom is like, Angie, someone's watching porno over there. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That week was the beginning of the end uh, of a very rough part of my life because yeah. then the cameras they got stolen and oh, then yeah yeah. yeah yeah so anyways that was anton's like yeah it was very very strange yeah that, that was a story worth telling again yeah mm-hmm. anton do you think roxon finishes out the season or packs it in to get back to 100 percent? probably finishes out the season i don't see them just being like yep we're done i don't think they'll, they would do that they're not gonna go just to meet a a good team. What about John Short? Mm-hmm. Dark side with that's manager. <sighs> Ted Parks. X brand goggles everywhere. Yeah. What are the chances that Ted Parks legally has like a gun on him at the race? hundred percent. Like down on by the 100%. ankle, a hangle, a hundred percent, an ankle holster. I think Big James had a gun on him at various points in time. Really? Mm-hmm. Jesus. You know how many people are walking around in Idaho right this second with a gun on them? Yeah, but I mean... About 99.9% of them. Yeah, but I just mean, like, at the races, Teddy Parks. Yeah, probably 100%. Okay. All right. 
JT, Steve has stated Southwick is the best national of the year. Where would you rank it? It was my complex national you know ranking. I was, I'm, I was very critical of Steve's ranking as number one, but and I still don't think it's the best national of the year. Let me be clear on that. I, I do not believe that. I think Steve is high as a kite with that. But I went this weekend. I hadn't been in a few years, and I I have to give credit where it's due. Uh, Keith Johnson and Mike Grandall and John Dowden, whoever else is involved with the new rendition of the Wick now, they're doing a great job. Uh, just a little detail stuff, you know, the signage and the way that the place is manicured or, you know, uh, all the landscaping. Um, it really looks nice now. It, it is significantly better than, you know, I just think the former regime, you know, they're just an older couple and, and it's hard to do the little detail stuff. I was really impressed. Okay. And those guys right. deserve a lot of credit. Wrap it up. So. There we go. I don't care about your time at all. Like, okay. Even a little bit. I, I ranked all the nationals on Pulp Mix, mm-hmm. but I ranked them from track, history, location, location, Starbucks locations also like were a big part of that. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that now? Amenities, you know, all, all sorts of things. It wasn't just track. And, and, and Southwick came up on above on my rankings, and I think a history was a big part of it. I love the history of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that part of it. The track's been around since 76 or whatever the national. Everybody's won there. Yeah, so that was a big part of that. Why it became number one? It eked out Redbud, I think, or eked out Millville or something. So. Honestly, like Redbud is great. It's a cool track, but like, I don't. I think that honestly, the how over the, the holiday, top, the holiday is. It is, just brings out the idiots. It, it, it's overplayed. The holiday is why people love it because they're on yeah. holiday and it's great and, and it's great. Yeah, but but like I've had shit thrown at me. I've had people try to fight me while I'm shooting photos. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't care. Like donations, I was. Shit, oh yeah, shit thrown at you. I hey, bitch boy, come over here. I'll rip the camera out of your hands. Why do you think you're so special? <laughs> Jesus. And this was ten years ago before I had a Twitter. <laughs> Jesus, that dog. Yeah. Was that Steve Cox? Yeah. 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 <laughs> was it Brune? <laughs> was I don't even know if Brune was around. Okay. Yeah, it was buff. It was rough. I did. This is this is a new revelation for yes, me. Yes, <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of. I mean, but look at me again. You could tell those people that I grew up at the front gate of Redbud, and they go, "No, he didn't. That's an easy target." I make it hard for myself. I don't get any of that. People like me. I'm the everyman. Everybody loves you. Yeah. I mean, I get red buds screamed at me. Yeah. Five thousand times. Right. Mm, my God. I'm not looking forward to that. I think it's obnoxious that the announcers put the microphone in front of the riders' faces and make them say red bud that way. I mean, I have a lot of gripes with the announcers. Like, how the fuck can you have that as a job and you still can't pronounce? pronounce somebody's name right yeah week after week but the the red bud thing to put somebody on the spot and then yeah, keep like, them like, going is i don't just... want to do that no uh, you guys can all yell red bud cool Sick. i don't want to do that no. and if i don't do it in the, your mic then i look I'm like an the idiot. bad guy right mm-hmm. so i i'm a little bit you know but anyways all right next question steve as a contributor how do you feel about the new racer x covers and what was the inspiration behind them What's what's wrong? What's new about them? We the, would like to feel it. The logo? No. The grit. The texture. Oh, it's still not the same as yours. Thanks for Ours subscribing. Ours is really gritty. Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I read the ma- Chad Reed. I, I read the magazine online, right? Like when it's being built. So I get the Isn't mag. Isn't that weird? Oh, it's totally weird. It's and, weird. It's and what's weird about it too is you lose track of which month you're on. Like mm-hmm. you don't know. We were two and three issues like stacked up at right. Points. And sometimes you're like, okay, which one is that? Or somebody says, hey man, I read the new ag- magazine with that article, and you're like, what? What? Because huh? you're already two months down the road or whatever. You and know? It's so, weird because then so I don't you, really pick the magazine up that much to be honest. 
I honestly hadn't read one in a while. I, I read them front to back. I, but you know what is cool is seeing the ads, which it's is in cool the magazine. It's cool to see all that stuff. You see and the, I think that we get a little bit too um, jaded. too jaded by yeah. it. And then when you take a step back and you go see it, it's amazing that so many people want right. to be parts of these things. Yeah, my, my stories are the best. Yeah, yeah. you do a lot. My stories are the You're best. You're Newsweek, bro. Yeah, I'm in Newsweek. I'm in a Newsweek magazine for CBD. Did you really? Yeah, I wrote an interview chat. And it made Newsweek. Yeah, it's in the Newsweek format, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's okay. a CBD dedicated magazine. Oh, okay. Hence the cream. That I got that before. Th- oh. th- this works, bro. I have this CBD cream from Chad, CBD MD, and I've been putting it on my tennis elbow, and it works. I'm telling I'm gl- you, it hey, works. That is going to be the big money thing. Right. That's going to be the big savior for right. a lot of things. Okay, next question. Anton, who's a moto journalist that that whose work doesn't receive the recognition or attention you think it should? I I really don't know because there are a handful of guys that are doing really good work and get a lot of attention, and there are a handful of guys that do shit work and get a lot of attention and praise that aren't worthy of it. Who, who are those guys? Um, I would say the people that have been reposting the same articles for the last thirty five years. <laughs> And some and they're they're nice guys, but it's like, dude, just come on. You have the wealth of the entire industry behind you, and I hit like you have an un an unmatched legacy, and it's just the least effort. Spelling errors all the time. It just it sucks because they could do really good work, and I just don't understand why they don't. Okay, so you don't know anybody who deserves credit though that doesn't. I think we credit? all get the credit that we deserve. Okay, you get a lot of credit. Don gets a lot of credit. Uh, Weege gets a lot of credit, and he does a lot. I don't get enough credit. Steve was fishing for credit there. I need, I need more credit. <laughs> I need more. Credit. You get. It blows me away. No, I'm joking. It blows me away how many people just yeah, like it's, because it's, I have friends that'll listen to me on the show, and when I go home this week, all they'll talk about is I can't believe you were on the show. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe you should fucking feel fortunate. I do. Maybe you should pay me. J- right. JT, who's impressed you the most at Southwick, and who was the most disappointing? Who impressed me the most? He liked Bo- Pat. Um, Bo- he liked Pat Botten, but he didn't think Treadwell's <laughs> sand skills were on point. Uh, Justin Cooper impressed me. Adam, imp- but both of those guys weren't very good there last year. I know they were fast or whatever, but the results were terrible. So both of them, I thought Justin Cooper's practice and qualifying speed was unbelievable, uh, and then Zacho's ability to run away at the beginning of the second moto, I didn't see that coming. He's really struggled in the first few laps. Um, so that was, you could tell, and he's made mention that he's been working so hard to get better at that, but it's, mm-hmm. that's usually not something you can just improve overnight, but he seems to have found some answers there. So that was that was cool to see. Disappointment. Uh, you hate to say Roxon because he's dealing with health stuff, but yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't. So I'll, I'll, I can't I'll stay away from that. Right, right. I agree. I'll stay away from that. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Sexton because I, I think that was self-imposed. I, I think he made some horrible decisions in his prep. He should not have ridden motos last week, in my opinion. Uh, he should have done everything he could to rest, and he paid the price for it. He wasn't able to ride the second moto again. Um, so that was that was disappointing to see, only because I know the kid works his ass off. And he deserves better than that. So, mm-hmm. bummer. What about John Short? Not impressive, I guess? Of course, yeah, but we already huh? spent an hour talking about John Short. <laughs> well, Dark Side texted me. He wanted me to talk more about Dark Side. The Sexton one is weird because you know it was going to happen. 
you you well, know you, you don't know that was going to happen, but I mean, at that point when you've already lost a full moto's worth of things, how much better can it really get to go? Eh, I I might not be at one hundred percent. I'm going to try mm. this again at an equally hard race. JT, it's almost like someone texted Osborne some some tips. Oh, here we go. It's almost. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my God, yeah. God. Right. I will say though on the Sexton thing, Anton. Keep when the, I heard, keep denying me my I, credit. I heard. It, you don't deserve credit for that. It was stupid. Um, when I heard that Sexton had been doing motos midweek, mm-hmm. I just shook. I just shook my head and said, "This is going to go poorly." And I, I could have been wrong. Like he, maybe he goes out and wins on the day. But everything I know about the sport and recovery and a lifetime of being around it, I just shook my head and said, "Why? Why are you doing that? Like why? Why? Why are yeah. you doing this?" And then he goes out there and suffers more. It's like sometimes you have to do less. Like, you just can't keep yeah. burying yourself when you're already buried. You when, know? Like, he, like he I told, told Osborne me, to not bury it in the berms. He, he told me on Friday that he had ridden, and I was like, oh, oh okay. Because I'm just like, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. They might they might keep him out this week is the word and, I'm getting. And I mean, okay, so then you've just lost four points, four points motos. paying motos instead yeah. of just one. Right. They might keep him out this week. They're, they're doing some work and seeing how he mm-hmm. is. And it um, sucks because, like. Well, it's funny, like. Go ahead, JT. Somebody go ahead, or I'll just say, talk, start talking about you, how I... When you, talk to, when you talk to a guy like Alex Martin, because he's riding down there, mm-hmm. he's like, man, like, you know, he's got a battle against him. But he's like, man, I don't know why he was out there, you know? Like, Alex has been through this so many times. Why don't you ask somebody that has the knowledge like that, like, what would you do if you're in my shoes? I guarantee you Alex would be like, don't ride a lot, like... That's yeah. not going to help anything. It's only going to make it worse. I just I don't get did, the logic at all. Did you guys? Did you Chad Burner Tortelli Timmy any anybody that you rode with in Florida in the deep summer? Any of you guys ever fall over on a Wednesday afternoon from from heat issues? Uh, I got dizzy. Yeah, dizzy for sure. Uh, but you know, practice you can just yeah. Like if you're getting sure. too hot, you just pull off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you, you know you're doing more damage than good. That's the whole thing. Like, yeah. being the the whole goal, to put it succinctly, the whole goal of every race is to be your absolute strongest on Saturday. If you are not at a hundred percent strength and the strongest you are all week on a Saturday, then you're doing it wrong. You're absolutely doing it wrong if that's not the case. It does you no good to be at your strongest on Wednesday or Thursday. You should be only focused on being your strongest on Saturday. So whatever that takes, whatever you have to do or not do, more work, less work. Right. And that, you know, whatever. there's a lot yeah, of whatever it is. smart yeah. people need to be involved. But I don't think that, especially young kids, I don't think they put that into perspective and like, what do I have to do to be my absolute best this Saturday? Forget about, you know, just doing more motos, which everybody thinks is the answer all the time. Um, yeah. You know, if you're hurting and you're really, really tired on Sunday and Monday, like I guarantee you all those guys work. What's going to help you to get to the best possible physical condition on Saturday? Yep. Rest. Like, it's very easy. It's very simple. Rest. You know, it, it's just yeah. that simple. Well said. Yeah, and I, I, I stopped the timer, but that's a long Like answer. the Star Guys, when I talked to Nichols yesterday, I'm like, hey, so what are you going to do on Monday? He goes, I might do a bicycle ride, but I'm going to go to yoga. I'm going to go do, like, cryo stuff. I'm going to rest. There's no yeah. point in me going um, riding again. I've told the story a few times, but Nick Wade near the end was asking Red Dog at somewhere in Vegas somewhere, what do you do? And Timmy was like, I didn't do anything, man. I, no bicycle rides in the summer, in, in the season. Mm-hmm. Rode once or twice, like rest. R- Timmy was telling Nick, like, 
who's the exact opposite of resting. Nick mm-hmm. Way cannot rest. No. He's like a shark. He, he'll, he'll die if he stops moving. Mm-hmm. And, and <laughs> Timmy was like, I, I do, I, Red Dog's like, serious? Or Nick Way's like, serious? Yeah, dude. Like, couple motos, rest. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm old. I'm getting, you know, getting near the end. And like, that's what, that's what worked for me. So, okay, so JT, because you follow so many other sports. Oh, here we go. MotoGP. Well, no, no, no. But, like, they have a cap on how much they can practice. Do you think that if we had a cap, you're not going to make these massive gains day after day after day? You're just happen. wearing yourself down. That'll never happen. But how do you not go, maybe I should back back it down just yeah, a little bit? Yeah, but there's going no, no cap. You can't teach these. Not a cap, but right. just maybe a less is more approach that we right. see works in other things. Well, you know, for them, it's so much about contact. You know, those guys are... They 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 have to protect them from the coaches just making them hammer each other into the ground like they used to twenty years ago. They would just practice and just drills and drills and just beat the shit out of each other. They're more protecting from that, I think. Mm-hmm. But I I will share a story. A couple of years I went up to Nick Way's house that you mentioned, and you know in Michigan in the summer it can be it can be hot, but it's usually pretty nice. And I felt like I could ride so much more up there during the summer, like practice wise, and not be worn out on Saturdays because the heat wasn't so oppressive. When I was in Florida, one, you know, it was good for, for heat training, but it, you really had to be careful because every time you exerted yourself in the heat, you were really taking a lot of, a lot of energy and, and it took a long time to recover from that. But when I went to Michigan, I could ride a lot and I didn't feel like I was very tired because it would be, you know, if we rode in the morning, it'd be like 65. It was like no big deal. So you could actually practice your technique and actually ride more and get better on the motorcycle where in Florida, I felt like I needed to do my motos and that was it. Like I needed to get out of the heat as quickly as possible or else I was going to be absolute garbage on the weekend just because I'd be so worn out. So it's, it's a, I think that's maybe what the California guys are experiencing a little bit is they're not just killing themselves midweek and they're a little bit stronger come Saturday. Um, all right. Anything else, Mark? There's two more still. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. let's, let's do this. we gotta, we got to run. Steve, yep. section up a pie into the reasons AC has been so successful lust far in the outdoors. Mm, I'm surprised at how good AC is outdoors. i got to say that. I thought the Vegas thing would hurt him. Uh, the fact that he had a 450 deal already done. Uh, the fact that he's never been a great outdoor guy. The fact that he's bigger and taller. I thought all that was going to add up Hadn't to race outdoors in a while. I thought all that was going to add up to a a win here or there, but a lot of top fives and top three. You know, I I'm surprised. I really am. So uh, motivation over Vegas thirty percent. Uh, Nick Way thirty percent. Uh, age and maturity and bike seventy uh, percent. No, wait, that's no, not that's, that's, not, that's, that's, not, that's not that's not good. No. That's not good. 130%. All right, that's that's what I'm going to give. So he's really giving it his all. Yep. Uh yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard, but th- there we go. Yeah. All right, Anton, last one. Has one of Don's swimsuit centerfolds turned into a tasteful topless slash nude shoot? <laughs> if they have, I've never been cuz I've <laughs> never gone taste, to one of those. Tasteful. <laughs> taste. Thanks for adding. It's classy. Thanks for adding the yeah, tasteful. Thank you, in there. Yeah. I've never been to one. Oh, no, I take that back. I've been to one. In all the years, I've been hey, um, to one. Millsap's wife... Was it, was it at the porn house? No. <laughs> I would like to find out how I can get to one of those shoots. I have a lot to learn. Hey, there was something going down in that chair that I was sitting in that, earlier in that day that was very freaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Millsap's wife and Baggett's wife both were trans world models before they met their guys? Millsap's grants. Uh I don't think it was before. I think she was already with Josh. Oh, okay. But, yeah, so that's three wives. 
Um, he never got Nicole, huh? He never. That was the, for sure, he tried. Tried. I think that oh, that, that was coming up. But then Nicole's told me that like there for a while she was getting so much heat in the comments. Anytime there was any mention of uh-huh. her, like she had a really yeah. bad streak there where everybody just hated Nicole. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I, I don't. I don't deal with any of that stuff. Right. Okay. Uh, anything else? X brand goggles. Choice of champions everywhere, like John fucking Short, everybody. Great ride by John Short. All right, JT, thanks, man. We kept you a long time and uh, appreciate it. Uh, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. If you want a Fly Racing Formula helmet, contest at pulpamexico.com. We'll do the draw next week. So, all right, JT, uh, thanks for your time, man. Appreciate it. All right, Mark, you're going down. Whatever. All Bring right, it. C- can't wait. The, yeah. See ya. The battle that nobody wants is on, everybody. Uh, Garrett, what's happening? Hey, uh, I got a question about some stats. I don't think you're talking about the right sport because we don't know how to do stats. Yeah, we're, we're shitty with stats. But what's up, Garrett? So uh, I noticed that this year Sexton got his first, uh, obviously he got his first win in Supercross and then won the title. At the same time, Ferrandis got his first win and won the title. At the same time, Webb got his first 450 win and won the title. Has that ever been done before where all three classes – have been won by guys who got their first win in that same year in that, oh, that is a class. That is a great question, a good stat, and I have no idea, but it is rare. It's got to be rare. It's got to be rare because it's got to be rare because you would have to go back. McGrath won 93, so mm-hmm. the 93 champions were Henry, MC, and Huffman? That might be one, yeah. In '93, I'll I'll look, but um, yeah, because that would have been right when Henry was coming. Stanton on. won his first in '89 and won the title. Mm-hmm. And '89 champion was Chicken. No, he won in '88, so that doesn't count. Mm-hmm. So that didn't work. Um, Dungey's first year, 2010, got his first win mm-hmm. and then won the t- title. So who was 2010 champions? 250 class. We'll have to go back and look, Garrett. Good question, man. We'll we'll do some research. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Let me know. I mean, I listen to uh, listen to pretty much all your shows, so just okay. drop it in on one of them. Yeah, I'll, uh, yeah. Let's go back I'll and I'll do it on Twitter or something, or I'll mention it. Yeah, we'll we'll go back and look. Maybe I'll ask Wygant too. We can figure it out. Good good fact though. Thanks, man. Sweet. All Later. Right. See ya. All right. Um, who's this it's on two? Doug. Doug. Hey, what's up, Doug? You've been holding a long time, bro. Yeah, let's see. I've charged my phone twice. What? Um, <laughs> this might be a record. Like, uh, yeah, three hours and forty-five minutes. But well, okay. no, no worries. What, what? 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 What do we need to give you here? What? What? You got yeah. a bike? You got a bike? Yeah, I got a bike. What? What do you got? What kind of bike you got? Uh, CRF four fifty. Okay. Um, what can we give you? Want a maximum oil kit? Sure. You want a filter or a maximum oil kit? Which one? Um, oil kit. Okay, Maxima Oil Kit, MaximaUSA.com, Pulpamex 35 to save. Maxima Oil, the official oil of Monster Energy Pro Circuit as well as Monster Energy Kawasaki. And the dogger uses Maxima, and that's all you need to know. Love SC1. All right, man, what's your question? Sweet, thank you. So, um, anyway, I'm calling from Virginia Beach, and um, off topic real quick, I just heard you mention Starbucks. Glad to hear you like that because that's been my client for like 20 years. Mention so who? We oh. built Starbucks. Starbucks. Starbucks? Oh, yeah. 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 
built about 600 of them all over the U.S. Oh, wow. But, um, yeah, I like, so listen, yeah. um, so when you build them, you build them. It's yep. remarkable. Yeah, a, yeah, it's my client. I'm a, I'm a project manager. Yeah, okay. And, so it's uh, remarkable. For 20 years. How do you get mm -hmm. the same tile slash <laughs> wood wood and everything? Go ahead. There's so, three pallets right. There's three pallets out right now. So I know what you're saying. Uh, do you go? Do you go to Starbucks everywhere in all the cities that you go to? Yeah, that's why I'm asking. I, I'm pretty much a regular all across the country, and even in Paris and Bulgaria and everywhere. Yeah, well, I mean, they're, they're changing it up a little bit. I mean, they went through some big design changes the last couple of years. And, um, you know, now they're basically down to three pallets. So uh, if, okay. you, if you've been, if you travel a lot, and if you've got some that you go to frequently, you've seen them all remodeled in the last five years. Huh. So um, they're, they're big they have a big renovation program right now, and they, they have three basic pallets. Now, as far west as I go is out Montana, and uh -huh. Wyoming and out that area. So I don't know farther out out there where you know, well Vegas is in that market cuz that's a Midwest market. So I work in the Midwest market. That's the farthest market Great radio. Out and up and down the East Coast. Yeah. So they see uh yeah, I don't know. I, I can't answer that question. Can I do you uh, have any with like hey, basic. Do you have any like sort of stuff that doesn't fit because it got a little dinged up. Like, can I get a counter in my in my studio? Can I get a Starbucks counter or can Starbucks? You send me an espresso maker. I, well, I, I tell you what you. I tell you what you can do. Okay. Hope nobody uh, is listening. No, but, no uh, nobody listens to this. But show. It, but anyway, um, I uh, uh, not nothing that's like like that. Okay. But I do have some something cool I can send you to put in your office for sure. Oh, that'd be great. Something that some, okay. something that nobody. I can guarantee you that nobody has because it came out of a store about 20 years ago my first my first store and the only reason i let you have it is because i have one in my office and one in my garage okay we're, we're on i'll, I'll trade you years old i'll trade you maxima oil kit and i'll i'll throw in um i'll throw in a battery from firepower how's that for your honda <laughs> okay. you got a honda with an electric right. start like you got a newer honda? no no man mine's older mine's older like me you okay can i give you um a set of cams for it you don't have tires. You don't have to give me any. You don't have to give me anything. Okay. Well, yeah, tires. Tires always work. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but no, you don't have to give me anything. I'll send you something cool, man, because I got stuff in my, from all the clients that I do hanging in my oh, office. I just love memorabilia. So, Anton, and how that, jealous are you? That and actually, that very... kind of leads yeah. into what I'm about to tell you. Okay. What What's up? <laughs> what I called you for. So look, um, we're we're one of the biggest. I'd like to think. I, I think we are uh, in Virginia anyway. Probably one of the biggest moto collectors. And I, you know, we're about, you know preserving the history of motocross for everybody and i'll keep this very brief and i'm trying to um start up a website i've got some advice from uh, chris ackerman that i know and i'm gonna do a virtual website where people can see everything that we have we've got over 600 riders about uh, jerseys and kits and about i don't know 75 helmets or so and same with goggles probably more than that okay. hundreds of plastics okay. industry yep. stuff All you right. know, a few bikes from some of the pros but I, uh, you know, eventually after that gets launched, you know, we're going to try to open up a museum that's free for riders and fans and everybody to come and see. Okay. With all that being said, every time I watch your show, especially when you moved into the new mm -hmm. um, studio there, yep. you got some rad stuff. And I just wanted to ask you just a couple simple questions like, what was your, what's your favorite piece that you have in there? And then my second question is, what's the best story you have behind one of yours? I couldn't nail down my favorite piece. I really couldn't. You know what? I I, uh, I got a jersey from Lachine from 1987 with number nine on the back. 
Um, That's pretty badass. A, an actual jersey from him. That is pretty cool because Ronnie was one of my heroes, so I really enjoy that. Um, Flying Colors uh, did a dogger replica helmet for me from an ALS two that I had. They did it. He did it. He did it. Uh, Smoots did it from a magazine photo, and dude, it looks spot on like Dogger's helmet. It's really cool. Oh, he, did, he, did a, he did a great job. It's a replica. It's not his Dogger's helmet, but um, right. mm, I don't really have any cool story. st- stories. Uh, uh, really? I think you know what you know what I have that every time I look at it brings back memories is uh, 2002. I worked for Nick Way at Moto Triple X, and I have the pit board that we used all year long. Every Supercross, nine nationals out of 12. It's covered in stickers. We just added stickers to it every week. And it's all worn out because it's all been used in, all year long. But it's like the pit board I had all year long. Is I still have it. And so it's really cool. Like it's a neat bit of 2002 thoughts when I see it, you know? So Yeah, that's, that, that, is, that is cool. You say that's from Moto Triple X? Moto Triple X, 2002, yeah. Okay, so I've got the exact same one, and uh, a friend of mine is good friend. He lives in California, is good friends with those guys, and he mailed me the, the license plate off of his car when, of his truck from California. Oh, that's and it cool. Says Moto Triple X on it. Oh, cool. Yeah, there you go. That's kind of neat. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, um, all right. The, um, I wanted to tell you one other thing. The um, right. We got to go to commercial. I want to tell you, I want to tell you, I'll tell you real quick. I'll tell right. you one of my, my right. favorite, okay. my, my favorite story. All right, then I've, I've, I'm a, I'll, I'll split. Yep. Uh, if you if you allow me. Anyway, so um, I, uh, you know, you know that 2005 uh, bike from uh, Steel City that Mike uh, and them traveled with a couple of years ago. Mike, they had it at all the races. Legends Hero. Oh. No. no, I, no. no. Yeah, that it's uh, the it, Honda it, with the all the stickers. Guys, they, oh. They had the uh, MCR. The MCR team had. Uh, uh, Mike's bike from Steel City okay. three, two or three years ago, and they took it around to all the Supercross races, yep. you know, and it was it had some stuff around it. So I had the exact same bike. So I had the dude on Instagram hit me up because he knows um, I'm a super fan of, of Mike's, and he said he had his bike. And then I texted Tony, and I, and I you know, I asked him, I said, is this Mike's bike? And, uh, and I sh- you know, I shot him some pictures, and he said, well, you see those foot pegs there? Those were custom made for Mike. And then it was like an aluminum gas cap had his name engraved in it and the ignition. And then there was a number under the fender because I think they had five or seven that year. I can't remember. And then just a few other um, custom things on there that was his. And I rode up there after my, uh, Tony told me that. And I rode up there and these guys lived. I got there in the middle of the night, lived way out in the woods. And I had a couple of grand on me. And uh, they wanted me to pull down to the shed that was way farther down the property with no light. I was, you know, freaking out a little bit. But when they opened up the shed, there it was. And then they were showing me pictures of when they bought it from them and all that. And the dude said, you know, do you think you could have my son? You know, you could call Mike and he could talk to my son. So I did that. And, you know, between him being all cool about that, me getting the bike, I mean, I drove six hours back. That's awesome. I got home when it was, when the damn sun was coming up and I was still smiling so cool that's that's probably my coolest story but that I mean, is I've cool had, so you got the bike yeah you know um yeah i got that one and i got a 2012 that i got you know straight from them too it's got everything moto concepts on it every bit of it wow. you know, genova and all those guys were good to me and i've got sweet parts all right we're gonna run we gotta go to commercial doug thank you for calling Thanks, uh we're gonna stay on hold yeah, travels to get travels to get your information all right 
Okay. I can't right, wait for my Starbucks thing to show up either. I can't wait. I'm, I'm, hey, uh, will, he, will he give me a mailing address? Yeah, he will. Okay, cool. All right. All right thanks. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Stay on hold. Uh, we're going to give him a maximum oil kit. Going to commercial break here. Should have called Randy Richardson. Going to commercial break here, everybody. Be right back after this. I'm Weston Pike. I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to The Pulp Show, and Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, MIPS. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is f***ing annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance. But I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence 
in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Thanks for listening to the Pulp Mech Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one-of-a-kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels. Hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram, at WUSA.com. 
WUSA, they are all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Living 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. 
Her 2019 Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lampson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a pro launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. That's uh, Michael Antonovich music. Mm -hmm. Who is it? Uh, the Menzingers. Menzingers. Mm -hmm. All right. Band from uh, Philadelphia. Oh, yeah? They're All good. Right. They sound a little old school Moto Triple X. Yeah, uh, Epitaph. Crusty. Mm -hmm. Crusty Demons. Yep. So, right. uh, yeah, from Bad Religion. Uh, yep. They got, they're on their label. Um, a lot of Moto guys listen to them, like industry dudes. So it's weird because. I think that that kind of went away, but then they've kept it around uh, because uh, that was the only music have, I listened to as a kid. Did and you then, ever do a sound check? No, but we should. We should, yeah. It'd be, be fun. Yeah. It sucks because I kind of have fallen out of all that scene. Like, I used to go to concerts all the time and stuff, and it's just, it's not the same as it used to be. Mm -hmm. and especially in San Diego, there's no really good shows. Um, we went to one a couple of weeks ago that I was really excited about, but all the bands that I grew up seeing have gotten old now. Right. And they're kind of... Yeah, me uh, too. Well, they're kind of playing to this like weird thirty-something demographic of like, it just sucks. Like housewives that are, mm -hmm. or, or like kids that are trying to like reclaim their past. It's like, yeah, just make new shit. Right. We're all going through the same thing. Just make new stuff. Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Upload your resume for free. The number one and the only job board built specifically for the motorcycle industry. Uh, it's the number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates. The job of the week this week. Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Felt Entertainment. Mm. Is looking for an operations staff, and it says motocross on their website. Feld's thing listing is for motocross. Mm. Interesting, huh? <laughs> Lots to take away from that. Lots to take away from that. There's no way that I don't think they would ever run a series. There's a typo in there somewhere. Oh no, no, yeah, no, no. It's supposed to say supercross, but definitely but it's supposed funny to say how it says motocross. Yeah. Anyway, and you know that if that was five years ago, people would have been freaking yeah. out. Operation staff loads, unloads, moves materials, structure, banners, as well as assembles, places, and operates equipment related to Supercross Arena Cross in venues in accordance with management's direction and Supercross best operation practices. So there we go. It is a, uh, you need a high school education or a GED. Is this a dig dug job? This sounds a lot like a dig dug job. It might be a dig dug job. I don't know. I think the dig dugs probably are, you know, higher up. You don't just step you into being a dig your... dug. You got mm -hmm. I saw a dig dug with his helmet off last year. Did you talk to him? Yep. And I said, dude, you got your helmet off. 
Don't you keep the helmet on all the time? And he's like looking at me all weird in the elevator. You know what you should do? And I'm like, Weege, it's a dig dug. You need to put like a pedometer on him and a heart rate monitor and see how his activity goes because those guys run a lot. Yeah. And that's a nonstop job from the time it starts. They even like do all the track deconstruction and everything at the end of that. So if you want to be a dig dug, go to MotorcycleMachineJobs.com, Feld Entertainment. You can be the operations slash staff for Supercross slash Dig Dug. Mm-hmm. So go there. That's MotorcycleMachineJobs.com. Job of the week, LA Honda World, Vince Freeze, Adam Entignap, myself, Chris Kiefer, all Honda Ridgeline owners. We thought about going to get a car there. You did? Mm-hmm. Anyway, Steve would have dialed you in. Would have gave you a great price. I don't know why we didn't. When I talked to Freeze, Freeze couldn't believe what a deal he got. He was like shocked because he was shopping for one. Did you get a Ridgeline? Yeah. Oh, wow. But you can get any kind of Honda you want. Yeah. But... 30 minutes from anywhere in L.A. Thanks, uh, L.A. Honda World, uh, for making it happen. Go down there. Free first-time oil change if you mentioned Pulp MX. Thanks to those guys. What? It's amazing, like, some of the things you have. Free oil change. Yeah. Get this. Well, I'm just trying to help out the fucking listeners, bro, okay? There's serious shit going on with those guys. Eagle Grit, eaglegrit.com. You put the code PULP in there. Say those guys. Love Eagle Grit. Don't love the owner so much, but love Eagle Grit. Mm-hmm. OGO Power Sports, great company. Works connection. All products that we use. Every single day, including Mark's when he's shredding and going to beat JT uh, riding, which is going to happen very shortly. You know that's right. Uh, Christian Craig's uh, WADA thing. Mm-hmm. We don't have a ton of time here. we got the Race Tech rant coming up. we got all time. But, uh, well, Mark's is just, he'll walk off the job at some point. Yeah, he's earned his money for the night. Right. He just needs to tell us what button to press because my flight's not till 2 in the morning. So no, let's keep it going. That's fine. Yeah, maybe Doug wants to call back in and tell us about his memorabilia again. We can keep going. Um, he's keeping it short, though. Hey, so, um, Christian Craig, what a joke, right? A clusterfuck okay, on so every Kate, level. So, after the show tonight, I'm going to release a privateer island podcast with Kate Clayson about his suspension. Mm-hmm. He actually never got any time. Anything. He just, they just said, okay, you're good to go. Like, he never had, he never got a number when he could race again. They just said, you're good to go. Christian Craig got told of a positive test almost a year mm-hmm. after he took it. And he but doesn't know what racing. he's doing. But he, he's racing. Brock Tickle was told, you can't earn any money. You can't get a ride in Canada. You can't, can't do, go race bicycles. You can't do straight rhythm. He can't do anything at all. You can't do a thing until we, you know, until your suspension's up. Mm-hmm. But Cade's up in Canada making money. And Christian is just racing. Like, what a fucking joke this system mm-hmm. is. What a fucking joke uh, between the WADA guys and the FIM guys. And I There should be fucking clown music played with these guys. And we all... Look, I'm not one of those flag-waving, thumping American guys. I'm not even American, for God's sake. I will be soon, hopefully. But anyways... Oh, you still haven't? No, I haven't taken... I'm doing my citizenship. But I'm not one of those guys. You know that, Anton. Mm-hmm. You know me well. I'm not one of those guys. But this is the part where Mitch Payton and DeCoster and Feld and everybody says, Fuck you guys. You're not doing that to our, our American series. You guys in Europe, Switzerland, all of you guys, fuck off. Like, if you, this is how you're going to treat our athletes. If you're going to give us proper drug testing, proper rules, proper procedure, a penalty, you know, an arrest, mm-hmm. i.e. a drug best, and then a, a, a day in court, i.e. There has to be a procedure, and if, it has to be the you, same if thing If you're over not going to do that for us, and you're going to shit on our series and our, our country's riders and everything, mm-hmm. see you later. See you later. And the fact that we're – and I'm bringing this up because you're well-versed in this as well. The fact that we're not doing this, we look like assholes. And 
I think we all agree on that, but we are so tied into a system that it would be next to impossible to do it because there's so many parts that rest heavily on having that designation as a world championship that you're not going to get if you split from the FIM. Who cares? I think a lot of people care. Who? I think sponsors care. I think Feld cares to have that designation. Yeah, that's a big honor, you know, to say that you're part of this massive thing. No, it's not. They didn't They didn't have it forever. Who cares? I'll tell you the reason they do it is so nobody else starts a Supercross series in the other side of the world. But that's another thing. That's a protecting your investment deal. And, I mean, it sucks that the riders and teams that have to take all of the brunt of these deals um, are the ones that get hurt by it. But Feld's not going to go, hey, you know what? You guys have done this. We're going to let somebody else run another thing. We're going to there's there's no way like this is what we have to deal with until something changes. Now, it does sound like when you and I talked on the Moto 60 show a few weeks ago and we both kind of were like, what what is the AMA doing? What is this disconnect? I think with Dingman being there and and maybe leveraging things a little bit more, it sounds like there's been a more open line of communication. Yeah, but these Kate, are three. Kate's podcast. He gave Rob Dingman, the president of the AMA and mm-hmm. the vice president of FIM, now a lot of credit. But, but like, we have a lot of rebuilding that we have to do now because we've kind of in a sense, in a sense, ruined four careers. I mean, it's just a joke. Like, mm-hmm. four it's, careers. It's embarrassing. It's yeah. embarrassing for our sport to be to have this. It's embarrassing. I think if you told any other other sport of like oh yeah you're affiliated with them how long does it take you to get a notification that you've yeah. tested positive when does your punishment come and if you told them what we've dealt what, what's with, happening they would end. laugh in your face yeah so i mean felt should be ashamed of it if that's what they're doing if that's why they're doing all those reasons that you said bad shame on them it but it's business I, I, it's like we said that that Thursday it's a necessary evil of what they have to do and NASCAR has its own drug testing policy but theirs is a lot different than what they're than what we're going for. They're not trying to chase HGH and all these different things. They just want to make sure their guys aren't on speed. Dude, we're not chasing that either. No, truly, we're not. Truly, chasing we're that. not. We're doing piss tests a lot, and even then, it's like you're not getting any of that stuff random. piss test. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think that it's to the oh my god everybody's on something level the yeah. of speculation that used to be even five years ago. I think that that's changed yeah. quite a bit. Oh, I I I would bet. A lot of money that our champions of past years were on something. Mm-hmm. I, I would bet a lot of money. And on what that. was stopping them? Nothing. 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 A piss test at Daytona and a piss test at Steel City for weed and coke. And ecstasy. And ecstasy. And you're like, fuck, why would yeah, I do that anyway? Right. The race is right. over. Like, yeah, yeah, the real yeah. fun starts after this. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And, yeah, it's... There just needs to be a real did, procedure did, system. Did you hear about the, the Baggett thing from a few weeks ago? Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. I don't get that either. I, I, how is that possible? So what did you hear? That he, they were random, and then that he was not the position that they said, but he yeah. had already been selected, yeah. and yeah. then they go, well, this isn't random, then yeah. if you picked him, and then the, the guy s- goes, okay, fuck it, and they just ripped it up the paper. Yeah, yeah. They, they, and, they, and they came to him and said, we're testing 13th. I didn't get 13th. I didn't get 13th, Blake said. They said, well, you're still being tested. And, and he was like, well, just that, do it. Is it random or is it targeted to Blake Baggett? And I don't know whatever happened. I don't know if he ended up not taking it. He didn't. He didn't take it. That's what I heard is right. that he didn't take right. it. Right. Which is another joke, too. Now, that's USADA. That's not WADA. But, like, but, even then, it, like, 
the people that are coming to do these these things. They're just a chaperone that gets the call from USADA. Hey, you need to go to yeah this, this event. Whatever. This event yeah. out in the middle of nowhere that you've never probably heard of, and then you need to watch all these guys that you've never met before. And that's kind of the way it needs to be. So there is no favoritism, but at the same time, there's no. Yeah, there's no procedure of everybody knowing their job. You're dealing with a different stranger that's literally staring at your dick while you take a piss, and yeah. it's just it yeah. doesn't make sense. Like it is Sounds what it gay. is, but it's just so, yeah. so messed up in every way. And I, I, it's not free. They're paying a lot of money to have this stuff be a part of it. You know, it's it's a joke. It makes me really upset about our sport, among other things. Among other things, giving and, giving two fifty supercross riders national points. Is also right up there. Mm. By the way, there's a lot of stuff that could be fixed, and I think, honestly, it feels like people have gotten so jaded by all of the fuck ups that they're just like, "What's it matter? What's what's one more? What? what? (laughs) Fuck it. The gate's gonna Uh, drop on Saturday, regardless. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It is. Um, Hey, so Swap Moto Live. We all know about Transworld folding up very suddenly. And as I would like to point out for the millionth time. This was not a, we weren't pulling our weight, we weren't doing well. We were the top performing title in the building. The company that bought us has no desire in motorcycles. It was nothing that we could have done to fight this or avoid it or anything. It was just... But it is crazy that you would take a a profitable venue and not be like, hey, listen, we're buying this company. These five jerk-offs here seem to be running a, however many people are at Transworld, Mm -hmm. seem to be running a valuable property that's profiting. Mm -hmm. Let's let them keep going. Um, until you tell them they operate motorcycles and that is potentially deadly and they don't want the lawsuit of, hey, if somebody gets hurt, their oh. wife is going to come sue us for everything we have. Oh, okay. That's a good point. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and brought that's up exactly by the lawyers. what happened. Right, right. The lawyers are like, hey, this, this, this is dangerous. This is very dangerous. <laughs> now, when somebody twists their ankle skateboarding and they signed a waiver, it's whatever. Right. But for our deal, it's pretty... Right. Like, I mean, even on things... I mean, I've almost, like, been on demo rides and almost gotten sent off a cliff mm-hmm. from an oncoming traffic car not even my fault and there would be a lot of people that would be responsible for that from the company to yeah the oem to whatever and right. it's like i could see a company wanting to backpedal from that but it sucks because put a lot of people out of jobs yeah and, so, and as we've left too that company is not doing very well uh, shocker right um what's been better about swap moto live and what's been worse about swap moto live I love it more than I ever did. Mm-hmm. I thought that Transworld was just the end-all, be-all, and it was all I ever wanted since the first time I picked up one in 2000. Um, and it was getting there towards the end where I think we were all just like, oh, my God, we're so like overloaded with work that it stopped being fun. Okay. Um, to have something that you love and maybe you took for granted taken away from you and you have to earn your way back in. Uh, makes you like it a lot more. I've had more fun going to the races this year than I ever have. Um, thing that's harder though is it's kind of it kind of sucks to be having it happen when we did because if this whole position had happened maybe in October, mm-hmm. we could have had a lot more money to come in. Be- but everybody's budgets were already set for the year, yeah. So all of that money that they had already allotted to Transworld and that they still had to pay that doesn't mean it can come yeah. right over, but we have so many good supporters that have come in, like so many big advertisers right away, and then the traffic to the website's been huge. Everything's grown really fast. I would say even in some elements faster than I expected. Okay. So that's been good. Yeah. Like, out of all the bad, good has come out of it. And even, like, I'm not one of those people that's like, yeah, everything happens for a reason, but I see how bad things that happened here have led to something good now. Right. Swapmodelive.com. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Don was in here, whatever, a few months February, back. February, yeah, yep. a few months back, talking about it. So, at that point, he was hoping to buy the magazine back, but that, that didn't happen. Yeah, but, and, yeah, and they're basically, from what we've been told, they're just going to take all of those social media followers and then roll them up into something else. So, we really would like to have that stuff because it would be great to have a, you know, two million Facebook followers yeah. and whatever we had on Instagram, but yeah. it's not possible now. But it's been fun to rebuild all the way from the beginning because yeah. it's passionate people and it's not. It kind of sucks when you get too big because... Is it because, just you and Don for editorial? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we have Chase Curtis, and he's doing video stuff, but okay. it's not, Yeah. It's not you know, to the level that it was right. where it was for staff guys, you know. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 you know, you guys have a couple podcasts. You have mm-hmm. a video, uh, you have a video series. Uh, and yeah, then Don's your, talk your, show. Yeah. Yeah. Your weekly. All the races. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. It's yeah. It's been. You guys have gotten probably up and running and better content than I think you 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 would have had by now. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, like I it's, think like so it's, too. It's good. Like it's. Taking I don't away, go there every day, but I do check it out. Taking yeah. away the print element, I just yeah. wanted to replace what I did in print with stuff online. So right. if that's a longer form interview or something like yeah. that, then that's what it is. And right. It's not just a Q and A of five minutes with or something. It's it's yeah. a lot longer and more detailed. Right. Um, Racetech Rant, Racetech.com. Please check them out on the web. Ben LeMay using Racetech. Tyler Medaglia, Michael Lessie running Racetech. Uh, Chris Blose, zombie Chris Blose, used Racetech and Supercross. Mm-hmm. Did a great job. Uh, motors and suspension. With those guys, get your motor work serviced. Get it rebuilt. Get it modified. Suspension, the same thing. Uh, Marks has Racetech suspension, and it's phenomenal. It looks like he's on pillows out there. So it doesn't even look like the bumps are even affecting him at all. I don't think I've ever had suspension. Dialed in. Oh, I think it's Marks, all has, Marks has it. And it's let me game changer. You, it's a game changer. Game changer for, for sure. Racetech.com, Pulp19. Mention Pulp MX. They'll dial you in. Uh, for once, I don't have the rant. I just don't have it in me tonight. You, yeah, you're very upbeat tonight. Yeah, see, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Happy. Um, we haven't done tweets yet, so. Mm. But you have a rant, Anton. Now that it was put on me, yes. Yes. Yeah, um... I think that people don't think that Instagram is like a viable thing or that photos are are just whatever, but there's a lot of money that comes from this. And when these goofball Instagram accounts that are fan pages or MX whatever, you know, MX, you know, daily motocross news and all that stuff, and it's people that have never had a media credential and just take our shit, you guys, like, this is not because I know fans aren't going to stop following these people because they just want to see dirt bike crashes and all this shit. Mm -hmm. The industry has to stop supporting these dickheads. Because that would be like me going to the, you know, LA flea market and buying motorcycle handlebars, or going to AliExpress and buying goggles and being like, yeah, it's just as good as whoever. Like, but why would we not? You think the industry supports these people? In some instances, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't think they did. There's, you'll if you go through, you'll see some people or some accounts following or interacting with these brands, and you're just like, what the fuck are you doing? Because right. you're basically you're it's full counterfeit. Right. It'd be the same thing as me buying fake 100 yeah. percent goggles off yeah. the internet. Yeah, I had a guy. I did a video of AP mm-hmm. on a starting line, humping a seat. And they just take it. They just took it. They just mm-hmm. posted it online. That's over it. and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're just, like, you're just like, wow, okay, well. Dude, and I mean, when you see that stuff, it really makes you see how, like, on a whole nother thing, this is going off the deep end, but on Twitter, you you know how you'll see, like, a tweet get favorited or liked yeah. or retweeted, like, hundreds of thousands of times. And then you'll go through and you'll read the mentions, and it's like stolen tweets, stolen this, stolen that. It's these 
10 people that are all collectively going together that share content with each other and then just cycle it through. So where they're always getting famous and then they're getting paid by these companies to promote their stuff. And right. that's pretty much the same thing that happens there where they're just taking your shit. Like I know a lot of friends that have had people make fake accounts using their photos. People that they've never met, never knew them, never anything. And it's just so weird that people are like, mm, yeah, yeah, that's normal to yeah. take this person's yeah, thing ahead. and then just pawn it off as my own. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. Because I would never do that. I would never take a fucking sentence of text from somebody else and go, yeah, I wrote that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's totally accepted. Oh, look at this crash taken from a... If not accepted, like, yeah. encouraged. Right. And it's nuts. And, and like, seriously, if we're going to support each other as an industry, you have to take care of the people that take care of you and not the goofballs that just have, you know, 750,000 followers because they posted the same stupid shit. I didn't think shit. companies support these people, though. I've seen said, it yeah. a couple times. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's just, yeah, that's unbelievable to me. Yeah, it's unbelievable. You'll never stop it, though. Never. Right. So and then honestly, it's probably only a matter of time too until some goofball cons his way into getting a credential. Yeah, because it's going to happen. Right. Right. You know, and yeah. at that point, it's just like, well, it's fucking over. Yeah. That's why, like, dude, like I don't focus on my website numbers mm-hmm. or my show numbers so much or or any social media. Instagram. Like I. I don't obsess. I'm not like, hey, like you got these we fucking, grow. you got these jerk offs attaching thirty companies mm-hmm. or thirty hashtag motocross hashtag this hashtag that because it, it it gets you followers, right? It does, and like that right. is a that's a fact, and I know that oh, I somebody's going to go off to what when I called in or you guys called me in November when Michael Lindsay was here and like rah, 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 Anton hashtags oh, or whatever. Yeah. But that shit works. Like that well, is okay, no but, bullshit that but, that works. But here's the thing, like I don't. I can't focus on that, me, myself. Me neither. I, I just have to... What, what, how I make money is because I put the product out and we are, we're influencers mm-hmm. uh, with all these guys that give us money for sponsors mm-hmm. and, and the riders on the show promoting everything. And we have a core of motocross listeners that support the show and buy mm-hmm. the products and everything else. That's called being an influencer. That's why I got a Taser mountain bike from Intense and mm-hmm. Blue Crew and all this stuff. And I could... I don't have any of that because of my followers. Like I don't have that many followers. I have 40,000. And I don't. You have forty thousand really engaged. But, the, but ones, that's though. what I'm saying. Like that's what I focus on is mm-hmm. who do I have following me? If I just put hashtag motocross, hashtag supercross, hashtag McGrath, hashtag Carmichael, and get these fucking bots or these people that don't know anything about the sport, what does it matter? That doesn't matter. No, they're not buying anything that I just read. As sponsors. And see, that's another thing. So that's... we need to stop worrying about that. We totally do because we have companies that go, "What's your followers? What's your dude, what's your do- engagement?" It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter what my engagement is. There was a, a guy going for credentials for Supercross, and he actually brought in Pulpamex website numbers and his website numbers, and was like, "Look, I'm doing more visits than Pulpamex," mm-hmm. and he is. Mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck? He's not. Nobody knows his site. No, no, it's a Google ads. It's an SEO stuff. It, it, yeah. it doesn't matter. And like the people thing that- are going to Pulp and buying stuff and, and listening what, to me. What would you rather have? A user or a listener or whatever that sees this stuff and goes, man, I really am interested in that. Would you rather have one person that does that or 10 people that just go double tap and yeah, then go on to the next dude, thing? Exactly. That's what I mean. It, like, But we're, so many people are focused on that. And I, that goes back to when we talked to J-Bone on the phone. Like, You have to learn how to monetize this, but there also needs to be some leverage where it's not the only thing you focus on. Yeah. Because oh, I know. What's to say in this social media thing came out of nowhere. I remember having a MySpace in... 2004 you know and then how quickly in 15 years this has come on and it's been the new thing what's to say that it doesn't just go away yeah who uh, who, yeah. who wises up one day and goes man maybe it's not smart enough that some computer program knows my face because like when my wife posts a picture of me on her facebook 
it automatically tags my brother because we look so alike because I turned all that shit off mine. Yeah. Maybe it's not a good Dude, idea that you put go, all your data out right, into the world. Go read about Facebook. Fuck. Go read about what Facebook has done. And obviously they own Instagram, so I'm, uh, you know. Yeah. And I have a Facebook account for Pulp stuff because it is drives traffic. You have to have it. I'd rather not, though. Go read oh, about totally. these fucking guys and what they're doing with your information and what your data. And you're posting things mm-hmm. about your favorite donut or whatever, and then the donut company's getting your your information. or No like, bullshit. Yeah. The Google Alexa thing. They have admitted, or Alexa, whoever runs yeah, that, Amazon? Has, has yeah. admitted, we have people that listen to your thing. Yeah. They totally yeah. listen to your yeah. house. Yeah, Marks. Marks is in there doing that shit. The fucking, the DNA, the Ancestry.com thing. If you are dumb enough to swab your mouth and send your fucking DNA into some place that you have no control over. that's actually over, pretty good because they caught some murderers that way. <laughs> dude, it's not worth it because there is so much other stuff that's come about that where they're yeah. like, Okay, yeah, you have this, but then you you've sold your whole company, your your whole life and your whole genetic profile to some company so you can be told you're one fifth Irish. Oh man, I really thought that, I liked that's potatoes. Sweet though, being one fifth Irish. That's worth it. Like Um It's nuts. It's yeah. it's we have to like yeah. people have to get smarter. Marks, where than do you that. where do you stand on this? You're smarter about this stuff than I do. But but and me seriously, too. Facebook Facebook's fucking evil. Yeah, I don't like Facebook at all. But no. they own Instagram. Yes. And they'll buy anything else that comes up if that company will let them mm-hmm. so it's kind of they gotta get i hate to say this but there's got to be government intervention here with these places right yeah well, i mean what's the government think, gonna do so. I mean, this is a bigger topic they're fucking the government probably, loves it they'll because, probably fuck it up but i mean look how many elections it's made in the last couple years every election that's happened everywhere in the world over I, the last 10 years has been influenced i mean i'm not in favor of government people getting involved but i mean I mean, you want me to be 100% honest? We're all fucked. It doesn't matter. Like, just have fun and do what you got to do while you're here. Yeah, this is the second time that we've had something like this on when I've been in the studio. This is a movie. This is a legit Hollywood movie with Ben Stiller. (laughs) That's Ben Stiller. Yeah. So it's not like it's like, you know. I love this movie, but uh, our videos will get shot down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I didn't didn't know anything about this. Okay. Uh, So anyways, yeah, we're getting off topic here, but they're evil. Social media is not good. So. Yeah, no. I mean, do what you got to do, but it's one of those things where you're just like, oh, okay, right. but it's not, it's not ideal. You just have to figure out. Like, right. I'm glad that so many people have pulled away and not been so entrapped by it because there's some people that have gotten smarter and they're just like, right. I don't want to deal with this people, anymore. How about these people? follows these people on Facebook that like, like fought with my husband today. I'm so over him. Like, they're putting their arguments on Facebook. It's I dude, I dude. There's so many it's, elements, like layers to the internet that I've never figured out that I never even want to see. Yeah. Like the fact that I have a vital message board account. I've, I mean, I've had one for yeah. years. I remember having one on supercross.com when in like 2002. But I, that's about as far as I want to go. Now. Oh, it's it's insane. So anyways, um, so the Race Tech Rant of the Night, that's Racetech.com. Yeah, just delete Race, all that shit. Race Tech Rants. Delete all the shit. I mean, don't because I need your putting, followers. What about putting watermarks on everything? You could, but then... All you got to do is just go crop it in just a little bit. And what are you going to do? Crop, put a watermark all the way over the image because then... Then you're in the image. Then you're yeah, in the okay. image. All right, good point. You know, I, it's a it's something you just right. got to deal with. And people know well, if Marks, who does the real ones. If Marks would write some code, that would work then, I guess. I write a lot of code for people that pay me. And then we're going to watch a Facebook movie. Now you look like... Uh, <laughs> we can you, watch you, the social network you, after you, all this. You sound like... Uh, you sound There's like, Marks. You sound like there's marks with the headphones on coding. Mm-hmm. Yep, there's marks. Wired, wired in. Yep, mm-hmm. I'm wired in, bro. Yep. Okay. Um, 
That's the Race Tech Round of the Night, racetech.com. Thanks mm-hmm. to those guys. OGO Power Sports, you want a discount off OGO? Please send us an email. We'll pass it on to Pilo. Pilo's uh, good, people. And the, the guys at uh, OGO Power Sports, JGR, Star Racing, Pro Circuit, Rocky Mountain, all use OGO. I've got an OGO backpack that I absolutely Pretty love. Pretty much every team in the pits has an OGO bag. Pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. Um, thanks to those guys. BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis. Let's do it. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. BTOsports.com. Uh, call there. Mention Pulpamex. Put Pulpamex in the notes section. They will give you a discount off anything. They, they got road stuff. They got dirt stuff. They got street stuff. They got bike stuff. They got... Lots of stuff for all sorts of stuff. So uh, go there, mention mention Pulp MX, give, put a discount down. The great guys and their passion uh, is the same as all of ours out there. So um, we thank those guys for coming on board. These questions are submitted to at Pulp MX Show. The guy in the corner. By the way, how'd you do in fantasy this week? How'd you do? Not great. Three fifty nine, I think. Well, that's not good. No, I did three ninety four. I got both first up leaders wrong. I didn't even pick them. Oh. I had a feeling, and I'm glad I didn't because I would have got them wrong. Right. Um, who was it? Weeks got me in the second moto. Oh, James uh, Weeks. I, I was doing great until then, but uh, not not great. But I was at least over four. Canning got me. Canning got me. Yeah. Um, which is crazy because he started so far back and he yeah. actually ended up in double points each time. Yeah, he did. But but uh, um, you expected more. I had someone who burned me. It's it's very it's very frustrating. <laughs> so it's so. It's, I don't know how you guys do this, dude. Some dude. of our texts though during race day are fantastic. They seem. I see people. It blows me away how many people come up to you on a Saturday. Hey, the, something's messing up. I. Uh, what are you gonna do? Yeah. What, what? Oh, just text marks. Yeah. Well. Uh, Bloss was all pissed about his handicap. Really? I should be way higher. I'm like, you're a five, dude. And then he, and then and then Bloss told somebody on the starting line, "Hey, man, I picked you in fantasy. How you feeling?" So like, <laughs> Bloss is doing it on the starting line. This is, it. and that shift's all weird because it's like. Okay, are you gonna not let this guy go? Because hasn't JT like slowed down to let other people get in front of him because he probably, knew he picked yeah, in a fantasy probably. as he well, raced? Or Dan Truman would say that Forrest Butler is keeping an eye on them for a ride. For That's next good. Year. Yeah, so That's don't, good. don't quit this moto, whatever you do. Full effort. Did you listen to the fantasy pod last week? Oh, yeah. Dan Dan's stories. Dan, Dan's got some good stories. Dan Truman's stories are un, like. First of all, he warps it into the fact that he's helping riders not be quitters, and he's helping them turn into men. That's it's true. He's warping it's true. all of his fantasy stuff into like how he's making kids better. He's not wrong. He's but, doing it for the people. Right. So that's in his brain. Mm-hmm. But he's getting guys parts. He's checking on guys. Koga pulled out of the moto, and Dan had him. And, With his wrist? I don't know. Yeah. Koga said he, Dan said he was buried in ice bags at WW Ranch. Oh, that was... WW Ranch. Okay. Um, Doesn't get hot in Japan. Truman's. Uh, Alves has a uh, an ankle the size of a softball, and Truman's like, You're going to go back out, huh? You're going to go back out? You're going to go back out, <laughs> And then Alves goes out and crushes it this weekend? Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, so. Could yeah. you imagine, like, having Truman, though, who basically has the keys to everything? Like, he could really, with one part, make your bike sub- substantially better yeah hey man uh, you want to you want to get this? It, it's his stories this week were an all-timer i was dying it just it seems like they just keep getting better <laughs> just keep getting better we're just getting warmed H- up his his stories if he picks you and the things he does to help you and push you <laughs> and motivate you are phenomenal <laughs> it's almost like a godsend if, if truman wants you on his team yeah yeah, yeah. if you're a private team yeah zane Merritt, feel like you made it zane yeah. Merritt found me this weekend 
You know, he was, <laughs> wants to let me know that he didn't quit. His bike blew up. He's not a quitter. He'll never quit. Dude, look what it did to Jerry. It propelled Jerry to a new level. Yeah. As far as, like, nor- notoriety. Yeah, notoriety, mm-hmm. but not, not always necessarily well, but, good notoriety. Yeah. But Jerry did have his career-best national finish this weekend. And career I'm sure best. people were just freaking out that they did didn't you, pick him. I didn't pick him. I don't trust Jerry in outdoors with two motos. I love the guy, but I can't pick him. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, stupid the guy, the guy in the corner picks the best questions. And, and ask the ones that bag on Anton, please. Please. Okay. Okay. Uh, from Keel McStovepipe. Anton, what's something janky ass media guys do that drives you nuts? Oh, I, I, my, that was my rant last week. Yeah, uh, somebody bitched me out and said that I'm the king of that. Oh, I didn't even think about you for doing that. I don't, I don't know. I mean, here's, here's my thing. That's a tweet. That's one of the tweets. Mm-hmm. You, you attach a guy when he's killing it, mm-hmm. like at Justin Cooper really rose to the occasion yep. today. Okay, but you'll you, you but you can't put a text out with like. Ken Roxon struggled with the heat without attaching Kenny. Mm-hmm. And that's what media people do in our sport. I don't necessarily see this from you. I'll, no. I'm going to keep an eye on your account, Yeah, though. do, please. But I, that to I me even is... looked. I went back and looked. And the only one that I did in recent memory was by accident that I didn't tag the person. Mm-hmm. But I think I tagged them in the photo, but not in the caption. Oh, okay. So if you tagged them in the photo. But if you're going to call guys out for doing good, then do it both ways mm-hmm. or don't do it at all. I don't do either one. I don't give a shit if somebody reads my good words about them. I'm just reporting. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. No, but but then you see the writer goes, thanks, man. Because, you know, they always like this long speech about how great they were, you yeah. know. So there's so much gargling balls in our in our media sport. And that was my rant last week. My thing so. is, I'm not trying to curry favor with anybody. I'm not trying to do anything. I just want you to know what the fuck happened. Like black and white. Here's what the, happened. The, the fans, you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why, right. like, even the Instagram captions that we've been writing are longer form because, hey, you need to know all this stuff. You can't just be like, "Yep, yeah, Marvin was ripping today." Right, right. That, that's fine. I don't care what you do for that. Either attach them all, good and bad, or, or don't, don't attach at all. Them. Right. Mm-hmm. But I see so much attaching when things are good, and none, and none when things are bad. And I'm sure at some point and, that I've done it. And Dawn's one of those guys. I've noticed it with Dawn. Don won't tag them if they if it's if it's shitty, you know. And like, to no. each their own. Yeah, I can't I can't tell you what to do because no. I wouldn't want somebody coming up to me no. and be like, Anton, you fucking. Blah, blah, blah. But I, but I can complain about it. Oh, totally. So I mean, I, I I yeah, I don't expect people to change or whatever. But no. you won't see me do that. Like I don't give a fuck. And so. honestly, like, if I went back, to, if I if I went home to St. Louis today with the gear bag that's upstairs and never came to another race again, it wouldn't matter. I know I would just fade away because there have been so many media people that have come and gone. Yeah, yeah. I well, know that this is just... I'm the same way. I'm it's the just same part way. of the deal. I've been in it longer than you, and it's the same way to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would talk to Osborne and Adam and Phil. Maybe. Maybe I Maybe. Would. <laughs> and, like, that's not like I would right. voluntarily, but, like, that's the thing, too. I know other people that just text writers all the time. And I know you, like, have a really good line of communication with a lot of guys, but it's like, dude, you don't need me to be bothering you about shit. Well, like, I... Like, you... you yeah. I, I do, but I also know that it's just going to, like, yeah, whatever. It's going to go away. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it but, like, I don't need to, hey, buddy, what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. Like, right. I no, know no. when it's time to get somebody, but it's not, like, a Monday through Friday. Oh, what hell, you doing? no. Blah, 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 blah. I, I don't do that either. I don't no, care. No, no, You no. have I, enough I might, people in your world anyway. I might do that with Osborne and Phil and Adam. I have enough people in my life that I don't talk to yeah. on a regular occasion that right. I don't need to cycle right. on other people. Usually just I'm just trying to get Osborne to tell me if Anderson and Marvin are f- fighting. That's all I really care about. Yeah, and you're not going to win that. No, I'm not. But that's all I'm asking, really. So, um, 
But yeah, so that was my rant last week. So. And it's a fair yeah. rant. Right. It was a good rant. Yeah, I just I just, you know, you just you don't see that in other sports. And and I think the other thing with other sports is is do we not pay a, do do certain people not pay attention to how other sports are? Like not do you think Stephen sport. A. Smith is talking to these people or is he talking to a middleman that's talking about this person? Right. right. You know, we right. have such a different thing, this mutant yeah. sports. <laughs> that it's never going to be like anything else, and we have to realize that it's never going to be like anything else. Yep. We just have to adapt to what it is. All right. From Abide Moto, Anton, how come hashtags couldn't help trans world state flow? He's a float? dickhead. That dude's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Are we ignoring that question? No, I mean, I'll tell you straight up, and I, as I told him then, hashtags had nothing to do with it. Trans world as an operation had nothing to do with it's the procedure. What's the question? He's what's the question? Why did did hashtags not How help come trans hashtags? Oh, stay afloat? Okay. Oh, okay. It's, you know, it's funny. It was, it's not. It was supposed to be okay. funny. Yeah. Right. If you know the person, it's not. Um, I was just told to ask the questions that were towards you. So that's fine. Yeah. Uh, this is another one from McNoche. Steve, will this be the lowest rated pulp show within the past ten years? Between the gargling of Zacho's balls, Fly Rider winning, and Anton co-hosting, hard pass. You know what's funny? Wow. Uh, okay. It's funny that the last person was able to switch over to his other Twitter account to ask yes. those questions. <laughs> um, he's, no. always, he's always very positive. Here's, mm-hmm. the, here's the thing. Uh, uh, these shows, I, I, don't, I don't see an increase in pulp shows uh, for the co-hosts. They all get steady, steady listens all the time. It doesn't seem to matter. People enjoy all the co-hosts, good and bad, and, mm-hmm. uh, and we move on with life. If I have a show with... St- Stu, back in the day, it did grab some more listeners, for sure. Everything Stu yeah. used to, like, kill it. Yeah. And even, you know, with Chad, yeah. as popular as Chad is, you don't see these massive spikes off his stuff anymore. Not anymore. You used to. You used Not to. Anymore, even yeah. with Ricky, you don't. Yeah. From Chris Stage... I, I don't know about the Ricky spikes. Stay, yeah. Stage After Anderson winning the designations a couple years ago, like he did, why is everyone so surprised he's riding as good as he is? Because as a 250 rider, he was never a standout outdoor guy. And then it's been a very long time since he's ridden outdoors moto, like missed all of last year, and had never really been one of those guys that was in the mix. When he raced in Italy that year, it was amazing because it was such, it was a perfect moto. Out of nowhere, yeah. Out of nowhere. Like, he destroyed guys. Yeah, if you look at his out of nowhere destroying outdoor rides, uh, there's not very many. Mm-hmm. And then he, Grant Hamlin last year, he was great in one moto. Was great up until like the last few laps. Oh, what happened? I don't know. He just kind of like slipped back, but he was doing great. But he won, didn't he? I don't. Yeah, know. he won a moto. Like Grant Hamlin last year. I don't know, dude. Yeah. I don't remember. But anyways, anyways. Um, so that's why the he this guy points to the one moto. Mm-hmm. I'll point to the twenty where he didn't crush it. So and before. Before but but not taken away from his riding great. He rode great. No, no. Yeah. Before Hangtown even came around, I put out a tweet, and I probably deleted it or something, but like, I thought that Jason would be what he is right now just because to have that long layoff and to be hungry to come back and race, he didn't seem like he was burned out. Even if he didn't do as much testing and riding before the Nationals started like maybe he portrayed, it seems like what he did he was really enjoying, and that's made the huge difference this summer. He wants to be at the track. It's not a obligation he kind of dreaded going to supercross at anaheim one and having to go through this whole champion what are you going to do what are you going to do first result slip that he had would have just it'd have been over i think he's been good mm-hmm. not great and not bad though good this summer uh so he's been i think that he has that single lap speed is pretty telling yeah because he never that was never something that we thought of jason outdoors 
True. And and how crafty he is. Like he's kind of even went into a Porcel thing where it's like, yeah, I'll do one fast lap and then just pull off and go back to the truck. And that's pretty smart of him. Like he's not going to just go out there and just blow himself out for no reason. Right. All right. From John Croc. Will Steve wear the Team Fried FMF shirt to the races if it's part of the t-shirt drop? You should. Uh, yeah, I probably would. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Have you watched those videos? No. They're are, cool. Are they good? The first ones are really good. Yeah. I mean, they're all pretty good, but it's cool to see, and it's the same thing with Bogle's deal. It's cool to see a racer be that open about what they're into right. instead of just being Instabanger clips all the time. Right, right. From Todd Krieg, Anton, your king for the day of dirt bike racing. What is one thing you would change with AMA Supercross Motocross and one thing you'd change about the GPs? Wash base. Wash base would be pretty good. Um, honestly, I kind of like the two-day schedule over at the Nash or at the GPs, but I don't think that we could do it again over here. Um, as far as Supercross goes, it would be nice if we, as U.S. media as a whole, we need to like professionalize that race broadcast because we just keep speaking the same things over and over again. We need to speak to a higher level thing to make that pe- that person that tunes in week to week feel like they're learning something instead of just the same thing over and over again. As far as the GPs, Malin needs another person in the booth so he's not screaming at himself. I don't understand. I don't I, I'll understand. Never, I'll never get that. I don't understand. He just chuckles nervously whenever I bring that up publicly. I know. But he needs to have another. It's a, it's, we, it's, I've been there when you've brought it up to him, and he's just like, Ugh. yeah, I know. He doesn't. He never really confirms it, but it's like, well, I cannot believe. They make tons of money. I don't understand. I don't get And it would be, there, you don't think there's a people chomping at the bit to go do that? You know, it would yeah, be yeah. It would be amazing yeah. because Malin is a good commentator, but he's, he's talking to himself so much that it's, he makes mistakes that yeah, shouldn't happen. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. From Troy Benjen, for everyone, if you had the choice to ride for any 250 team, which one would you choose and why? When? Of, like, ever? Well, or Travis now? Preston, Travis Preston in here, like, a, three weeks ago, talking about the Starbike. It would be Starbike. How he got now. goosebumps riding the Starbike, and he would race anywhere if he could ride a Starbike. I'll go with that, because it sounded... Preston sounded very enthused about the Starbike, and yeah. you just got to watch him. And you have to watch the bike. I mean, that thing's yeah. badass. Yeah. yeah. Um, it'd be cool to ride for Mitch, just because of the history of it. Yep. Because, like, you know everything's going into it, but that's a lot of pressure for a guy. Like, you have to commit to it. You can't half-ass that one. From Corey Smith, is it cool to just not finish motos now? My fantasy score wants to know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we talk about it every single week on the podcast. Quitters. That's There's weird. a lot of quitters out there. I'm really surprised that all of a sudden it's happening that way. But, I mean, if you're 22nd and you're not going to make 20th, it's like, what's the point? Yeah. I mean, he should look at who he's picking, that guy. I guess I should, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, from Fenson Brinson, Steve, do you think the AC will have the biggest fan base in the sport once he's in the premier class? Mm. No. 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 Oh. It'll be – he'll have to do some winning first. He yeah. can't just immediately walk in. Yeah, you got to definitely win. Because right Kenny could have a, a much, much bigger one. Um just with all the stuff that he could market. He could be really, really big. Jason could be bigger than he is now, too. They just need to market guys better. I think that some of their sponsors don't engage with them the way they should because we could be much, much bigger. From Austin McCarty, what is the deal that Tomita has? Does he bring money to the team, or is this a deal with Honda Japan? I can't imagine they're getting good enough marketing from a 20 no, to 25th place rider. No, yeah, it's all Honda rider. Japan. It's, it's the big mm-hmm. company says, we want to put this rider on your on your team. Because they're waiting for Narita to 
get as many championships as he wants in Japan, and then Tamita will go back to Japan and become the new all-Japan champion year after year. Same thing that they're doing with Koga. and Well, not Koga, because his deal is he wanted to come here by himself, but Watanabe's deal on Cycle Trader is the same deal. They just want somebody to come over here and learn, because it's better to come over here and get your ass kicked a little bit, but watch the best in the world or some of the best in the world than be big fish in a small pond. From Sloppy Seth, uh, Anton, do you think we will see more electric bikes in the new f- in the near future because Alta and Honda, and who will be next? Um, the Honda one sounds like it's going to be an actual production bike, and I'm surprised that KTM and Husky haven't done something similar yet. Uh, or Yamaha, because Yamaha invented the electric bicycle. From Dylan Alexander, hey guys, do you think it's time to make Blake a number two on the team? He goes on long and long, but basically that Blake's no, no, he just, he just won a moto. No, you can't. And the thing is, too, like the other two guys are great, but they don't have the history that Blake has. Blake's, Blake just won a moto. Yeah. What about moving Savachi to number one and Blake is your number two? As far as another team, like if they were on the same team yeah, together, if they were on the same team. They're pretty even, I would say, at that point. If not Blake having the upper hand because he's won more. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, from Colgrove Brian, why wouldn't overall practice results combine first and second qualifying to average out? This would eliminate the B practice heroes and would allow Supercross track builders to tweak between practices. I kind of didn't understand that one when I saw it. Like, what so, are you like, wanting you have, to do? You, you have the first practice and the second practice. So say you have group A. You know mm-hmm. how they're always different times because sometimes the track changes whatever but well, the overall they could fix that a lot if they stop fucking with the track between practice sessions the overall is just based on your best out of both he's saying what if you average the two to give your overall that way you have to put in the same amount of effort in both in both sessions hey we can barely get complete results before the night show starts sometimes so to have them averaging out lap times isn't going to work math is hard it's very hard. Like, <laughs> I get it. I mean, there's a lot going on, and it's a, all a computer algorithm, but there are times that, like, it takes a while to get some results at all. Yeah. Um, From Randy Richardson's Bad Jokes, if Marv wins the outdoor title and Cooper won the Supercross uh, title, what number will they put on the 2020 Factory Edition bikes, 2 or 25? Number 1. Why would you put anything but a number one? I on mean, there? I've spent all night wondering about this. I just, I, I can't wait. I, I just, <laughs> what number is going to be on the factory uh, edition bikes? Yeah, it would be number one because that's what they did with Dungey that one year. I don't know and I don't care. <laughs> it's um, 11 o'clock. Yeah. It's, uh... From Michael Lindsay, Anton, since the move to Swap Moto Live, has your approach to writing or media in general changed much without the corporate umbrella hanging over your head? And if so, what have you tried to change? Corporation umbrellas. Mm-hmm. Um, too soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's different. I take, I wouldn't say I take more pride in it, but I want to make something that's longer lasting. So maybe somebody else is as excited about bikes as I was when I was younger. From Goba Dirt, you skipped talking about Dean Ferris's ride at Southwick on your review podcast. Surely his ride was worth a mention. Yeah, it was good. The one moto came from pretty far back. Yeah, we probably should have mentioned it. Good job for Dean. Fair. I like that he's driving a motor home to every race now. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, that's all. That's it? Yep. Why, you didn't even really bag on Anton that there much? There weren't really that many. Oh, okay. All right. I was kind of looking forward to those. That's fine. 
Uh, They'll come this week. Oh, shoot. That's old news, right? There we go. I'm there's still, there's I'm the still outro. Tra- I'm still trained that there's yeah, not I know, one. I know. After well, three years, right. you're going to have to give me some keep, time. Keep keep trying. Yep. Uh, are we still on Facebook? Yeah. Oh, what's up, everybody? On Racer yep, X Facebook. Going. Thanks for watching still. I appreciate it. Got a couple people there. Well, that's good. Uh, Dean Wilson, Brandon Hartraff, Jer- Jeremy Albrecht, all on the show tonight. Mm-hmm. Bone wins the interview of the night, though. Always. And Will Hong. We had Will Hong. Yeah, breaking news. Fuck Will Hong. Um, J- Bone wins. J Bone always wins. Interview of the night. Well, if do you still want to do the thing where I ask you about the nineties or not really? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Well first let's do ride dash engineering dot com. Use the code pulpamex dash twenty when you save out when you save from those guys. MX one oh one up in Canada right now with Luke Reslin running the clamps, Moto Concepts, of course, running the links. Uh their bar mounts are fantastic. It's an eight bolt six millimeter bar mount. Have you seen their ride their bar mounts? No. Dude, they're strong, they're sturdy, they're fantastic. They fit onto your ride engineering clamps or your stock clamps if you want. Uh, and again, a lot of teams, a lot of riders using it. Filthy Phil Nicoletti, he's a ride engineering guy. Ride-engineering.com, pulp-20 to save with those guys. Uh, thank you to Ride Engineering for coming on board. And again, you can use the codes and save yourself money. Great products, great company. And uh, all right, Anton, what? Uh, so I gave you a little assignment. Mm-hmm. I know you're. A, I know you're a man of the '90s. Mm-hmm. You love that stuff. You grew Early up watching 2000s, it. All that, yeah, yeah, you grew up watching it. So. Um, I said, what What do you want to know? What questions do you have? What, what was you, it? How many of the, uh, who was the after party grocer? Jamie Grocer. How yeah. many after parties did you go to? Of grocers? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 10 to 15 a year. For sure. <laughs> All the time. Yeah, they were, were always. They good? Some of them were not. Most were pretty good. Mm-hmm. A lot of riders showed up for sure. A lot of industry people showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, they were. They're in random nightclubs, uh, probably where he could get a deal, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, one of them was in a the... shopping mall. One of them was in mm-hmm. a shopping mall one time. I remember where the St. Louis one was, because it was right down the street from the stadium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were always close to the stadium, so mm-hmm. you could go, you could load up and be like, hey, where are you going? You know, it's just down the street. Going to grocers. Yeah. yeah quite a bit. Uh, saw Throw It a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine that. Um, saw MC in a couple, I know. Um, a lot of mechanics and stuff and all that, yeah. Okay. A lot of those. So you said 97 was your first year? 96. 96. I did something in 95, but 96 first full year, yeah. What was it like when you, like, when did you feel like, wow, I'm in? Like, I, I'm one of the guys that's, like, within this whole circle now? Like, that I, I know these people and I can yeah. go to these parties and it's not uh, like I'm looking on the other side of the y- glass. Yeah, probably like that 97 year. I was working for Birdwell. Mm-hmm. 96. I got a job with the PJ1 team, and Button was on it. And Button was a cool guy, right? Button yeah. was in with everybody. Click. So, was it hung, the Extreme Gear? Yeah. So yeah. I hung out with Button a little bit, and Paggio. Paggio was Button's mechanic. Mm-hmm. And then I remember like talking to Jeremy at Honda Troy, mm-hmm. or yeah, at Honda Troy, and then back at the hotel, the Red Roof Inn at Troy, Ohio. Like him and I, he was he had a chew in, and he was spitting, and we were talking about something. And I was just talking to McGrath like a fucking dude. Mm-hmm. Like, he's rad, right? It's rad. Yeah. And I was just this greaseball mechanic, you know, been on the circuit for a few months. And it was just him and I, and we were just... It's chilling. Oh, he was telling me about Swink. At some point, we started talking about Swink. Um, and how bad of ass, how badass Swink was. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I was just like, holy shit. Fucking talking to Jeremy McGrath, you know? Mm-hmm. But 97 was like... Hey, uh, RL, 
You know, mm-hmm. was it ninety seven would be RL, or was that still ninety seven was uh, Suzuki? Yeah, I think that was RL. No, it wasn't RL. That would have been Wyatt. So ninety eight was like RL. Oh, okay. Um, you know, J Bone always knew J Bone, right? He was a super cool guy. He did my power? I fucked up my power valves one time in St. Louis, and J Bone helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the point where like Birdwell days, where I was like, yeah, these guys see me every weekend. I'm in seated practice for the most part, mm-hmm. not always, but for the most part, I'm in the fast guy practice mm-hmm. with my guy, and I'm always around. So then, then you just start knowing people. What? Uh, give me like a sketchy St. Louis story. Um, or like not sketchy, but just a good one. Um, because like when yeah, a cross ninety eight or ninety nine, load up. Drive across the river to a strip club that had a bucking bull in it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I think you went to Centerville. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that far or what, what was it? It's like 15 minutes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. On the other side of another state? In Illinois, yeah. Okay. Bucking mm-hmm. thing and then strip club and then uh, one of the guys rode in the trunk. So we didn't have enough yep. room in the car. So he jumped in the trunk and we went there and it was on and it was debauchery all night. And then from there... Was there a someplace that was open like to four a.m. to to serve? Yeah, it's uh, Pops. Okay, downtown. Yeah. Or? No, right across the street. Like you can literally see downtown though. It's the and, only and it's in. Um, and it was like, hey, we got to go to this place. They it's sketchy. Every bar was closed, but this place still mm-hmm. served. I'm not allowed to go there. Okay, so we I, dr- we drove mm-hmm. there after the Bucking Bull mm-hmm. stripper place. Yeah, you were in Centerville. Yeah, and then we went to this other place that served till four or whatever. And they, yeah. Uh, and then you went right across the river. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yep. was that was a St. Louis story. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, fucked up my power while I was in St. Louis one time. Uh, one year they they made us, we couldn't park our vehicles inside the convention center. The convention center. So everybody had to unload. But then a bunch of people got broken into. Sounds Shocker. Right. Shocker. And so everyone was pissed. I did not get broken into, but everyone else did. Or a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. A lot of privateer guys did. I so, can see that. Yeah. Because they would park you guys pretty much in that lot. Yep. Bradshaw mm-hmm. threw a boot at James Eichel in St. Louis because Eichel got in his way. This is mm-hmm. Bradshaw Manchester Honda days. Was that 98? 97. Okay. And he grabbed his boot and threw it across at Eichel and was, you know, threatened to kill him. Yeah, I could see that. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was in St. Louis. What so. was it like in the heyday of like free stuff where you could just walk into Etnies and just load up a shopping cart? Oh, my God. I still have new Etnies. Do you really? I still have new Etnies from 2002. Five. Mm-hmm. I think I'm down to three pairs left. I, it was phenomenal. Yeah, Red Dog was sponsored by Etnies. Reed was sponsored by Etnies. And yeah, Matt Chapman, mm-hmm. good guy down there. Go to town. I, I got to go to town with that stuff. A shopping. I mean, just, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how many shoes. I must have had 40, 50 pairs of shoes <laughs> with sh- shirts and everything. And then uh, also got to go down to LBZ. Shopping Dude, cart with LBZ. I want an LBZ suit so bad. Yeah, Fernet ran the the velvet leopard print mm-hmm. top and bottom a few times. That was great. Yeah. He got a stripper one time. He was in a strip club with it. And a stripper came up and started rubbing on him and was like, I have the same material. That's rad. Yeah, and they and they were like, like she's so dumb. Bless her heart, right? And Fernet was telling her about like his racing and stuff and... And uh, and she she was like, oh, I just love your suit. And I'm just like, uh, Quicksilver? No, O'Neal. O'Neal, mm-hmm. the the surfwear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Timmy's buddy, Garth, worked at O'Neal. Mm-hmm. So I got to go down there and do the whole shopping cart thing. So yeah, it was fun. Those are the good days. That DV helmet that's up there that he was sponsored by Famous is just awesome. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that, yeah. I saw Did that. Did you actually get anything from those guys? I don't know. I don't know, yeah. Um, I liked it when Alessi was sponsored by Skin. That was sick. Yeah. That was that was very yeah. good. And yep. Jaeger, that was a good one. Yep. Um, it's funny to see how, like, just how many weirdo sponsors have come in and then gone. Just, and then yeah, come just, in yeah. and then gone. Just gone. Yeah. Yeah. What's one fad, like, the coolest one that you bought into and then the worst one? Well, there was a point where I was like, fuck, McGrath's so cool. I'm going to do everything he does. So I bleached my hair blonde, which burned my scalp like crazy. I had bleach blonde white hair with the same earrings he did. The the ball, hoop ball. with the ball? Yeah, the hoop, the hoop with the two balls mm-hmm. on the end. And then everyone was wearing corduroy. We all wore corduroy, dude. It was fucking corduroy for fucking days, all of us. Shiny shirts. Mm-hmm. And corduroy shorts or pants. And the big heavy chain. Yeah, and the big chain. And the, and the chain wallet. Mm-hmm. We I didn't have the chain wallet. I always thought the chain wallet was dumb. But I had everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. we There was so much. I mean, my mechanics shorts were cords in the mechanics area. <laughs> they were corduroys. Um, Just running it. Was we, it weird to like walk out onto the track to give them the pit board? Because now everybody's got No, that got was it. awesome. That looked awesome. No, that was awesome. You walked out there like you were the fucking man. It looked awesome. And when Skip did it or whatever, you know, because he, he would go out or, or RL or whatever, especially at Nationals, right? Uh-huh. More Nationals than Supercross, I think you're yeah. thinking of. Yeah, it was fantastic. You, I mean, sometimes guys would split you. Uh-huh. Like, guys would come That's out. Badass. But you didn't even care. You're just like, yep. Yep. And guys would just go on each side of you, you know? So that was That's pretty cool. Rad. And those days are all gone. But, um, uh, yeah, that was pretty, pretty, pretty fun. Oh. Do you want to say something? Oh, hold on. You there? Are you talking about you in the late 90s? He had a question about oh, I had yeah, a lot I of questions. I talking about that. Yeah. I had a question for her I, I said corduroys were everywhere. Oh, yeah. I heard you say shiny shirts. Shiny shirts Crush and corduroys. Chains. Big chains. Yeah. You know, I'll still have the big earrings. Like big earrings. Bleach yeah. blonde hair. Oh, Birdwell's yeah. chick dyed my hair. Burned my scalp so bad. But then I kind of looked like Jeremy. So I was fucking stoked. Before I... Before whatever ever happens to me, I'm going to have Lonnie bleach my hair blonde. Okay, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Sick. Yeah, dude, we all... Yeah, it was nuts. Um, I asked her earlier, how did you communicate with her on these... Because, like, there was no laptop. Like, were you sitting in the business center of these hotels, like, messaging her on these, like, chat rooms? No, or, like, you, how are you, you doing this? You... Oh, um... Because I had a laptop in my dorm room. That yeah, what are you doing? My school, but I don't know what you had. I think I just I hope I hope that I stayed at a place that had a computer. So you would just sit down in the business center till like three in the morning. Mm, I don't remember a business center ever. I don't remember that. Yeah, but what I don't would think it they had computers. Then? I don't know. It would have had to be a computer somewhere. You yeah, pulling up I'm to the library, library. That, but I don't think it was a business center. <laughs> well, then what was it? I think it was wherever I was staying had a computer. Whoever oh, so had like a house. Computer. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you had a phone card and a pager, so you would have to get the page mm-hmm. from somebody, dial in. The number to the phone card company, one eight hundred whatever. Oh my mm-hmm. god, phone card. Then punch in sixteen digits for the phone card mm-hmm. to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Then punch in your pager. Then punch in your code. <laughs> then punch in that you want to listen to the, the, the message. <laughs> and you would do all this. You'd be driving at two in the morning with a pager on your dash, just no waiting one, for it to light up. Because no one would talk to you for hours. For for, for <laughs> twelve to fourteen hours, you'd have no human contact. <laughs> what was that like? When the pager would buzz. And you pull over, and you punch in everything, <laughs> and it would just be like a random spam call. And you're like, fuck! I just wasted 20 <laughs> minutes to get somebody being like... Hoping it was someone. Yeah, Mr. Mathis, uh, you know, this is uh, Verizon Wireless calling. Uh, your bill is due or whatever. Your page... And so you're just like... 
I had to pull off, find, find a, a truck stop, phone. find a payphone, punch in all these numbers. Now it's nothing. Now I'll keep driving. These kids will never know. I'll meanwhile, never and meanwhile, you have a map, a Rand McNally, dude, and that's how you're getting around, bro. The Rand McNally. One map or one for each state. <laughs> one for each state, and you would fold it. The one, the state map would be on one side, and the city's map would be on the other side. Rock. So you know you have the grids, and you're like looking, mm-hmm. and you're driving and reading a Rand McNally, trying to <laughs> trying to find the dome or whatever, you know, <laughs> trying to find your hotel. What? Like the, the the first off the whole no human contact thing for so yeah. long is yeah. like out of this world. Yeah, now. for two or three days sometimes, depending on how, how long much the drives were. What was your like truck stop like speed of choice like Vivran? What was oh, it? Oh, um, no, just mini thins. They're just called mini thins. The amphetamine like yeah, cabs? yeah, but like they're little red plastic or a thing. A fe- yeah, whatever, little red plastic thing, mini thins. You I think took that? Called. Oh yeah. Oh, they jacked you up, dude. Okay. The hair would stand up on your arms and shit. Oh, my God. You know, when but you're you, like, I'm driving. I got to go. When did you uh, When did you hear about Red Bull for the first time? Uh, Germany, 1998. And did it just blow your mind? Yeah, I thought it was great. And they said, you, you take this, you have energy, and you drink it with vodka. See, oh, that's sweet. I've heard that story from so many different people of yeah. that's how it's gone, yeah. or they came back with them in their suitcases. And then, oh, yeah. No, I never did that. I just saw it in Germany and was like, oh, this is awesome. Cool cans. I remember the cans were being I remember sweet. when McGrath had the Hanson sticker on his fort guard yep. and then on the visor of the helmet, yeah. and I was just like, what is that? Yeah. I have to find that. We looked Should have bought some everywhere. Yeah, yeah I was, well, I was 12. Right, okay. Um, yeah, the, 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 yeah. The, the pager thing was rough, like... You know, it sounds terrible. Yeah, and you just put the page in your front pocket. And you just like check it all the time. Oh my god! Hope that chick from North Dakota pages me. Yeah, I, yeah. I just yeah. It was it was a different different deal for sure. And I remember cell phones like cell phones first came out, like the little shiny silver mm-hmm. Nokia. I paid like five hundred dollars for, and that was well, mechanics wages. Yeah, yeah, and and then it broke like three <laughs> weeks later, and there was no insurance oh on it. And you're just like fuck it, broke like fuck five hundred dollars, <laughs> fuck my life, like. I, you know, I can't afford, you know. Um, so you would buy new cell phone, like these little Nokias all the time, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. The no fear thing was amazing. What was... Oh, the story, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, what was some gear that you remember seeing and was just like, wow, that's that's the shit? Because like that Yogi jersey that's right there, I yeah. remember seeing that and yeah. just losing my mind. Yeah. And then um, all of that no fear stuff in like 2000, no, 2001. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, when Jeremy switched to No Fear the first year, that was badass stuff, man. That was really cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. MC always looked good, right? Like, even a Fox stuff. Like, whatever he did. <laughs> I don't know if it was because he was winning or what, but he always looked good. Okay, that AST thing that yeah. came through. Yeah. Has you guys all watched that happen? Was everybody like, yeah, this is going to work or this is not going to happen? The thing that... Yeah, I, I, I don't remember. I just remember. Like, oh, yeah, I remember like, seeing that. I'm like... I was 13. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. not going to work. I, I don't remember. I don't remember thinking anything. I think I was at KTM then. Mm-hmm. When, I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. I read um, you and Weege did that 2001 oral history yeah. with Brown and yeah. Langston and Pastrana. Yeah. What was the dynamic like being on a team that's like that competitive? Yeah, it was crazy. It was gnarly. It was intense. Like I was working for Kelly Smith, so I didn't give a shit. My, you know, he wasn't on that level, but we fucking hated the pro circuit guys. Okay. You- we hated that mechanic <laughs> from Brownie. He the hated us. English guy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh I, I didn't like I didn't like any of those guys. Didn't, yeah, it was gnarly. It was pretty good. Is it weird yeah. for you now to like go to Europe with Brownie? N- no, no, not at all. No, no. Are you just like, wow, it comes full circle? Yeah, nobody mm-hmm. cares, right? Like the, well think about Anton th- even in your time in the industry. How many people have motherfucked 
some person one year and then their teammates best the next friends year. The next right year. yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's it's all it's the same thing okay so, what was but I'll tell you this our wheels we broke spokes all year long that didn't just happen that no, one no 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 we the wheels whatever the deal was with the wheels we had spline drive spokes mm-hmm. and talon hubs and and all year long outdoors you would have to go through your wheels and replace a few spokes a lot mm-hmm. and and rebuild them a lot so we had wheel problems just saying um I tweeted that thing like, oh, my God, I remember this because I was so excited about Southwick. What did Langston do that week after Southwick? Well, here's the difference. In, in So think about this. Think about bringing a world champion over as mm-hmm. a factory rider, and he's leading the points. He's crushing it. Mm-hmm. And then the plan was after Southwick was Bud's the next week. We stayed back to go riding. Uh, we were going to ride at Southwick or Bud's Creek or I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Somewhere. We find a track to ride. The whole team, mechanics, riders, everybody. Ping. Are you living in Ohio then? Yeah. Okay. And so the whole team was planning on staying back at Southwick. So Langston crashes, tears up a labrum, I think he did. Mm-hmm. And he's leading the points and everything. And they just, nobody says anything. He just stays back with us. Just didn't tell you. And, and it's like, you have a points leader, a world champion. You need to go to California to get to this every single out. doctor that you could think of. Instead, Langston was like, hey, Mathis. Let's go find a brace for my shoulder. And we're driving around in bumfuck Southwick to these sports places that all have like bulky ass flesh colored braces for mm-hmm. your knees and elbows. Like an ace bandage. Right. And nothing for shoulders. And I'm like, he's the points leader. <laughs> Why am I driving him around looking for a brace? He should be in California. Like, and no one at KTM ever thought to send him back home i'm in charge of this guy or all of us like okay a he's not gonna ride this week Mm because his shoulder's damaged but b you think we're gonna find a brace at johnny's brace shop here Mm -hmm. for grant langston like he didn't even go to a doctor (laughs) like what the fuck think about that now like the points leader all the stuff the world champion that i read about where pastrana's like heavily concussed and he's like yeah. yeah i don't feel good yeah and you're just like yeah he's out hey davy was an amazing pit reporter he was the best pit reporter our sports ever yeah. had. like if you look yeah, back, yeah. I, art ekman gets a lot of like hype on how good he right. was but deruver came over in 01 right because i rewatched that race the other yeah. night and he had no idea who deruver was yeah, yeah and then davy comes in he's like yeah deruver coming yep. in he rides sand tracks all the time gonna be great yeah. and you're just like yeah black white yeah and it was totally yeah, right. like 100 percent. nobody right. was communicating right no uh our ktm team in 2000 first year factory team ktm big deal coming back mm-hmm. blah 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 Roderick thane rode for us from france mm-hmm. he grabbed a whole shot in san diego and art says roger thane on a ktw that's like the first round or the second round of the yep. year first time ktm's been second on- one i think First time KTM's been on TV in Supercross yep. in forever. Mm-hmm. And Art Ekman says, Roger Thane on a KTW. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. I'm like, holy fuck. There's so many things wrong with that sentence right there. <laughs> um, What point when you're a mechanic, like the Langston thing is pretty good of you playing, you know, Dr. Oz driving yeah, around all the yeah. place. What was one thing that you're like, I-, I can't believe that this is what I have to do right now. This is the dumbest situation and why is no adult? like making an executive decision mm, that was a big one for sure where i was looking around going is nobody he's leading the points why <laughs> why is he here he needs not be here 
not really anything. I mean, um, no lean days. We had a beat up box van, mm-hmm. and it b- transmission broke. Mm-hmm. So I took it to a transmission shop in Andyville. <laughs> His buddy Andy Hendrickson, guy Frenette's buddy, good guy. In mm-hmm. Illinois. Yeah, Illinois. No, Indiana. Oh, Indiana. Illinois. I thought it was Danville. That's Indiana. Okay. Oh, okay. Indiana. So I, I'm just this I, I don't kid. Know. Okay, we take a box van to the transmission. I mean, it, the box van's broken. Mm-hmm. Guy fixes the box van, and Nolene sends him a check. And it bounces, but I'm gone. But I mean, so the guy is calling my pager all the time, all the time. And he's like, listen here, motherfucker. I know the license number. I know the van you're driving. I'm going to find you and fucking kill you. If you don't fucking pay, like this check bounce, $3,000. And I'm like, I didn't remember that. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I don't have, I don't have $3,000 to my name. How old are you? 24, 25, whatever. Do you ever look back and go, oh my God, I can't believe they sent me out into yeah, the world like this? Yeah, all the time. Birdwell's dad was like, here's a credit card. Go ahead. Like, here's a thirty, there's a $40,000 box fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you guys were just driving blind. Like you said, you just had a map and, you know, yeah. hopefully a phone, you know, within walking distance if you Yeah, can. dude. There are times. But this transmission guy was, I'm like, scared to death. I'm like, this guy can find me. He knows what the schedule is, the Supercross schedule. He knows all that. He knows this who my guy is. He's going to kill me, and I'm calling Nolene, like, bro, the check bounced. Oh, it bounced. Uh, uh, must be a banking error. No. You probably have no money, because you haven't paid me for a month. You know, but yeah, so all of this stuff, where I'm just going, what? this guy is going to kill me. This hillbilly was so mad at me and calling me, and I'm like, I'm going to die. Out here on the road mm-hmm. from this guy in his transmission bill. Oh my god! Yeah, it's very scary. Yeah, there are times like when I started traveling in like eleven, twelve. Yeah, I, I can't believe a that my mom and dad let me move to California, right? And b yeah. that Don was like, yeah, he's good. Dude, Get I him just, on a plane. I just the thing is, well, the one thing is, I had a box fan growing up. Uh, I raced all over Canada and mm-hmm. the U.S. as a kid, amateur. And we've talked about that yeah. with my dad and everything. So like driving to the races in a van was normal i have done it i grew up with it so mm-hmm. it wasn't a huge deal you know but but being but yeah being responsible for everything was pretty, pretty yeah pretty fun i mean i had corduroy shorts and it's shiny shirt and a big chain and bleach blonde hair and just yeah dude slaying chicks just left and right just oh, yeah what kind of looks just, would you get when you looked like California, like straight. When I went home, no, no. But oh. when you would go to like a truck stop in like Kentucky, yeah, Ohio, yeah, Georgia, I don't remember that. But I went to Winnipeg, mm-hmm. and I got the people are like, "What happened to you?" I get that too, and I'm just like, "What up?" <laughs> you know, like what? What is up with your shiny shirt and your cords, bro? That's rad. You didn't leave like that. But I always kind of wore shorts and no fear and life's a beach stuff, anyways. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, I took it to another level because I saw all these guys doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember my uncle on his go kart like toolbox had like Bad Boy Club stickers, and I was just I yeah. was like four. Yeah, and I'm, that was awesome. Right, I know? remember uh, Kerry Hart bored my phone card when he made his first ever main event in Minneapolis to call mm-hmm. his dad That's from the cool. pits. He's like, I need I need a phone card. You know, the phone card was like crack. Like ah, I got a phone card. Yeah, you know, I got a fresh one. You know, so yeah, um, good times. Yeah, that it's just yeah. it's unbelievable. Some of the stuff you did, like, was it weird? How often would you go between, like, actually having a hotel? I know that you oh, would, yeah, like, no. duck in after they yeah, were, like, cleaning yeah. rooms. Yeah, that was the move. When they cleaned the room, you could they leave the door open, you'd go in there. Mm-hmm. Or when people left, you'd go in there. I've thought about doing that yeah. a handful no, of times. No, it worked good. It worked good. St. Louis, I did it one time. In the St. Louis, uh, 
Where the uh, there's a Holiday Inn right behind it. No, 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 no. Out by the airport. Uh, oh, there's, there's an air. There's a hotel, kind of on the. Anyways. Yeah. Um. Yeah, four or five days, because you wouldn't get one during the week, right? So you mm-hmm. leave Saturday night to drive to the race, and then you wouldn't get a hotel till Friday night. Does so this... then you would either do the shower trick, or you would shower at truck stops and mm-hmm. sleep in the box van. Did you ever think that like? When you were doing all that stuff, that one day you'd be like, "Yeah, first class ticket. I'm gonna buy it. All this stuff." Yeah, no, no, you no. Don't, yeah, you know, you didn't think plan any of that, that long. No, no. no, I mean, I, I didn't think I would. Uh, I, I mean, there was times where I couldn't get a job at the end of '98. Mm-hmm. I got fired at FMF Honda, and I couldn't get a job anywhere. Paul Lindsay wouldn't call me back mm-hmm. from Motor World, and I had nothing. And that's when I went to Germany. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was with you then. No, we, were you, you, we weren't together. We knew each other. We okay. knew each other. We were just banging each Stop other. We didn't it. really know each other. No, but I remember you when you were making phone calls to try to get that job, and you had this book, and you would just call yeah. people. Like yeah, that's another thing that you, things, that's and what, you just were making tons of phone calls for my That's apartment. another thing you would do. Everyone, every mechanic had a like um, a, a, da- a daily planner. No, like a daily planner. Big ass book with a like a address book inside or something. Because mm-hmm. that was all the sponsors. That was their list of things to do that week, who to call, mm-hmm. shipping addresses, uh, you know, like everything was in this book. So that's, you, you carried your book around everywhere. You still that have was, yours. I'll post a picture of it Yeah, tomorrow. I still have my book. One of my books. So, okay. Yeah. But, so I, there were times where I was like, I can't get a job as a mechanic. Like, I got fired. I suck. I'm not getting a job. Like, I'm going to just, I'm going to go home now or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just kept getting like another job. And then when I got that Nolene job in 99, Ferry killed it mm-hmm. as a privateer. And so it makes me look good. Even though I, I mean, I held it together, so I did something good. But then it becomes like easier. Then people are like, "Oh, Tim Ferry's mechanic. We got third at Indianapolis, like as a greaseball privateer team." Mm-hmm. You know, um, so yeah, I remember like sitting there at the po- Indianapolis podium, and like everyone, all these radios and team shirts, and I'm just like in my cords, <laughs> it's like sweet, and my shiny shirt, like sitting there going, you know, like, "Oh, we got third. <laughs> that's my guy up there," you know. God, so fucking cute. Yeah, just you know, like a loser, but fuck, that's awesome. Yeah, and then we we got third. My graph got fourth. Yogi got it was Yogi Huffman and Timmy. I remember I saw you at one of the races right after that, and people were still like patting you on the back about your podium. Yeah, the week before, and yeah. I was just like, oh my god, yeah, so cool. We went to D- TGI Fridays that night, and everybody started chanting "Red Dog, Red oh, Dog" no way. when we walked in. Yeah, because it was attached <laughs> to the hotel in Indianapolis. The TGI Fridays mm-hmm. was, and everybody was. I mean, it was just incredible that we we got third as a privateer. Okay, for you, Angie, like, was it funny to... When did you see him, like, oh, my God, he actually knows what he's doing. He's not some goofball. I always thought he was a superhero. Really? Always. See that, Mark? Yeah. You hear that, Mark? Uh-huh. Because, like, Megan will be like... <laughs> I don't like, hear anything. I, Megan you wanna, came you wanna to... You want to go? No, you're good. I'm <laughs> chilling. <laughs> All right. Megan came to stuff a few times, and I was like, I, I can't believe you would come to this because I was a dumbass. Like, I'm, I'm embarrassed now to think that I ever let you uh, see me fuck uh, up Anton, bad. Anton. No, Megan's the same as me. She's always just like, oh my god, he's, he's awesome. Anton, yeah. Anton was, uh, I don't know what he was, if he was an intern or what, but mm-hmm. I met Anton at St. Louis where he was like, hey man, I really like your stuff. I want to be a media guy. I harassed like him you. Yeah. and, and uh, like, Terry Boyd at the uh, Toronto airport in 09. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, whatever, guy. I had lunch with you. You never, you would never even remember that. No, I don't remember that. I had lunch with you? Mm-hmm. Just the two of you? Mm-hmm. No way. Terry Boyd. Oh. Wow. I ate lunch with Terry Boyd? <laughs> he, like, was walking by. Bam! Clear offs! Bam! Clear offs! Mm-hmm. Bam! Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. With the was, chains. Yep. G- Terry had the wrist, wrist yep. chains. And the, he was still running the blonde hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that, but I do remember you coming on, yeah, and being like, oh, oh, oh I want to be a Yeah, I came though. on a little strong on some people, so yeah, sorry okay. about that. Yeah. But, you know. So. It worked. We're trying to yeah. figure it out now. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, dude, it's it's so cool to hear all that stuff because I feel like it sucks that I missed a big part of that because it was so cool to see it from far away, but I don't think I would have survived. Yeah. I'd be in a ditch somewhere right yeah, now. Yeah, there was definitely like... I mean, I'm old now, and this is my 20th year. No, old, more than that, 23rd year of going to the races. 23 years of going to these fucking stupid races. Are you going to make another five-year bet? No, I'm not making another <laughs> bet. Um, but but I so some some of me is like, hey, I kind of want to go out after the race. And, and some of me is like, fuck, I've done it, dude. I've did it, done it, been it. Like, all of that. What was the first? You know? And now I'll just be like some old creepy guy in the corner. Like, when you go, went back out in those days, you had creepy old guys, and now I don't want to be one of those guys. Mm-mm. Oh, well, you're not going out, out. I mean. No, there are some creepy old guys that I see. I'm like, what are you doing here? You have kids. Go home. Right. See? You're never going to be like that. You just hang out with whoever guys are there anyway. Weege, JT, Anton. Hey. 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 You see that? Hey. Did you see that thing on Instagram? That was cool. I'm I'm going going hanging out with Weege, who's who's not getting a room that night and just staying at the IHOP until he. He's still straight. thinking yeah, it's ninety eight. Right. Kill time. Just yeah. No, but there were a lot of after parties. There really was like a lot of weekends. And at ninety eight, at some point, at FMF Honda, like I was fucking up the bike, and I'm like, dude, I gotta stop. Like mm-hmm. I'm going out Friday night. I'm going out Saturday night. I'm going. Like I wasn't on. Like we were we were staying in Torrance, mm-hmm. and we were going out that too. And I was living in, a, in. I was living at the race shop, showering at the gym, showering at the race shop, showering at the gym eating at this taco place in the corner, going out drinking with the other mechanics. And I'm like, I got to stop, man. I'm not, I'm just kind of, I'm not, I wasn't drunk all the time, but I was just not sharp doing it on both ends kind of. And I was, and I was fucking the bike up a little bit. And I'm like, dude, this is a great opportunity on a FMF Honda factory team. Like I got to pull together here or Mm -hmm. I'm going to get fired. And I got fired anyways. But what was the first like off season supercross race that you went to over in Europe? I don't know. Uh, France ninety nine, in yeah. Mercy? No, France stayed at Sade de France. Where was that one at? In Paris, yeah, huge, huge World Supercross round. Oh, like with Red Dog. part of that, series. yeah, with Red Dog, yeah, okay. uh, yeah. Because I went to I went Bercy with Nick Way in oh one. The end of oh one, we went to Germany and Bercy. In was 01. the cigarette smoke that heavy at Bercy? Oh yeah, oh bad. Ping bad, wrote this dude. thing about it. Yeah, and that's like I, I even tweeted that. That was yeah. like when I really was like, I have to go see dude, this stuff. Dude, it's really bad in Bercy. It just hung in the hung in there, and you you and bur- the paper airplanes. Yeah. Um, and then so that was a weekend that this guy named Chad Reed punted Jeremy on a KT, on a Cowie. Cowie, and he punted Jeremy, and you're like, nobody fucking punched Jeremy. And then in the pits. We're all sitting in the pits, and Jeremy just gets up and walks over to Chad's pit, and you could have heard like a fucking pin drop. We're just like, oh my god, he's Jeremy, going. Jeremy's gonna fucking kick that kid's ass. Anyway, so yeah, that was a that was a weekend where I first heard of Chad Reed, where I'm like, this dude's legit. Mm-hmm. A and B, he just punted. Yeah, fuck that guy. He just punted McGrath off the track because McGrath was literally holding him up. But um, third overall that weekend for Nick Way and uh, Steve Mathis, by the way. Okay, so and like- DV DV swept every main event. <laughs> So, like, our office is above Jeremy's, like, truck race shop. Yep. And so MC's around all the time. What was it like to be around MC in, like, peak 90s? Like, 1-800-COLLECT-COMMERCIALS. I've, I've, I've said this. And maybe it's just the old man walking uphill to school both ways, but I've never heard a stadium as loud. No. As when Jeremy was winning. The Minneapolis, Indianapolis, St. Louis, they would fucking lose their minds for that guy. Yeah, so I was there at all it, those races. It was, they did. It, he was... And I, again, I, maybe it's an, it's a non recency bias, but and it's an old man thing. No, but, dude, I'm telling you, that's true. He moved the needle like no star I've ever seen. 
I was in like elementary school. It was like probably like fourth or fifth grade, and one of the like lunch ladies that worked there, I she I wore lunch like a ladies. no fear shirt or a fox t shirt or something. Lunch lady, lunch lady. And she's like, You like moto? Yeah. And she was like for a lunch lady, she was young. So she was probably like in twenty eight thirty. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, I like moto and she's like, I love moto. And I'm like eight, nine years old. I'm like, Really? The only other person yeah, that I'd yeah. ever met right. like, that knew, anything, a, about moto, that knew right. anything about it. Right. And so, like, we would talk about it every now and then. And then St. Louis Supercross came. And, like, for a week, that's all we talked about. Was, you were the lunch lady. Can you believe it's coming? Did you see the trucks at the Collinsville uh, Holiday Inn? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can, can you believe that shit? Right. So then on Monday, I come back, and she's like, you're never going to believe it. I'm like, what happened? She's like, I banged McGrath. She goes, I was at a bar, and McGrath was there. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> It was, I the remember, lunch lady. just lost her mind. Right. Uh, that was the year MC, that might have been like the first time that he had Bud Light, or oh, around yeah. that time, because yeah, yeah, yeah. he started doing more right. stuff with him. Right. Yeah, and it just, um, when he came to St. Louis with Bud Light, it was yeah. amazing. It was, uh, yeah, he was huge. He was huge, man. And I remember the Metrodome, like, a couple times he would get a fifth place start, and then the you just hear the battle up front, and, and sometimes I was down in the main event, or sometimes mm-hmm. I was watching it because my rider didn't make it or whatever. All of a sudden, ah, and you look, and nothing happened to the re- leaders. Well, Jeremy got a guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he got, he moved to fourth. And then he moved to, th- ah, just, you're just like, what is going on? And you're like, oh, Jeremy got that guy. Nothing's going on in the leaders. Mm-hmm. Everyone was watching him move to the front, you know, mm-hmm. and anyone would win all the time. So it was just, he was, he was unbelievable. It was, it was an- another time for the sport, for sure. What was the first thing, like, swag or whatever that you got for free that you're like whoa because i got gear and i was just like i can't oh, really? believe i had gear that had like um, a trans world iron on i think no i just think getting a fucking team shirt was pretty cool like yeah <laughs> getting a team shirt with my name on it like i'm on the team like I, i'm really on the it. team you know what was cool too was i remember distinctly like so back in the day we used to have national practice on friday mm-hmm. and then go back to the hotel where the tech was and used to work on your bike and rebuild it from practice on friday race on sunday so as a little kid, I would go to Millville mm-hmm. and sit in this Holiday Inn parking lot mm-hmm. and look at all the mechanics with their bikes and building them and teching them. And then it was just a big bullshit session right after that. Mm-hmm. Mechanics would just hang out. But you're a kid. You're just, like, just mm-hmm. watching these guys, right? Standing there looking at them like, you can't believe how g- close you are to these guys. Yeah. Well, at some point, like I was that guy uh-huh. building the bike in the parking lot. And some little kid. Yeah. And I was always cool with those kids who were like, you, you were know. probably cool to me at some point then. Well, because. Yeah, I was just cool no, really. with those kids because I was like, I was, wasn't that, like, so this is 98, 97, so seven years earlier, I was a kid in a parking lot at mm-hmm. Millville, you know, and now I'm that guy building the bike, like, bullshitting with other mechanics and, you know, looking at each other's bikes and mm-hmm. feeling the clutch lever and the and the throttle and being like, who who greased it the best this week, you yeah. know? So, I was always like, this is so rad, I'm one of these guys now, I'm just, like, one of the kids that I, I used to watch these dudes, you know? So, anyways, that was always cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, we should probably wrap. Mark, yeah, Mark's he probably go. needs to go home. Might be the longest pulp show ever. A lot of '90s questions. We're we're good though. No, not even close. Uh, oh, it's I, not. Oh, okay. I think, you got like uh, 20 minutes to go to beat Ping. Oh shit. Yeah. See, Ping. Even Ping was like the icon because I read Electronic Ping right. over and over. And if you gave me one right now, I from like '02, I could probably tell you everything <laughs> that he said in it. I love that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was funny. He was funny. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. If I if I can. If I had one article that I could write, I would write about like Club Rubber, Club Metro, yeah, yeah. in cahoots. Oh my god, ABC in cahoots, Why did dude. You just say that. Uh, in cahoots was good, was, dude. That was a good one. Yeah. That's all I. That's all I care I never, about. I, I think never it's went the Club Rubber. Shit. Yeah, 
Aussie I went, Beach Club. I went to a party at Steel City. Uh, Rhino or Factory Phil had a party at a townhouse in Pittsburgh. They, okay. Yeah, because the season was over, right? Yeah. And that thing got out of hand. Uh, there was another one. I love that everybody would just I, like go hang out at Canyon Lake and then yeah. go ride Star West. Right. I went to that that where the Froze party, Froze MGM hot tub shoot. Dude. I was standing right there. When I figured out, when I heard who was who in that for the first yeah. time, blew my mind. Right. I was standing right there. Fernet and I got the invite somehow, and we went in there, and Swink made me eat a jalapeno pepper mm-hmm. that ruined me for the whole next day. He bet me $10. I would, wouldn't eat this red pepper that was on a room service tray, and I did. Mm-hmm. Probably just because it's fucking Brian Swink. Like, I'm, I'll do whatever Swink, you want. yeah. I'll jump off the balcony. Anyway, so we walked out in the balcony, speaking of the balcony, and there's Fro and the, the, and the photographers and the flashes and all the chicks with the thing, and we're like, fuck, like... And everyone was looking at us like we didn't really belong. It was all the cool guys, but mm-hmm. somehow Fernet got us in there. Anyway, so I was standing right there. I was like, "Oh wow, check this, check this shootout." Fro just won the championship. And he's loaded. So, yeah, yeah, good times. It's rad. This stuff is fun. Right. I, I really yeah. hope people enjoy how fun Moto is now because, like, it's the coolest shit in the world. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's fun. So much fun. It's great. <laughs> Anton's all fresh. I'm all fresh. Like yeah, life hasn't beaten me down too bad yet. Dude. We got about five more years, and then I'll just be... 23 years. 23 yeah. years. That's, a, that's like as long as you've been doing it, you haven't been doing it. Yeah. Right yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah pretty much. To be 1996 to 2019, to yeah. bro. I want to... That's why sometimes, sometimes I have a chip on my shoulder. Like, fuck off. <laughs> but you, you should. You sometimes should have I'm a just chip. like, yeah, bro. It doesn't really matter. That, no, it that, doesn't. That doesn't really matter. I, I, I'll see another one of you down the road. You know, I was one of you. Right, I was one of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Some sometimes I gotta check myself because I, I do feel like being like, yeah, bro, you are not as important as you think. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Yeah. That's, so it's part of it. Yeah. Um. Good show tonight, though. Anton, thank you for coming up. Thanks for having You're me. You're flying to St. Louis tonight? Mm-hmm. This should go better with Anton. Oh, yeah. Better than who? We'll, Anton, we'll see. Anton's going to kill it. Yeah, Anton will kill it. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm to read our sponsors, mm-hmm. and you're going to tell me what you think of the first thing you can think I of. I thought you weren't going to do this anymore. I thought you were going to in trouble. Well, with Anton, I can't. I, oh, feel right. like, I feel like well, he's you got, Who got you in trouble? Was it somebody uh, I know? Multiple people at different <laughs> times. I'm sure yeah. one Shocking. of the people yeah. that I know. Right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so are you ready? I'm going to give you a list of sponsors. We've done this before. Yeah. First thing that comes to your mind. Mm-hmm. BTOsports.com. Vince. I've never even met Vince, but all the Vince stories I hear are just oh awesome. Fly Racing. Everybody in Boise is badass. Vortex Racing. Yeah, I've never used it. It's rockets. Race Tech Suspension and Engines. Paul Thede's Bible of Suspension. Roost MX. Christina Denny. X-Brown Goggles. Rich Taylor. Rich Taylor, I'm gonna I would love to sit down with Rich Taylor oh, and just he's talk. Good. I'm gonna do a podcast of just his stunt man stories. Yep. Because some of that stuff is amazing. It, it's really good. Uh Vertex Pistons. Two strokes. EVS Sports. Everybody's used it. Michelin Starcross Five. Randy Richardson. Maxima USA. Everybody says the dogger. Yep. Um I really, really think that their contact cleaner smells way too good for what it is. Like I could get I could just sit there and huff that all night. <laughs> So right. not the dogger then? Yeah, so not the dogger? So basically the dogger, yes. Uh, <laughs> firepower, batteries, and chains. Uh, the last advertising client we were working on before Transworld got clipped. Or Pro, one of them. Pro Filter. Uh, the dogger's other company. FMF. Little D's the shit. When I was a kid, I would see, like, as I told you earlier, yeah. I would see Hammer and Little D and, like, the 
kickstart or whatever the pit, pit pass, pass pit in pass. racer yeah. x and i would be like whoa those guys are fucking cool <laughs> first magazine i was ever in was mxa but it was my ass i was climbing over a fence after summer cross they uh, just had a picture of me climbing the fence with my ass and like isn't it like a me. big chain link fence yes yeah that's me that's i made mxa i'm like ah, yeah, and it's great. all dark yeah. everywhere else yeah, yeah. i was climbed a fence because ferry won summer cross and we were unloading the box van that morning. Uh-huh. I told Brooks, if Ferry wins tonight, I'm going to jump from the Olympic high board into that pool. Did you? He made me. What was that I was that scared like? of heights, dude. It was fucking terrifying. How high was it? I don't know. It was an Olympic diving board. So like 20 feet? No. Higher? Yes. Fuck. And it was so high. I, I landed, and I had Ferry's goggles on my neck from the oh, celebration, and they went and they ripped up my face. Oh. From the pressure of the water, and they yeah. like made my nose bleed and stuff. Okay, it was so high, but Brooks was like, "You got to do it, dude. You got to do it." First time I ever saw no. you in a magazine, yeah. you did the the five CD thing in the back of a Racer X, and oh, you yeah. picked a U two album, yeah. and I was just like, "That's cool." And I was probably U2. like eleven. U two's mainstream, bro. Why, why no, that? this you picked uh, Unforgettable Fire, probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was like oh two. Cool story, Hansel. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's the first time I was in MXA, which which was, was your Bible growing up was MXA, yeah. right? So for me, that it was wasn't, a big deal. It was already kind of... Right. But right. like Racer X was it. Right. And I love Trans World. Uh, my first ever Racer X interview was Stone Man did it. Really? Saw the Stone I Man this weekend. It. Yeah. Saw the Stone it's Man. over there. Oh, yeah. It's framed over it's there. Yeah. How about that right. Weege picture that yeah. I sent? That <laughs> yeah. was rad. Yeah. Uh, Atlas Neck Brace. Um, You know what? I rode in one like two times. And then I stopped wearing neck braces after that. It was weird. Why? I think everybody surely not because of the comfort. No, Anton, it felt fu- really good. Functionality or the fit. Everybody else stopped wearing them, and I'm a fad chaser, so I just dropped mine. Works connection. They have a really nice. Uh, Eric has a really good collection of bikes and memorabilia up there. OGO Power Sports. Pilo and Frank. Get data. Dan Truman, thanks for the read jersey. Everyone says Dan Truman. No one says anything but their product, their ECUs. I've never. Again, yeah, I know. YZ125, what the fuck stock. am I going to do? Right. Guts Racing. They race sprint cars. WUSA. The Andersons, you can't find a better family than them. They're great. Uh, they built Mark's wheel set that looks bitching. And it's what, and, that, and that's not that expensive to buy. That's your stock hubs. Yeah. Colored. Yeah, it looks good. Right. And that's something more people should do. That's a big safety thing. Yeah. You got to see it when it's on the stand, though, because when I'm on the track, I go so fast, you can't get the full, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, trap. <laughs> Eagle grip. Uh, yeah, Dan- I've never used it, but Daniel's stuff looks good. Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. I probably should have put my resume on there at some point. LA Honda World. Uh, to 30 minutes from anywhere in LA. Thank you. Ride Engineering. Interesting products. He Works. has a lot. Hey, Adrian has a lot of stuff. That brake caliper thing is badass. The mm-hmm. fact that like you're gonna switch all that stuff up, that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Works chassis labs. Yeah, I'm not gonna use it. I think it's cool, like good for him, but I don't. I don't. Is that I don't a new know. sponsor? That's Michael Lindsay. Michael Lindsay. Oh, a new cool. Swap Moto Live sponsor. Uh, intense cycles. I don't care about bikes. Okay, can you just say something though? Other than uh, you don't care about bikes. So the hardcore. taser. The taser. It was, it was going so well. It was. The yeah. tape. I. The taser is rad. I think that if I had a taser, I'd probably ride more, but mm, I just, I don't. You should get a taser. I don't have it in me right now. It's amazing. It would change your life. It probably, it's done, it has. Yeah. I had a lot of fun on mountain bikes, but right now I have too many other things that are like taking up too much time. Hmm. Okay. Me too, Anton. Me too. 
Um, uh, are we going to mountain bike tomorrow? Because we were supposed to. But I don't want to anymore. Okay. <laughs> All right. You, I'm we, glad you have. I, I'm glad everybody has mountain bikes. I just. It's right. not my thing okay. right now. Uh, Marks, Dean Wilson, Brandon Hartraft, or J Bone, which interview did you like the best? Or Will Hahn? Uh, I didn't hear all Dean, so I can't say that one. Okay. Uh, I would say probably J-Bone. All right. Fantastic. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you, Swisscore. Thanks, Moser. Uh, thank you, Pookie. Thanks, You're Pookie. Welcome. No worries. Anything else you want to talk about the 90s? Uh, no, but I'm excited for next week. Co-host too now. Yay. When, before we leave, can you show Anton the photo of you with your sports bra by the Camaro with Ooh, the Fox with the pants on yeah. when you went riding? I've uh-huh. seen that one. Oh, you have? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She was... She was hot back then, yeah. dude. Pookie's badass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Marks, thank you. Appreciate you hanging in there for a story time. Oh, yeah, we're still going? Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, please, everybody, check out pulpamex.com. Check out sponsored deals on pulpshow.com. Uh, check out the Pulpamex show after show with Darkseid. For sure, Darkseid's going to be very upset at me yelling at him on the air. Yeah, probably. Right. What'd you say? Ah, yeah. You know, these things happen. <sighs> All right, everybody. (laughs) Thank you. That's what it is. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. Mike Antonovich, Swap Moto Life. Thank Thank you you for for coming in. I hope you had fun. I had a great time. Come back sooner next time than two years. I will. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do another one of those, like, Saturday shows where we don't go to a race and we just watch it from here. Yeah, sounds good. And we'll do the the Mm -hmm. play-by-play. Millville. We'll do that. I got to go to Millville. Oh. All right. Uh, All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. See you next week. (laughs) Where do I do this goddamn show? Uh, There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Oh